What is it? I can't remember. The demon's breath. Yeah, the devil's breath. Devil's breath. Devil's right. breath. Yeah. The, the, the devil's breath. The twist of that also, the it uh, being made as an antidote in right. the first place, and then it winds up being used as a bio weapon. It was yeah. supposed to be made for noble ends, and yes. turned mm-hmm. out to be yeah destructive. Yeah. And then there's like little things of uh, you often find yourself in the homeless shelter, and right. there's like stories there of characters talking to each other that evolve every time you go back. Like there's uh, the two people playing chess. It's like a, a man and a woman, and yes. the woman's talking. The man's basically trying to convince her to go back and reconcile with her family, and at first she's like not down, but then through the course of the game you can, and it's totally missable, like you can walk past them, and I missed a couple in the middle, but I, I, I don't know, I, I was really, really surprised. Yeah, like Brad asked me a couple of weeks ago, like in terms of story, which I thought was more interesting between God of War and Spider-Man, yeah. and I was surprised to find myself saying Spider-Man. Like I was yeah. shocked to hear that answer. I was like, "Wait, what?" There's, there's also the I found some stuff in Spider-Man to be hit or miss, but uh, mo- mostly hits. Uh, the little backpack stuff was neat too. Like, oh, the, yeah, the, the way they go through and the. It, it is completely fan service. And hey, remember this thing from that Spider-Man thing, but. I like that when it's well in that written. kind of thing, that like collectible sweep versus like we're just gonna hit you over the head with like a bunch of fan service and like winky like, naughty yeah, stuff yeah. and like every beat of the but story. It, but it, it was done well in a way that when I was like, well, this is dumb. Why? How did? Why are you spending so many so much money on backpacks? There's a thing where he says he won all the backpacks <laughs> yeah. or right. yeah. a lifetime yeah. supply of backpacks, <laughs> and I thought like, well, that's well, you got okay. me. Couple <laughs> gags in that game play. I really didn't get heavy handed fan service. I'm not. No, a fi- I'm, that's I'm, what I'm saying is like yeah. I feel they like the away. backpacks are a nice oh, way to okay, do that thing without it being heavy handed. Yeah. Finding comic book covers everywhere, or, like, or just having it like hit you over the head with it every beat of the yeah. fucking story. And like most, they don't do in, that. In most, of the, the, most of the backpacks like explain themselves. Yeah, you know, oh, yeah, yeah. like even if you yeah, yeah if you're not down backpacks. that rabbit hole, you I still love go, oh, looking okay. at each it's, little. Yeah. Piece. It's five, five seconds of dialogue that's really yeah. Descriptive. I did think it was kind of weird that you were finding backpacks like on the UN building that I, I put there six years ago. Like that was a, <laughs> yeah. that's a little weird, but I mean, yeah. they, don't, it's, they don't clean those buildings. He, he also <laughs> he also constructs like a, a high tech super suit in the space of like five minutes. <laughs> yeah, you know, like it's a comic. He's book. really good at science. <laughs> yeah, uh, and, and I, I think they take their time with the Doctor Octavius stuff yes. to to earn. And again, almost earn in comic book quotes the the turn at the end where you build this relationship. You're you're with him. You're working with him. You kind of see what's going on. You see him start to kind of get more desperate and more desperate and more desperate, and the the funding and all that stuff. Uh, and I think they earn some of the pathos or some of the empathy you might have towards their big end game uh, decision of like you were my friend. Yeah, that know. kind of final splintering of their relationship at the end when. Peter walks it's away. A rough. Like I, I it hit me. Like, yeah, for real. Like you, you kind of do know that this isn't really what the the real character would want, and he has he has ruined himself. Yeah. Like between the comics and you know animated series and and movies and whatnot, you know, I, I think generally the Alfred Molina portrayal of Doc Ock is has might been my favorite, and I think a lot of people's favorite. But I I think this one keeps pace. You know, like yeah. this is. It's it. They take their time to really kind of lay out the emotional beats of of that relationship. And granted, I haven't seen the whole thing the way through, but like every time I've interacted with that character, I felt like I I understood their their dynamic, their relationship, why they work together, why he's so desperate. You know, like it, it all like I just think it's a great performance and a greatly written character. The, the litmus test for me is, I mean, like if you've ever heard of Doctor Octopus, you first time you meet that character, you're like, okay, this is Doctor Octopus, yeah. right? Like I forgot that. Like halfway through the game, yeah. I had forgotten that he would ever go evil and just started thinking of him as Doctor Octavius. Yeah, and, and like, think, he is a really well written character before he goes bad. And I I, I kind of like the part where they they obviously build up this tent. 
tense relationship with Osborne or Oscorp. Like, they were partners. This went bad. One had this idea. One had this. He made him rich. I want to get back at him. But, like, I'm not a vengeful guy. Uh, and be like, I know you're going to become Doc Octopus. Like, <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, but then they also give him this kind of degenerative disease where he's got a ticking clock. Uh, and you're like, okay, where's this going to go? And then it starts muddying the character up a bit of like, oh, do you want this device because you are p- going to be powerless uh, and this is your only means of revenge? Or are you now just a vengeful, horrible villain? Like, Because at the end, you are basically taking away his mobility. He, right. he will be kind of... Um, Without means to do much of anything, uh, and that you know, it's kind of a rough Spider-Man moment of yeah. like, I can't allow you to have what is this incredible medical achievement, and, and I mean, your whole life's work to give power to those that are not longer uh, able to to yeah, have. It. Actually, yeah, the whole thing about like he started out just making like prosthesis for mm-hmm. veterans yeah. who had lost mm-hmm. limbs, and then it like it's it kind of it was, amazing. It was like a, a whole, like a yeah, a passion of his that spiraled out of control. I mean, right. I think the best Spider-Man stories are the ones where they present like meaningful moral choices for a character that like sometimes just seems incredibly ill-equipped to make those choices yeah. you know like I mean you mentioned like yeah he's just a dude from Queens who yeah. does not necessarily have like a lot of haughty aims as far as being a hero goes but you know he's constantly put in these situations where it's not just black and white it's not just hey here's a sniveling sneering villain that's just fucking blowing everything up so of course that's the choice you have to make like in when when Spider-Man really hits it's when they they really they torture the Peter Parker character a little bit in terms of like what he actually has to do. And like, it's encouraging to hear that they like went in hard on the, like those kinds of choices. Yeah. It's, it, it's done well. Yeah. I think it's done well. I, I re- oh, go ahead. Well, I think even his interactions with, um, uh, Mary Jane. Uh, oh yeah. Uh, yeah. That's a good relationship. Yeah, like they, like, 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 like him sitting up, like the, just the shots of him kind of after like, a big thing, kind of just like sweating it and then getting up there and taking the cell phone out in his Spider-Man mask, just like texting her being like, Ooh, okay. I can't hey. say I want to sleep on your couch. That's weird. <laughs> right, yeah. uh, like seeing him up on the top of like the Empire State Building <laughs> and kind of having this moment of like, oh, come on, just right back, right back, right back. Oh, okay. Like it, It's cute. It, yeah, I think the personal stuff all works really yeah. well. Like I said, for me, I didn't find the main beats of the story as engaging. Um, I appreciate why y'all did, but that was just sort of my take was like, I saw, you know, some of the big heel turns coming. I didn't get to the part sure. where his aunt dies. Yeah. I'm yeah, sure it was impactful. So this sounds like it stays on the list then. Yeah. I think for, uh, oh, yeah, certainly. I'm, I'm fine with that. Uh, related, right. they also uh, do a really good job about leaving little breadcrumb trails, the little side stories going on, like outside, it, uh, related to the side missions stuff with like the Taskmaster. Oh, yeah, and, like the Tombstone uh, stuff. Yeah, and like setting up potential villains for like the next game or whatever DLC. Like I wish the Black Cat stuff delivered. Uh, in a meaningful way yeah, in the yeah. DLC, but if we're just like counting the main game, like all that stuff, like kept me intrigued. That I wanted to find every single one of those cats to see, like if she pops up or like what she's doing in this game. Yeah, even even when they uh, don't totally make good in a case like that where she's mm-hmm. not there, like the lair you get into, even though right. she's not physically present, like there's enough stuff to dig into in there and like things to examine and read and listen to that, like mm-hmm. they, they still build out the the fiction, even when the characters are absent. Also, as a Spider-Man fan, it, it was like super entertaining to see how. Uh, which creative decisions they were going to make to twist everything. Like, oh, sure. okay, like where are they in this story? Like, do we know that Felicia, Felicia's dad is the original black cat? Is he the green, is uh, Norman Osborn the green goblin yet? Has he been the goblin? And it's it just funny. Try, it's fun trying to put those mm. pieces together, especially seeing that the sinister six has already been revealed as like main top villains and seeing like, is Mysterio like a main contender yet? No. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. So, is this list Spider-Man, Red Dead, and a third? 
Yeah. I, I think yeah, Red Dead has to be on here. Yeah. yeah. Um, what's up with Subsurface? I don't know anything about that game. So that's a game that probably won't make it because I think I'm the only one who played it. But I really like this game a lot. So you're going in and uh, this alien has landed on Earth and there is currently sort of like an apocalyptic plague type thing going on, this sort of bacterial infection that is infecting a population. And you are on a scientific ship hoping to find a cure, hoping to find a solution, or at least hoping to contain it. So this alien comes in, and it, they were quarantined, right? And you are first starting coming in as a technician who can basically translate what the alien is saying. Mm-hmm. So you have, there's like, you know, sort of sci-fi equipment of like, hey, we can speak to each other. I, I, I control the computer that basically like translates what you say, translate what I say, so we can understand each other. Mm. Um, and it does a lot of really interesting stuff when you're just sort of introducing yourself to this alien of like, how you want to respect it. Uh, like you ask, like, what's your gender preference? And they'd be like, well, on my planet, you know, I think I'd be, and you can kind of choose this as you go through the dialogue options. Like I, you know, I'd identify as female or your equivalent of that. And mm-hmm. like, you know, you can call me this name in your language or whatever it is, which is kind of interesting and just sort of a nice, like, respect thing within the game. And a lot of the game is about like, are you going to respect this creature? Or are you going to treat it with more kind of hostility and sort of, uh, suspicion? Mm-hmm. Um, and as you were playing through that first thing, like I played through this, the first chapter as this person and I very much respected the alien was like, hey, you know, I'm this guy. I'm just like trying to help out. I want to say this is the guy because the alien is in like a quarantine, like basically sort of like a shock collar type thing. Uh, and I had to make the choice of like, hey, I can turn off your shock mm. collar. It's clearly uncomfortable for you. But like, I'm just going to trust that you won't leave here. And I made that choice and I like turned it off, uh, which I... And, like, later on in the game, there is a moment where... So, after a certain point, you kind of swap characters and you swap perspectives. Uh, and then you're later talking with, like, scientists who are, like, trying to figure out why this alien's here. Uh, and then eventually there's also people who are more antagonistic towards the alien. Mm. Um, and there is a moment where, like, the alien goes after that person who's antagonistic. And then you kind of have to resolve that as well. And it's all very relatable and none of the choices are very easy um, and it does, I don't know, I, I feel like I'm not doing the story justice because there is really just a lot in sort of the choices you make. Um, but I think it's a really good story. I think it does a good job of having those personal, impactful moments that were, that it feels like a very personal, small story, just about like trust and acceptance and sort of like kind of choosing to respect somebody uh, and also choosing to maybe be altruistic at the expense of like, your own self, which is sort of what the alien is doing of like, I'm from an organization that's like going against this kind of bigger organization. Mm. That's like, Hey, we don't want to interfere with other, you know, planets, even if they're going to fail. And this alien is more of like, Hey, I'm part of sort of rebel organization. That's like, I want to help these Mm. failing planets, which is kind of an interesting thing too, but it has a lot of just different perspectives and sublines. And each of the characters has such a clear perspective and a clear voice in the game that I think is just really well done. And you don't have to pl- have played Quarantine no. to play this. Okay, uh, but they're or, in the yeah, same... Subsurface. Sub- this is... Wait. Uh, oh, sorry. This should be Quarantine Circular, not Subsurface Circular. So you don't have to play Subsurface to play yes. this. Yeah. yeah. Okay, but is it in the same world? Uh, uh, maybe. Loosely, maybe. okay. Not it's in any not, relevant... Yeah. It's not a direct tie-in. Okay. It's like one is like you're in a subway system full of a bunch of robots who work for humans, uh-huh. and you're also a robot, mm-hmm. and this is like humans Alien. and very human okay. things. Um, they're both sort of like nearish, farish future kind of stuff. But it's a series I like, like more and more just regret having not gotten into. It's really good. Yeah. You know, and the games aren't super long. I think they both have really solid stories. I think this one... 
does even a better job than the last one at sort of having these impactful choices. Mm-hmm. And each change of perspective really feels weighty, and it feels like you're role playing as these characters and as with their voice, which is pretty great. Um, I don't think it's you know going to have support for anyone else on here, which I get. I really love this game a lot. I really love the story. Uh, I wish I could do it justice here. I don't think I'm going to be able to, but. I think it's a really good game. Quarantine Circular, not Subsurface Circular. <laughs> the subsurface is also pretty good. Yes, yeah, yeah. it's also great. It's that's from last year. Mike Biffle? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, I really like that game. I think it's good. I think the story is really great. I think that the characters especially shine in it and the choices they have to make. Cool. I want to try those. I think Donut County is a better ensemble cast than it is a story. Yeah. I like the characters. I like the interactions. I think the story itself is... A charming little gentrification metaphor that is good enough, enjoyable enough, uh, but it was not necessarily one of my top stories of the year. It's I, I, I like it a lot. I, I I have a hard time imagining it being top three. Totally, I, yes. I like seeing but, yeah. the characters are very all the ways endearing. that BK have ruined yeah, people's exactly. lives. Exactly, yes. nice seeing yeah. that pulled out. And they get into the gentrification stuff, like you know, like uh, as that story kind of twists. You're like, oh, okay, that's, okay. Yeah. yeah. I, I think that stuff's well done. It's a yes. touch. But. Back back when I thought we would still have a best new character category this year, like BK was the first character. Where I was like, well, this worst guy. character. <sighs> well, God. yeah. Hey, sometimes but, the but, assholes are really well done. But oh. but I figured, hey, I figured he, he was a shoe in the category. Eh, no, okay. he did not. He just wanted that's a damn drone. The game is about. Yeah, he, he wraps up. He, yeah. 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 He, he makes good, but yeah, he has goodness inside of him. Well, but like, is this category yes, Spider-Man, yes, yes. Obra Dinn, and Red Dead? That, like, I... if, if we're being honest, like Florence Shit. is like kind of like I feel like Florence got what it's gonna get out of best moment. Yeah, that's really the thing there, right? Florence is is not gonna be a blockbuster hit movie uh, plot, but it, it works in its subtlety and relatability. Uh, it, I do think it would have a hard time standing up in some of these more fleshed out stories because that's just not its strength and why it's so great. Let, uh, let me ask. Right. This might sound a little reductive, but how long is it? It's like Very short. Hour thirty, and a half. 30 to forty minutes. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, I, this, I mean, it's you know. What I like about Florence's story, I like celebrating a story that is modest, that is personal, that is really just human. I also really like celebrating a story that I feel like, you know, it's very much a story told before, but I feel like it it doesn't fall into a bunch of cliches I've seen a million times. It's really very bittersweet. And I I don't know. I don't think it's going to probably be in top three. I think I would probably put it over Oberdin. I love Oberdin. Uh, but I feel like the story in Florence maybe shines a little stronger, just because I feel like Oberdin, what's yeah. going on, there's like so much else that is pulling me into Oberdin that's not necessarily the story. I feel like that's kind of what we were getting at, rewarding it in the, the previous in in, uh, in I, yeah, that, best moment that, really. That's, that's like what I was kind of you know. Like that's, that's why I asked why how long that it feels is. like that's more core to what we're getting at like, with the discussion of Florence, right? I, well, I, I think Florence is. Florence is a weird one here because it is it is almost one big best moment. That's exactly uh, why yeah. I asked how long it is because it sounds like that moment is a pretty significant percentage of the game. But it, it tells it tells a very cohesive, tight story that I agree with Abby. Like it is, it should be rewarded for not being so sickly sweet or trying to leave you in a place that is like, oh yeah, I saw this coming. But I I, I do like Oberdin better just in terms of. You know, a tale told, right? Yeah. Like, like yeah. Florence is an experience, right? I would That's be right. happy if Overdin was number three, like, <laughs> right. please. But I, 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 I personally, yeah. I think I would probably do 
Red Dead Spider Man Florence. Like, but, yeah. If we were, if this were most relatable stories, <laughs> like yeah. Florence and Spider Man really would be in there. But uh, and Donut County and Donut County. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, uh, Florence. It, it, people should check it out. I, I feel like it's mm-hmm. one. It's a hard game to say uh, to tell anybody they. Oh, if you're into this, you're into this. It is like so universal. Yeah. I, totally. Yeah, I I was telling Abby, I had I was looking over the list of best moments, and I actually saw that whole putting together the pieces as they fall apart thing before I played the game. I knew that was going to be in there, and it was still like yeah. extremely emotionally like wrecking and and relatable. And yeah, you should play this game even if you've heard us talk. Basically, talk about it for as long as it would take you to <laughs> right. play. Yeah, it, it's not it's not too cutesy to be like to, to really like bounce off of. Like I thought when I first got into it, like oh here we go, but it, yeah. it really is, is more charming than that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so yeah, I, I, it's restrained yeah. in, in a nice way. So it goes. Yeah. Yeah. Is, is there anybody here who does not want Spider Man in the top three? I think it deserves. Well, it I I can't say definitively because I, I again I have not quite finished the story yet. But what I have played, I could see it contending. Yeah, okay. I think my main thing against Spider-Man is the story didn't engage me enough to finish it. But I, I totally see where y'all are coming th- from. I think those are really good, compelling arguments I, to be made. So I, think, I would be perfectly satisfied with like Red Dead and Spider-Man. I think there, there is a little bit of a lull in the middle of the game that I could mm-hmm. see losing some yeah, people. I agree. Like uh, right around the, when the paramilitary stuff yes, starts. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, so that, yeah, not to just go back into Spider-Man, it does suffer under its own bloating of the game yeah yeah actual like hey now we introduce we had this fun story beat and now do all this bloat (laughs) in here that that said like i would guess every story on this list has spots like that except for florence uh, <laughs> I, I wouldn't yeah. say Oberdin has that. Well, maybe not. I yeah. uh, Oberdin couldn't have that. Other yeah. 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 But like, yeah. I mean, I, mean I, can, I can point to parts of Red Dead and Spider-Man that could be better. Like you guys have talked about mm-hmm. yeah. issues with the kid in God of War. Like, yeah, so, so God of War, I think uh, I, I think the story in here is notable for a couple of reasons, but it, fa- it falls apart in a couple of places, too. I, I think uh, notable in its kind of epic scale and some of the smaller moments, but I think I mentioned this way back uh, when we were talking about this 17 years ago, uh, it also builds with gigantic blocks a, a very base story and then fills in some of the scaffolding and everything around with smaller stuff. And it falls down in a couple of places, so I don't think it is going to be up there in the top three. It has God of War story in it. It has a yeah, But, I mean, it's a much better story than I think a lot of well, other God of War games well, have oh, tried yeah. to That's go for. That's why I'm conflicted with it, because I think it is undeniably, as far as direction... And like the complexity of the Kratos character and everything, it has taken huge strides forward. Personally, I, I think I do prefer the old storytelling of the series because like I'm just a sucker for revenge story. And the first one is the real great revenge story against Ares for him making him kill his family. He was very. Then bad. the whole trilogy so turns bad. into this whole like revenge story against Zeus for being a shitty dad. Like I like, and there were just bigger, crazier moments. Wait, Zeus is his dad? Yeah, Zeus is Kratos' Wait, dad. Really? Yeah. Zeus is yeah. a lot of people's what? dad. Yeah, I mean, that's true. I mean, Zeus is Wonder Woman. Zeus dad. be fucking. Yeah. But, yeah, Zeus but, be fucking. But, but almost like in parallel to a dancing that is very thematic in this whole thing because you there's a lot of patricide in this in this tale. So I think that also comes into play with the parts that I like that are different than the parts that you like, the right. kind of parts where he is trying to l- restrain Atreus from becoming what he saw himself become, which he knows he's a god. He knows all the gods suck. He doesn't want to see this kind of cycle of like, hey, I I kill every god I see. Uh, you shouldn't be a god. So th- those smaller parts are the parts I found myself in- enjoying in a 
it's weird, the subtleties of God of War more than the put your fist through somebody's eyeball. Yeah, and that's the thing. It's, like, it's is more restrained and subtle, whereas like the things I like about God of War's old story is like he's turned into a god, and at the beginning of the second one, he's stomping around on cities, and then he's not a god, and all of his, yeah. you know, like I, I like the big, more, I don't want to say comic book story more beats, mythological. but mythological. Like, uh, sure, just like the bigger, bigger larger, larger, story the, the larger, the larger than life stuff. Uh, yeah, exactly. Whereas, like, this is this, like, you know, I can't really relate to having a kid or anything. So a lot of the subtle stuff, like, you know, the thing that stuck with Vinny the most, like, that was a moment that, like, I remember in the moment being like, oh, what a cool thing. He was killing things the whole time he was in there, but like, it did not register on any deeper level than that. So I do prefer the more like smacking you in the face with like, oh, he's he's a god, he's not a god, he's mad at the gods. Um, okay, well, and, and there is plenty of that. Yeah, and I like yeah. the story, and I appreciate that the, the series did grow up, and, yeah. and the char- the character grew up, and there's more actual like, I don't know, cinematic filmmaking stuff or whatever going into it. It's just it's not as much for me as the action movies revenge story of before. Uh, well, film major Dan Riker appreciate mm, appreciate the yeah, cinematic yeah. filmmaking or whatever. <laughs> <Thank you. laughs> Oh, God. The world. What was the word you taught me? The, oh, the cinematography. Yeah. I, I think yeah. there's a uh, this this God of War. <laughs> this God of War, I think, takes tries to take on a more mature tone of loss and and grieving. Yeah. Uh, that I think could be could maybe. But like the first, the original stuff was sad. Like he almost killed himself because he killed his whole family, and then he like flew away and had to kill yeah, the god to get that, revenge. But, but it's, it's, it's operating on a very different emotional level. I know, but I think going it's, for. it's more memorable when it's the I mean, old the, big yeah, time. But stuff. that to me more falls into the the well, very much cliche time. of like here's a here's a I know. throwaway motivation it's for cliche, you to, it's yeah. stupid but like that's the stuff I like uh, in movies that I don't really need I don't yeah. the subtlety and the nuance and all that isn't really for me sounds but like, I get why a lot of people like yeah. it sounds like you guys are both I, I can't tell what side it. you're well, on yeah. <laughs> I think it's really good and I liked it but like but all it's not top things, three I feel like all we're doing is making the people listen to this really angry and not actually like determining we're talking about what kind of movies Dan like so so I think I think I want to celebrate God of War for t- Commando for for telling <laughs> okay. for telling a story in kind of the grand tra- grand tradition of a tragic mythological tale. Right, mm-hmm. it is in the in the in the arena of every like a mostly Western mythological tale that ends in tragedy. These characters are all flawed; they're tragic. But the God of War, Atreus, and and their mother story is really one of somebody being taken something being taken away from you before you're ready. And how do you deal with that? And like that is either from some grand mystic plan where she's a giant or whatever, or that could be a sickness like cancer or something like that. And it could be having to climb a mountain to fulfill your wishes, or it could be getting the kids ready for school. And like, how do you do that with this life that you planned with somebody that's no longer there? And like, I think it's made from a, that's where it's made from. Like the developers and writers made it from a place that's like, I want to try to tell this story of somebody having to take, charge and responsibility and they're not ready yet. And that's Atreus and Kratos, right? They both have to take this on. I think that's interesting and it gets mostly there. It's not perfect, mm-hmm. yeah. uh, but for a God of War story to go beyond just tearing people's heads in half, like, I think it's worth celebrating a bit. Yeah, and especially uh, it's worth noting it stumbles also. And, and I think it's worth noting that like if it was just another revenge tale, if it was just sort of like you oh, know the, the traditional so bombast, I would have loved it. I been classic. So no, but that's the thing though is like we got tired of that shit because we know they ran that shit into the ground. Yeah. Zeus died, and it's like the story was told. Yeah, and that's yeah. the point is that like if they just did that exact same beat for beat style story in this environment, uh, no we wouldn't would be, be talking, talking about. Yeah, that. No yeah. talking uh, about. I also think it's it's important to talk about really briefly. And since we don't have a best new character category, I feel like he's not going to get his time. But Mimir just adds up. <laughs> yeah, he's awesome. game where it's like 
it's a much needed like little brevity to the story. Yes. His commentary on things, but then also his stories on the boat, in particular the one he tells about when he he how he got in um who's the who's their Zeus equivalent. Uh, it's the o- Odin. Odin. Yeah. Odin. How he got in Odin's good favor was he got him really high on mushrooms, and then Odin's like, "Dude, I can see the future now." <laughs> and then he like punished him by taking out his eye. Even that whole scene where you first he get trapped him, him in a tree. He trapped him in a tree, took out his eye. That whole scene where you first find him up yeah. there in the tree. To me, I was like cracking up. I didn't expect yeah. in the middle of this game to take this really hard right turn of having this character who is just basically this omnipotent, very smart head that hangs out on your back (laughs) it's interesting there that whole tale is a lot of that game is is horrible parenting simulator like (laughs) it it is uh odin's relationship with thor thor's relationship with everybody uh all the all the tragic tale you see even the the one the giant who has the hammer through Mm -hmm. his head like that's a tragic tale of father and son like you're just walking through as I mean, this is some of the parts where it fell apart for me of the like Kratos putting the hand on the back uh, stuff. (laughs) But like as he's working through these horrible tales of father son stuff, uh, and even like we mentioned before, the world serpent and Loki. Like this is all a parenting nightmare, uh, but also kind of wrapped in what I think a lot again a lot of Western mythology is is tragic metaphor. These are lessons to be learned, and I think they take interesting twists and turns. I. I think it's a, a great but flawed story. I, I can't believe that for best moment or sequence, I forgot to put on the part where the you sail back and get the blades. Because yeah. that was like maybe like a, a number yeah. w- top three moment of the year yeah. for me. And, and definitely that is the part of the story that, that I resonated with the most. Like the moment where you, you realize no, it's happening. No, we get it. You want old God of War. No, we no, get no, it. no, no, no. I'm <laughs> saying no, I'm the new God I don't like old God of War and I really I like think, that. I think, yeah, the new guy where the moment you realize where it's like, oh, we're in the ice world. We need to get a hot thing. I was like, oh, shit. He's going to get the fucking blades and the whole like yeah. canoe trip back and you see Athena it's and that locks in. They could have like weighed it way more over the top, but they do treat it. They do have you come out with the blades, and there's like 90 ice dudes out there, and you get to fuck them all up right away. So that was pretty awesome. We've, we've covered a lot of this stuff yeah. already. Yeah, is we this, have. Is this game I, making I, the I, cut? I don't, no, it's definitely one of my favorites, yeah. but I, I didn't finish it, so I can't say. Before, before we move on, I just want to point out that in among the credible contenders in this category this year are a comic book game, a rock star game, and a fucking God of War game. <laughs> like, cool. like writing, I think is. Slowly but surely, getting yeah. a little bit better yeah. in the big publisher expensive game category. Well, especially coming uh, off GTA V. Just yeah, I mean, but yeah. I mean across the board, like yeah. none of those games that that I just listed off are yeah, games I mean, that you would have thought of as like. I think a lot of that has to do with the the technology and the way we can tell. Uh, yes, so, like it's not going finding fucking recordings in a corner anymore. <laughs> yeah. and, and mm-hmm. Well, it, sometimes so. it is. I mean, yeah. have you played Fallout seventy six? No, no. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I, I mentioned that some with Red Dead and add, the same thing with Spider Man. Uh, a lot is how much performance capture has come yeah. into its own. Like, I cannot imagine games without it at this point. Yeah. Like, yeah. Those moments, like that moment when... Uh, I can, because there's a, one, maybe uh, one sure. here that I think does a great job with that. <laughs> okay. But yeah, that's obviously... Yeah. Oh, are we talking about Yakuza 6? Obviously, that's biased toward games that can afford to do things like that, but like, you know, like that moment when Peter walks away from Doc Ock, like, you see it on his face. Yeah. Like, it works. It, yeah, yeah it's it, it powerful. Alex, do you think Yakuza 6 knocks any of these three off this list? I have been thinking about that the entire time we were talking about God of War, <laughs> if I'm being perfectly honest. Uh, here's here's my thing with this, is that uh, I think 90% of Yakuza's story is fantastic. I think it is, it sets up a really interesting, weird, central mystery in all of it that is multi-layered. You know, it is both the mystery of what happened to Haruka and, and her kid, uh, the, also the father, who is the father of that child, and why are people trying to kill them? There's also this giant secret at the center of Onomichi as, like, a town, uh, and, and, you know, there are people who are, like, murdering constantly to try and keep that secret. 
And, you know, through all of that, there are a lot of really, you know, not every sub story hits, you know, like there are a lot of them and some of them are more interesting than others, but the ones that hit really, hit really, really, really well. Um, where I think it falls down a little bit and where I think maybe it doesn't make it this list for me is that the part where they go to work trying to say goodbye to Kiryu is not as impactful as I think it could have been. Mm. Uh, I am going to have to sort of explain what the ending of this game is in order to get there. But, you know, the the final battle between the, the various evil forces that are all conspiring against you, uh, and some of this suffers by comparison, but, like, the final fight against the bad guys is nowhere near as satisfying as, like, say, the one in Yakuza 0, where you were fighting on that boat against that last fucking Yakuza yeah. boss who has been the quiet dude the whole way through and is, like, just the most evil of all of them. Like, that is one of the most satisfying fights I have ever experienced in a game. This was good, but it didn't have the same impact. And part of that, I think, is because they have to strain themselves to try and construct a scenario where Kiryu can exit gracefully in a world where everyone now wants him dead. And so they have to essentially fake his death. Uh, he gets shot at, like toward the end of that battle, and they sort of fade out like, oh, is he gone, gone? And of course, of course he's not, because no one who in that fucking game actually dies, <laughs> ever actually fucking dies. If not blown up in a fucking car bomb, you are still alive, probably. Um, Even then. Yeah, and so they tie it off like with him not writing a letter to Haruka to say goodbye or to, uh, you know, her, his, you know, adopted grandchild or whatever, but to uh, one of the Yakuza thugs who turns out to be the father of her kid. Uh, and he essentially writes him a note saying, you know, like, hey, take good care of her, you know, like, or maybe, God, I might be misremembering it. He writes this long letter that is essentially like, you know, uh, my, his goodbye, and then he just kind of walks off into the sunset while the while Haruka and the, uh, the, the orphans from the orphanage are all just kind of like playing and having a good time. And so we don't even really know what happens. He's just gone. Yeah, he just, well, so um, I mean, what happens is that like he pisses off so much the wrong people that like literally forces within the government want him dead. <laughs> so for him to like, like the secret of Onomichi is this like deeply held government secret that has been, you know, been around since World War II. What it is doesn't really matter as much, but like what it, but people are killing constantly to, to keep this. And so once he reveals what it is and once he kind of like unleashes all that, there's like the fucking shadow government essentially decides, yeah, Kiryu must die. Oh, um, so he walks off into the sunset and, you know, they kind of leave the opening there for uh, uh, for him to maybe like walk back into the series somewhere down the road if they start with a new protagonist right. or they do something else. So he's not dead, but he's just sort of like walks off into the sunset and is gone. And I, that kind of bummed me out yeah. a little bit because I kind of wanted just like a little bit more this resolution. The, yeah, this is the culmination of six. Yeah, games. yeah, seven Plus, technically, yeah. but zero. Yeah, and I, I think that the central mystery and a lot of what they did in zero was just a lot more compelling ultimately than what this game does. Um, it, it has really strong points, really high highs, some great you know ridiculous moments throughout the series, mm -hmm. uh, the story. But I think the 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 final bit of it just kind of was a little too ramshackle for me to really love it. And they also, like, they start explaining, like, characters that you thought were dead, and it's like, oh, no, I survived, uh, you know, and it's like, uh, oh, okay, because uh, it's Yakuza, no one dies, but... Yeah. This is still a hell of a ride, though. It is, it's a hell of a ride, and I think, you know, like I said, 90% of it, I was totally on board with. All right. Okay. Is this our list? We have our list? Return of the Oberdin. Yeah. No, no, just, just hold, hold on, hold on. All right, so I got to the part where there's the uh -huh. tentacle monster and uh -huh. stuff, and then I'm like... So okay, 
So we're that's the second I need, chapter. I need yeah. more. Do we want me to tell you? Yes. Okay. Please. So the return, I need help with this game. Return of the Oberdin does not have the the most detailed or uh, it's pretty strange, but in depth mainline a plot story. It is uh it is pretty much um, the boat set sail with a crew. There was something aboard the boat that was, uh, you know, the weird thing aboard the boat. I think it was aboard the boat. It was a boat. treasure. It was the yeah. treasure that the, like, royals brought with yeah. them to uh, fend off sea monsters. To fend off, to sea, fend the, off sea monsters. Yeah. Yes. There's basically uh, a, a, a bit of, they go out with, the, they try to, somebody tries to seal the treasure and the, this, this royals, this family they're, they're bringing with them. Uh, <laughs> things go bad uh, along that brief little side journey. Mer- weird mutant mermaids attack. First, they're normal mermaids, and then what happens? And then they're when they throwing kill them through people and yeah. bring them on board, they manifest. Well, then into they, like weird mermaids. Well, no, they they get locked up in the right. in the in a in the I don't know what do you call the, the brig? Brig. hole, yeah, brig. and they have like these gems or something, right? Pearls. Yeah, and then fucking crab riders come out of the ocean and start cutting people's heads off uh, to free the captured mermaids and throwing spikes on people. Yep. Uh, So-and-so was killed by crab monster. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) Uh, uh, A terrible beast. beast. Uh, Crab monsters? We covered it. And then the uh, tentacles, the kraken comes uh, to try and and free them. And then then the the captains just start fucking murdering the mermaids in the uh, the hold. Uh, Well, first he wants them to, like, he's like, yeah, just call off call the beast. off, and then they're like, no, and then he starts just fucking he's them fucking up. fucking them up. Uh, he keeps one alive uh, for some reason. Doesn't kill the last one. Uh, it, and then uh, the uh, the doctor, I think, uh, and somebody else go and freeze the mermaids. Like, just get the fucking Kraken out of here. And just the, your your task, if I free you with this gem, I'm, hopefully I'm getting this right, uh, <laughs> your job is to make sure the Oberdin makes it back to port. Like, And that's how the ghost ship kind of went. If people want to be critical about how Vinny's telling the story, it's because it is told not only not in chronological order, but within each chapter is so, not in chronological order. So, yeah, okay. I've played a lot of this game, and it's this, I've, I know something happened after this, apparently, that, like... So, so then, uh, at the very end, uh, after this has all happened, there's basically a mutiny. Uh, the captain stops the mutiny. Uh, during the course of cracking fights and whatnot, his wife aboard the ship gets whacked in the head with a, a piece of the mast. She's dying or dead by this point. Story ends with the captain taking his own life in a chair. That part is interesting, but the real reason I would put it on this list is because every story of how everyone dies is also interesting, and you have to find that out. It is like freeze-framing an explosion in Red Dead or Spider-Man and then going to every person and trying to figure out like what shard of glass hit them. Uh, oh, weird, Spider-Man's boot accidentally broke this guy's nose and he choked on his well, own not blood. not even just that, but also like who they are. Yeah. Like, oh, imagine yeah. if you had an explosion in Red Dead <laughs> yeah. and you went through and you found out the names of every right. fucking what person relationships who was a part were, of it. When, when, yes. what And you saw the them like, earlier in the game doing something yeah. else, talking to somebody yeah. else about something. Yeah. Like, that, like after the, you see them die, you like piece together like, oh yeah, this is a real fucking person. So in a way, it's it's less necessarily the big beats of the story, but the, the way it is sort of woven together and how those individual stories kind of, yeah. you know, like, the fact like that bear so out. integral to the, mm-hmm. to the game. I mean, it is the game. It is the game. Yeah. Uh, and that's, I think, the, the best story part of Oberdin is you pull, pulling together the story. Like the way the story is told. Not yeah. even that. I mean, like, the, by you yes. uncovering it. Yes, I mean. we uncovering it, but that's more of the mechanic. It's actually that there is 
an interesting story to be had with every one of these, or most of and these like, characters. It's cool because get blown up. Yeah, you start sure. kind of forming your own. <laughs> yes. He's because you see them together, and then you yeah. have to think like, oh man, the guy with the tattoos, that's him again. Yeah. And so you like come up with a nickname. For, like yeah. I don't know about tattoo you, guy, but I had yeah. nicknames for everyone. Like they love playing Circle tattoo guy. Yeah. They yeah. love playing poker together. They're all, oh the 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 guys who speak like Russian, and like they they will play poker together. That must be the mate because he's following him around the ship the whole time. That part's really great. Yeah. Uh, and the, the story's bizarre. The, the actual main story is bizarre. Like one of those like crab walker things show up. You're like, just Whoa. like, <laughs> I had a lot of trouble figuring out what was happening. <laughs> like, that ain't right. Uh, it, and it's, it, some of it is genuinely terrifying. Uh, in, in a way that should not be for a game that is mostly still vignettes and sound effects. Some of it is kind of scary and weird. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's a, it's a tale, good, great tale, well told. Great storytelling, yeah. Yeah, yeah totally. Right. It seems so, like Red Dead would win this game. Yeah. 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 Okay. Like we've talked quite a bit about the story. Yeah, yeah. We, we, yes. We've He's gotten into a lot very of this. Good. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think it's, it's, it, we don't have to, like, re <laughs> yeah. go over, no, like, all the major beats of the story. I mean, there are, there are a couple of things I would, would add that, you know, like, as much as we praise Red Dead's story, there are aspects of it that are wildly uneven. Uh, you know, there are elements of the story that I, I found just, like, flat out bad. But, you know, the core story of Arthur Morgan's journey from, you know, like, you know, happy-go-lucky fucking roustabout criminal to sad tuberculosis dad and, <laughs> and you know, fucking man forced to, you know, choose which parts of his family he wants to save and which ones he has to destroy, I think is is genuinely, like, one of the best AAA, like, fucking, you know, uh, big open-world stories I've, I've ever played. It's, yeah. it's probably the most compelling character arc I've seen in a game. For yeah. Both... both, both. Uh, due to performance and writing. Yeah, the like, performance yeah. is a big part of it, but like I think the writing does not undercut that. Yeah. It is, it is right. largely very strong. It's, it's, mm. it's crazy. And for for as compelling as Arthur is, I honestly think my favorite character in that game is Dutch. I, I he's like so fucking terrible. He yeah. is, but you you but understand why people believe in him. Dude, yeah, that, that yes. So so that is the that's the thing that's the thing about the game that you don't expect more than anything. Like you know, the first game was about like the passing of an age. You know, like yeah. the, the civilization encroaching on the West and like a guy who lived a violent life trying to escape it and go straight and being unable to. And I kind of just expected more of that. Like right. I was I was not sold on this being a prequel at all. I was just like, okay, it's going to be another guy. Meeting a violent end. Right. Yeah. Also lamenting the passing of the West, but that's really just kind of the backdrop of the game. Like, yeah, the game is about the allure of a charismatic leader of a cult of personality and like the toxic influence that like a malignant personality like that has on a group. But then yeah. everyone underneath him also like slowly coming to the realization of what this guy yeah, is and like totally. seeing past the veneer that he's been putting up. And, and like, or, 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 or doubling down. Yeah. Saying like, no, this is my guy. So no matter what. To, to the point that in the last mission, like they physically separate and point guns at each other <laughs> yeah. because you know who is on which side at that point. And like, you know, some of that is a little bit of fan service. Like, you know, like Javier and uh, Bill are obviously central characters in the next game. So you kind of know where they're going to go. Kind of. But, Although, but I, mean, I think the, the turns make sense. I mean, Bill is an idiot, and, yeah. and Javier is uh, on the run. He's a revolutionary on yeah. the run from the Mexican government, so you know, I'm not surprised that he's going to ally himself with yeah. a guy offering him what Dutch is offering. But you know, even as fan service, like I don't feel it like it's unearned. You know, yeah. like they don't they don't turn on a dime. Like they 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 take the time to kind of structure that stuff out and make those those turns feel like they 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 have impact. Yeah, like just generally to sum up, like the the fact that this game is about a dying man. 
yeah. questioning what he's done with his life, and another man who is a monster and has led people to oblivion is yeah. not what I expected out of this game at and all. And the amount it's of work... like Metal Gear Solid. <laughs> Fox and, Virus. And, and, okay, and right. Stuff. And yeah. also just the amount of work they do making that gang and the that, you know, chosen family, more or less, like, feel like a living, breathing organism in its own right. Yeah. Like, the way all those different personalities mm. sort of intersect with one another in the camp. You know, if you go and you do, like, the individual crime missions with various par- parts of your gang, you learn more about them. And, you know, I think that those interactions are largely very good. Uh, you know, it, it's it's it, I really loved those small moments. I really love those little pieces of the story that don't necessarily play into the larger plot or the big, you know, bombastic moments. But just the, the, the humanization of these these career criminals and yeah. these fucking weirdos. I mean, that's, I mean, that's what makes you care when yeah. the big things happen. Yeah, and even just discovering like the story of the world, too. Mm-hmm. Like It's such a beautiful, immersive world of like stumbling onto these strangers who each seem so rich and full and like have their own little story. I feel like also just adds mm. to what's already going on yeah. within the main character. I, mean, I, I said it before, but even the houses you stumble on that are full of dead people, like yeah. they, don't, they don't feel, they don't do the Skyrim thing of beating you over the head with like, well, here's the, here's the deed that explains exactly yeah. why yeah. this guy shot this other guy. Yeah, like, like some, usually it's up to you to just kind of look around and go like, what the fuck? Yeah, like, wow. I love how unresolved a lot of that yes, stuff is totally. too. It's a lot of just like me as a player, I'm going to fill in these holes. I'm going to figure it out. And it, it, there's a lot of stuff, too, where, like, you stumble upon a stranger. Maybe you help them. Maybe you don't. Whatever it is. And maybe you never hear about them again or it's not some kind of game mechanic. Like, it feels like it's just for the story and just to make a richer world, which yeah. I really appreciate. You guys are I don't know, excited to get back. Yeah. There, I, yeah, like, the fact that you, that you guys haven't played it. Like, I, I need to I, flesh I, out the story. I started to throw more examples yeah. out there, and I'm like, you know what? Like, it's winning the category. Yeah. Yeah. We've we talked a lot about it. I think I we're good. Oh. Yeah. It's, it's the best story they've ever done and the best characters they've ever had. There's one little little moment that I just want to point to. I don't know about you guys, but I went back and watched John Marston's confrontation with Dutch at the end of Red Dead 1. And there's just this moment where one of the last things they say to each other, uh, Dutch says, like, you didn't have to do this. I had a plan. And John says, you always had a plan. Mm-hmm. And then shoots them. And it's just like, they, 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 they obviously like worked backwards from there. Right, but right. that one little moment just is so, it's Kinda so cool. good that they yeah. went back and made that. They, they, they do it in a very, uh, like, I don't know if subtle's right. It's, it's not fan service at all. No, it's not, it's not like, hey, looking at the camera and be like, I got a plan. Yeah, it's not, <laughs> hey, remember when he said he has a plan all the time? It's not yeah. some Han Solo, like, throwaway cat, like, catchphrase or something. It's yeah. more just in Rick his him. actions, you know, like, he was always, <laughs> you've seen the plans. He was he was always convincing people to keep following him, even after it was clear he had lost his mind. Wait a second. Was... Run through this plan step-by-step <laughs> step for me again in Red Dead. What <laughs> happens at the beginning? <laughs> sounds very good. Yeah. It's really good. It I've it's... played a lot of this game, and I've like both slowed my progress and also just like really want to see how this falls through, just because it's like... Yeah. I don't want Arthur to die, but also yeah. I want to see, because it seems just like it's just done so well. Uh, so, Oberdin... Spider-Man? Spider-Man? Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, I could go either way on Spider-Man or God of War. Really? I like Spider-Man. I haven't haven't played enough God of War to say, but yeah, it's Spider-Man. And congratulations Red Dead 2. Yeah, that's the story. Man. Yeah. There's more to it than this hunting cowboy who likes punching horses accidentally, huh? Yeah. Turns out. Hmm. That's my story. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, apparently, I need to do more. Yeah. <laughs> my story of, whoops, I trampled a guy. <laughs> uh, it's weird. My story is definitely this weird cowboy out in the wild yeah. who brings skins back and accidentally falls off a horse. <laughs> <as well. laughs> it's rough out there. Yeah, I guess so. Uh, next category is best ongoing game. Here's what's on the list. Yeah, this is, so this is, uh, you know, the games get patches. They always have, but no. uh, that's obviously picked up a lot over the years and... 
You know, there's a, there's a lot of games that see regular updates and seasonal stuff. Yeah, and, and, and are that. meant to exist yeah, as it's, services. It's more yeah. than just kind of yeah. it's more than just scattershot patches at this point. Right. Like, yeah. There are a lot of games that like kind of earn the title live. They game. got a plan. Yeah. Like get regular updates, that kind of thing. This category will either be around for a long time, or this will be the last year we do it because every game will be this. Right? <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, they, they figured out that doing this makes people spend more money, so I think we're. I think it's here to stay. All right. Uh, and we should just say we don't play any of the sports games a lot, so like a lot of those are. I do, but they sell a new one of those every year. Let me tell year. you, yeah. none of those belong on this. Oh, yeah. yeah. All right. I didn't. I and that's the case where they sell a new one every yeah, year. That's so it's not necessarily the opposite, really. Yeah. Um. All right, here's the list. Monster Hunter World, Destiny 2, Forza Horizon 4. Also, we should point out, this, these are not necessarily 2018 games. Yeah, sometimes they're older games. In fact, inherently, some of them are older games. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, the Sims 4, Rainbow Six Siege, Fortnite, Dota 2, Overwatch, Tekken 7, and Rocket League. I want to nominate something and then immediately take it down because okay. I hate this game. Say it. Uh, Pokemon Go. I knew it. <laughs> uh, in a year, they have added Generation 3 and 4. The rollout for Generation 4, a little bit poorly planned. But that's why I want to immediately remove it. But they've also added friends. You can trade with said friends. Uh, rating is a, m- a lot better. You can party up with a group. It's gone me to go outside and meet actual people, which Ugh. is kind of weird. Take it off. But yeah, the community is like, it's just as, it's not as insane as it was the first year without, but it's just as vibrant. It's a very dedicated bunch of people. Um, and yeah, Niantic. They've been trying to listen to the fans and give them what they want, and it's one of those games, actually, like, now it kind of resembles the initial trailer that they put out of, like, oh, there's Pokemon <laughs> everywhere. Um, and I want to immediately remove it because it's still a terrible cash grab that <laughs> right. I've spent too much money on, and Fair I'm enough. ashamed. That's a good, that's well, a good reason. If we are removing stuff for being terrible cash grabs, we're going to be in trouble in this category. <laughs> so, um, okay, go ahead. Oh, I got one I immediately want to float off this list. Not because I think it's been bad, necessarily, but it just hasn't nearly been nearly as interesting, I think, as Overwatch. Ooh. Uh, and here's why. The ah, of the two oh. I added, that was not the one I wanted to get rid of. Well, so here, here's why. I think the character additions, uh, granted, I haven't been playing a lot since then. I did go back somewhat recently just to kind of check out some of the stuff I'd missed since Doomfist came out. Like, I kind of fell off hard for a long time there. I think the character additions have been solid enough. Like, I, I think Hamster Ball Man is, is kind of a neat, weird He's addition. He's great. Uh, but also, I just feel like that game has been mostly treading water. I think that the the League stuff could have been the real shot in the arm to really, like, I think, you know, establish that game's longevity and, and, and personal interest. And I can say for me personally, I, I watched a fair amount of Overwatch League uh, just forcing myself to because I, I wanted to see like what competitive that scene would end up looking like in the grand scheme of things, and I just couldn't get into it at all. I just don't think that game is nearly as interesting as an ongoing eSport as they want it to be. Totally agree with you on that front. I think the eSport aspect of that, they should just pump the brakes or at least pour less resources into it. Uh, the reason I, I felt strongly about it on this list is, A, yes, the characters are good. I feel like the characters that they've added have been fun and interesting. But also, there's still just like that blizzard polish on everything they add. So they added a new map, uh, Busan. It's like the South Korea map. Um, and in one, like, there, there's so many just little details. They care so much about this world. There's like a working DDR machine in the arcade in the machine. You can step on the arrows and play the game mm. as it comes. Uh, they added uh, the finding, uh, I forget what they call it, but basically you can queue up with people who are like, okay, we want, we're looking for two more tanks. 
mm-hmm. and if you're a tank player and you want to mm-hmm. go play competitive with other people who like want to use the mics and yeah. be a, a team, you know, it's way easier to find a game like that. Nice. They've added the commend system, yeah. uh, where now you have a little number next to your name and you get level. It basically levels up for after a match. You know, if somebody on your team was, I think the three categories are sportsmanship, shot calling, and just good teammate. But if somebody on your team was one of those things, you just hit the button, like it commends them, nice. and then yeah. it gives you as many loot boxes as your level is, like uh, once, <laughs> once a month or something. It's okay. like, hey, you've been doing really good. Keep huh. up the good work. We're going to give you a couple extra loot boxes. Okay, cool. Uh, I just think they've been doing a lot of little quality of life stuff. This is, and I think it's telling for me. This is the year I came back to Overwatch since. I stopped playing after Anna was released, I think, which was like a year. Yeah, I think I made it longer ago. than you did, but then dropped off real hard. Like, right around Doomfist was when I kind of just mm-hmm. fell off. Not because I didn't like that character, but I think I just had enough of that game for a good long while. And ultimately, I think I think we can remove it. I just think they've done a lot of really good stuff. Um, I think that's pretty strong. Yeah, that's yeah let's, let's leave Overwatch on okay. for now, because that okay. is pretty strong. I think Tekken 7 is a game I would cut, because it's kind of mm-hmm. just characters. Yeah, I think Overwatch is talking good. about maps. You're talking that, about they did like, the all big those patch stuff. where they changed up wall bouncing and stuff. Yeah, like, yeah. They kind of changed but the core mechanics. Do you, do you, do you feel great? like that's like a positive change or just kind of like, a, oh, they made some changes? I would like so to like hear that Jason has Like the auto say. combo yeah. stuff. I think they're doing a great job of making this like the platform that they're going to be supporting for some time. You know, with the season mm-hmm. passes, uh, they've been adding, you know, a good mix of fan favorite characters and kind of wacky off the wall characters as yeah. well to keep. Uh, interest going, but to shake up the uh, some of the mechanics like that, whether it, you know, that, I'm not deep enough in Tekken to know whether or not that's a good choice or not, right? And I can't speak to that. But the fact that they're taking risks like that, I think, shows a lot of. I think it's cool well, they did the auto combo stuff. Like, yeah, they, yeah. they are. It's it, it's it's it is it's a meaningful change to to the game for mm-hmm. sure. Um, at least on paper, like uh, the auto combo stuff, you can definitely feel right away. I think for me, it was like the. Yeah, as they redid wall bounce and stuff like that, it's like, oh, maybe I'm not. Maybe I didn't actually play as much Tekken Seven as I thought I did because <laughs> this doesn't feel any different. Right. Um, but you can tell. Uh, I I can tell that they're in this for the long haul. Sure. You know? And they are, you know, between the season passes and changes to the mechanics uh, and the, the types of characters that they're releasing. Yeah, I, I think they've been hmm. supporting it really, really well. Like I've wanted to keep going back to Tekken. Like not yeah. necessarily like every single day, but like on a pretty regular basis. And I, I've I've enjoyed the updates they've made. I've enjoyed the new characters. Uh, you know, Tekken I think is still for me pound for pound like the most exciting fighting game to both play and watch right now. Mm-hmm. And I'm not ready for that one to go just yet. Okay. Yeah, I am uh, ready for Dota to go. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. I, I, is Dota Plus actually a good thing? Finally, they've gotten here. They're yeah. all ready for Dota to go. <laughs> is that actually a positive direction? Now that CS:GO for, Danger Zone is out. Yeah, who, uh, uh, got time. CS gods. Yeah, so Dota Plus is is less of the reason I had this on the list. I think it's an interesting thing for people who are like really diehard Dota people. That's the way you pay four dollars a month, and there's like little tweaks and here and there, just quality of life stuff to make. The game a little better. Um, yeah. Okay. Like like uh, you know it'll Continue. be like better sets and also just like you know there's like a an AI uh, item suggestion thing. So it's like oh do you not know what items to buy? This little thing is calculated like what based on what lane you are and where your allies are like what items you might want to purchase. That's in the it's, premium edition. Yeah. So it's like another kind of strategic layer you get for four. Okay, but it's not for like new players. Uh, not not guaranteed. No, it should be. It, like, well, that's it. Sounds like a thing that I would want as a new player in the free version. And a lot of people have said that. Maybe, <laughs> okay. But for some reason, Valve doesn't think that. Uh, mm-hmm. To be fair, it is a free game. Uh, yeah. yeah. But the the, the reason I, I thought that it belonged on the list at all is um, ever since 
7.0, which was the big patch, like maybe a year and a half ago. Icefrog, the the balancer of the game, has really shown that he is willing to completely tear down what people think that Dota is and rebuild it up for new ideas. Like the the last big patch was 7.2, and that kind of changed like a third of the heroes in that game play differently now. Like different roles, different items. Like Brad doesn't even really follow Dota anymore, but was shocked by like Lich doesn't have sacrifice yeah, anymore. Yeah, that's fucking insane. Like, like my God, <laughs> I know. Also, Dota's a driving game. <laughs> Jesus. I mean, but that is, that that, that basically yeah. remakes that character. That one change makes that a completely different. So character. you're saying that's a good thing for them to yeah to make it fresh. Like you know, d- over the six months between patches or whatever. I mean, there's little patches in between, but between large patches, the game can get a little stale, yeah. a little repetitive, both on the pro scene and for people playing the game. But I think like it it just goes to show that Ice Frog, who's been balancing Dota for I don't know, 15 years or something. Like, it shows what a really solid understanding of game mechanics can do for a game. There, there is I, there is what I would call a bravado about the way that they develop Dota over time that most strategy games, like, would never approach because the fan base would lose their minds. Like, well, I'm always surprised that they don't, like, in the, I don't know, Jay, maybe you can speak more to this, in, like, the, a trading card kind of way, they don't retire older characters to change the current meta or whatever, you know? Like, basically say, like, hey, we're introducing five, eight new characters, and these are no longer allowed in tournament play, you yeah. know, these other ones. Because yeah. there are how many characters in uh, Dota? Probably oh, about 110 <laughs> It's what? that kind of game. Hey, there was games, right? Are. Wouldn't you think at some point you're just like, <laughs> listen, listen, there were a lot of creeps in Warcraft 3. Okay? Yeah. Yeah, there are a lot of creeps in Dota 2. Yeah. 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 Why do you think it's not playing? <laughs> uh, yeah, it's, it's gone already, but yeah. yeah it's, like, it's, it is legitimately crazy what they do with that game on an ongoing basis, like for... And in, in terms of design, like, yeah, purely from a design perspective, it's a fascinating game. I have not booted up Rocket League in a good long mm. while. Has it made meaningful changes, like say in the last year? That I don't, uh, so the the latest patch just came out just just the other day, where mm-hmm. they added like 4K support and and whatnot. But that's been the most meaningful. Um, they've got the Pro League, you know, mm-hmm. they've got a bu- bunch of cosmetic items um, that have kept that game. I don't know. It seems like it's still active. It's still, yeah, extremely active. I don't know that it that it hangs on this list, but right. Um, yeah, it can probably drop. Okay. The 4K update's real nice, though. So. Also, Rocket League is still very good. Yeah. yeah. Is that 4K on consoles? Uh, consoles, yeah, the, yeah. On the professional consoles? I believe so. I will say there's an interesting omission on this list, which, I mean, that does not mean that I think the game belongs on here by any stretch, but it is interesting that it didn't make it on here as Battlegrounds. And some oh, of that, I mean, uh, is, I've, 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 I think I that, think that would be why it's worse yeah. ongoing. No, that's yeah. Yeah. Like over the course of the last well, year, I mean, they have done things that were interesting yeah. with that game. You know, like the the new maps, I think, have been varying degrees of successful. Yeah. I think that some of their 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 cha- balance changes have been interesting. But I also feel like they lost so much momentum this year. Yeah, and I mean, a big part of that, for being honest, is the you know ascension of Fortnite, a game that absolutely none of us enjoy playing. I like it. I don't, I don't know that those are like hitting it. the same audience, to be honest. Yeah. Like they had a, yeah. they, sold, they, they sold like 60 million copies of PUBG. Like there are plenty of people that would be happy to hang around and play that game, but that fan base is not very happy. I'm right just now. saying that there is a world where we are talking about specific Battle Royale games like as a larger sort of community, 
And the amount of conversation I have seen around Battlegrounds is a pittance compared to... You're, you're not wrong about yeah, that. It, I just it, I just question yeah. that Fortnite is the thing that's drawing all those people it, away. It's, it's not helping. Uh, I mean, but, I think but, the bad decisions, some of the bad decisions they made about Battlegrounds you know, have like, Yeah, the, some of the momentum stuff about like them threatening to sue Epic, and, like, it just, just seems clownish around the mm-hmm. edges. But even the game itself... Yeah, like the new map stuff was was interesting, and I feel like that was the stuff that maybe maybe come back, uh, you know, here and there throughout the year. Um, but Jeff, do you want to fix PUBG? That's the, yeah, that's the thing though. Like that's that's a pretty indicative thing for that game is that they had to come out and say we're launching the fix PUBG campaign, or we're committing to fixing this goddamn game. <laughs> uh, and that's brutal. Yeah, that's it. Like, and when you launch the game, I don't know if it's still there, but. You launch the game, there's like literally like a thing that this is like, fix PUBG. Like you click on it, and it's like a poster from them going like, yeah, we got a lot to do. They do. I mean, oh I my still God. Go, I mean, there was the battle of, pass. It's kind of messed up. Like the ba- people were not happy with the way they handled the battle pass. I, I think stuff. there's also a, uh, what seems to me like a big part of it was stumbling out of on the Xbox on the console gate of like that yeah. version that came out was not great. Uh, and I think if you're going to go to the Fortnite part, people right. are able to get their battle royale hooks in on console and and PUBG missed that. Well, yeah, they, they sold a lot. They sold a lot. They sold like that, 10 but, million copies. But maybe that was to their detriment because that game was not in a great yeah, place when it came possible. out. Uh, yeah. And I think it, other people are like, this is one that works. Come, It's free. You can play this on PS4 or whatever. You can't play with your other crossplay, but uh, yeah, I think I think that hurt them a bit. I don't think it deserves to be As of this recording, the PS4 version of PUBG will be out. Oh, oh is it out? Uh, yeah. It'll be out tomorrow. tomorrow. Do, do we know so, if it is uh, playable? No, we don't. Know. We don't know. Okay, it comes out tomorrow. I'm sure. I, I assume it is. I'm sure it's fine. They, they, they said they're keeping parity with the Xbox version, okay. which is to say no. Yeah, <laughs> okay. uh, yeah. I, I think it's worth mentioning for why it's not on this list. Yeah, and, and I think and you know, Battlegrounds is the one that I go back to. Like it's still the one yeah. that I still play occasionally. I I have had very little interest in Fortnite. The time I've spent playing Fortnite has been fine. It has left no real impact on me. But I felt like it had to be listed in this category because you just you we should at least at, talk about it. Yeah, yeah. that it's, thing. Yeah. That's a game that you know i don't that's 2018 in a nutshell is that game that game is changing the definition of you know this ongoing game live game thing with how frequently they build and rebuild that game uh just in the 24 24 hours they announced both the Fortnite creative thing and then the uh planes yes Planes. They're putting planes in Fortnite. Like driving like an airplane. Like high altitude things. Like planes. Like for for shooting other people in. What? Cool. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, Can you stand on a plane and floss? Probably. I mean, you can stand on a rocket and floss, so I'm sure you can stand on a plane and floss. Oh, Um, boy. Yeah, it's. I I have to. I, I have a ton of respect for Fortnite now. Like, I feel like when we. You know, when when all this stuff was first rolling out, it, it seemed like they were doing some almost kind of snake ass shit <laughs> of mm-hmm. like, so hey, we got a battle royale game too. Oh, um, but they have more resources correctly. and intelligence into that thing that, like, you know, PUBG was not selling zero copies, and that that studio was not broke. They mm-hmm. had every opportunity to do things with their game as yeah. well. I feel like Fortnite just the, the developers there made a lot of very smart choices. Uh, that keep that game fresh. Uh, the the Marvel tie-in stuff, just weird stuff, you know. Like 
they seem to know their audience in a way that they, is, they don't know their audience anymore what, because Fortnite? it's 200 million fucking people. It's an <laughs> unknowable thing. But they uh, still manage to like I. There's been minor little controversies here and there, but there's never been like one thing that's really outraged Fortnite players. Yeah, like, they, I don't know. They seem in a way, yeah, to, to not have the base turn on yeah, them, uh, which is I mean, wild. They've, they've, they've had a few miscalculations here and there. Yeah. Like when they did those football jerseys and let people customize them, uh, there were more than a few people running around in Aaron Hernandez jerseys murking people, which, you know, like it, it, little foul-ups like that here and there. Whoops. What yeah. those people loved it, I bet. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, I, but it also... You know, the the mobile version of it, which you tell me that, and I'm going to be like, well, that's just a failure. Why would you put any money into that? It was apparently like, okay, I never played it. It's uh, It controls fine for what it is. It totally and, works. And uh, if you, you know, that's... I got uh, a victory royale in it. Yeah, so, uh, yeah. Game of the year. It's, uh, it ties into the other versions of the game, which is like pretty wild from our, like a, just a cross-play just yeah. concept. And I think this has to be in our top three. Like, just, I, yeah. Uh, just, I, I, I know none of us have really played much of it. Like, but Fortnite Creative actually has me, like, super excited. Like, yeah. it, it's not out until oh, right. tomorrow, yeah, but, like, that's... Forgot about that. Yeah, yeah that's the thing that like now I'm like oh I'm I've whoops I had Fortnite installed all the time I forgot about it launched the epic launcher because I hear they're launching a store <laughs> Uh, oh, the Epic Games. Store. Oh, yeah, yes, the Epic Games Store. Uh, so, and to play devil's advocate here, though, does anybody actively play Fortnite? I, no. I, 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 I hop actively, in here and there uh, yeah. where like friends invite me to play. Yeah. But that's the I mean, I, I, I don't subscribe I'm, to it. I'm pretty excited it. about this Fortnite creative thing. Like, I want to fuck around with it because, like, being able to slowly build stuff with their kind of awesome building tools sounds really exciting to me. And the only other thing on the uh, list I play, I've played is Overwatch. So, like, uh, if we're going by that metric, I can only like, yeah. I mean, I mean, like, I, I think you bring up a good point: is yeah. that very few of us actually give a fuck about playing Fortnite. So, so I think that's a, a they knock against I'm it. I'm a little, like, I'm a little torn on. But this. I'm not Cause yanking cause it off. I, I don't, I don't yeah. feel comfortable yanking it off. Just I, I, I am with you that like I, I probably like, even if we yank it off, I would like to acknowledge that like they are doing wild <laughs> totally, shit. Totally, totally. Totally. Yanking like, off Fortnite, <laughs> changing totally. Like I, I think, I think I more than anybody am still kind of bitter toward them. It's just what a fucking shameless. Well, I don't, job they I don't did, play but the Battle no, what, Royale part. What do you play the other Fortnite? We're talking about save the world. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, obviously. <laughs> but what I was going to say is, like, yeah, even even I can acknowledge, like, how much they have done with this thing now. Like, yeah. they are totally putting in the work. If I'm bitter about thing. anything, it's that they stopped development on Unreal Tournament. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Fortnite. Yeah. Do, do they support that other one, the, yeah. the Save the World it's part? Still gets yeah, it's okay. Yeah. 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 All right. and, and Maybe yeah. we should make sure we say Fortnite Battle Royale and not the, the rest of it. I, but it's, it's all kind of but one thing, The fact thing, that they man. do support that other yeah. one is kind all right. of... It's, it's all of a they, kind. They've revamped a lot of the progression stuff in that, which yeah. was my main problem with okay. the out-of-game experience on Save the World. So. I, I don't you know, jump into yeah, that. Like, yeah. honestly, though, people paid $60 for Save the World. Like, if they didn't still support it with the amount of money they're making, fuck them. <laughs> yeah, yeah it is a, that is still a bit weird. So, like, I, I wouldn't necessarily, like, fawn over them for Steve that. Steve seems like it was yeah. the game that we yeah. kind of all felt that this category was here for because the number of you that somehow got into <laughs> yeah. Siege. So that's the thing that I think is crazy about Siege, is that this came out in, like, 2016, yeah. right? 15, and wasn't it? Was it 15? I think it was... You might be I right. Think, I felt like it was 16, but you might be right. I think it was 1967. I think you might be right. Yeah. Quiet, um, quietly in the background, amassing an army of players. Yes. Uh, it's worth. It was I'll, a very late 2015 release, worth, I think. Yeah, I believe that's right. It's worth finding out just because this is that's what this category is about. And, and I think when Siege launched, like I, that was a, a game like that E3 demo pre-release. I was like, man, this tech is awesome. There's really cool stuff they're doing with destruction on small-scale environments, uh, and it's really neat. And then it came out, and it was way too serious immediately. Right, where it was like, okay, this this player base is like off the edge in a way that like I'm I feel lost week one, 
and I'm just not having a good time with it. And and it became like, oh, you know, either you're you're playing this game a very specific way, or people fucking hate you. And I was like, all right, I'm it's- I'm I'm out. Um, and and just never fell in love with it as a proper release. It was like this thing is like conceptually this is really cool, but I it turns out I don't like playing it, and I don't necessarily like line up with the people who are playing it very well. So I just had a terrible, terrible time with it. I, and when was that? Was that when it first launched, came out? It was launched. Okay, yeah. so launched. Before, before we move forward, it is over three years old now. That's it crazy. Came out, it came out in 2015. All right, so I feel like 2015 and most of 2016, it was newish and no one was talking about it, I think. Mm, I, I yeah, would like say there that. Were definitely I, I, people talking about it. There, there, there was, was but like, like, we were. Maybe small, but very, right. very I think, I think the thing community. that is definitive is that at launch, it did not necessarily land with like huge impact. But over the course of 2016, even, I remember hearing about some of the updates they were right. making, some of the changes they were making, and that, I think, is when it started pulling more and more people in. Yes, I, I feel like for that first period, like yeah, even if there was an audience that liked it and played it, I think uh, among like us and maybe our friends and people that we knew and played games with, you didn't hear a lot about it. I feel like last year was the year that's like, oh, I'm hearing people talking about playing the seeds still. Like still? that came out a while ago, right? Yeah. And then this year was the year where I feel like the enthusiasm for that game reached such a pitch that like people that I never heard say a word about it. like it was Mike Mahardy was the guy who really got me into it because I've never seen him so enthusiastic about a game and I just at some packs or something he spent like two hours explaining all this stuff to me and all these situations he's gotten in and the way all the different operators play off each other and everything and it sounds like you know I, I jumped in this year so I've only seen like a couple of new waves of operators mm. but it sounds like from the beginning where it was very very limited every time they have added operators it has added so much mm-hmm. to just the strategy of like right. okay well now this person can counter this person like yeah. that that is a level of this game that I I don't operate on because I suck ass at that game and I I don't know I lose all the time mm-hmm. I never get kills it's it's still fun to me yeah but like it seems like for the people that do want to super dive in and are super invested in this game you can go really deep with totally. this stuff and yeah. it's like this chess match of knowing it's like oh they've got this person to counter to this, this we got to do this, do this. Do this yeah. yeah a level that I can't understand but I appreciate that it's there and I know the people that want to like it gives them so so many reasons to keep going with that game. Almost three years after it came well, out. Well, let me ask, like, what what does the content rollout look like for that it's, game? So is, it, is it mostly seasons. characters? They do seasons and maps. Does it mostly oh, maps There's, too? Yeah. Maps, okay. yeah. And then, like, I've seen like two waves of operators. I think uh, a new couple just came in. Yeah, but uh, I mean, Clash that, and Maverick came in uh, uh, while I was playing. But they also have special events. They did a whole like um, three to four player co op against aliens, an alien invasion. Huh? huh. Uh, yeah, with like weird. A, yeah, it was kind of really fucking awesome. The thing I'll say for that game, all right, so I don't play deep competitive multiplayer. Yeah. I played a lot of more of the, the kind of co-op terrorist hunt stuff. At some point, I so I bought the seasons. It, it's a moneymaker. It, 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 it is a lot of money to just keep going in that game, uh, and all the accoutrement you can buy is, is pretty expensive, actually. But at some point, that game turned into the G.I. Joe game I wanted. Like, the, <laughs> they got so over the fucking top with the operators. Mm. There is a person now with a shield that is just electrified. That is like a shock shield. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah. There's a guy... This is great. All right, so there's a guy who has a little blowtorch who just goes to all the fucking walls you can't touch and puts a little hole in them and then you just shoot through the little hole. Oh, at wow. well, you can make like a line. You could make like an yeah. outline or something. Yeah. But yeah, Wait, people do, just, you, do you freehand? Yeah, yeah. freehand. Yeah. <laughs> So let's say the people where the objective is, let's yeah. say they've super, like, you know, right, put right. up all these reinforced yeah. And all the reinforced walls, like concrete walls that yes. you shouldn't be able to shoot through. Yes. And you're able to just, like, 
Yeah, I he's the new guy that I've liked the most because I can actually get kills with him. You just sneak up. He's you new it. and no one knows how to fucking defend <laughs> yeah. against it. Nice work. Let's say my whole team is going in one direction towards the objective, and so they're all facing that way. I just kind of sneak around the back. I find out where the thing is with my little camera drone. You just burn a little murder hole there and just, so weird. just shoot them all in the back. Right. It's, it's fucking it's really awesome. weird. There's a there's a I don't play her, but uh, there's a woman who could take somebody prisoner. Uh, oh, uh, Cav. She's, you take she's one of the player's prisoner and like hold a knife to them. Well, no, so the way it works is she's kind of a roamer, so she doesn't really stay in the objective. Yeah, uh, she's on d- defense, and so you, she's solid snake basically. So you hit R one to like sneak around, and nobody can hear your footsteps. And so if you sneak up on someone, your pistol will basically down people uh, before it kills them. So you shoot them with a silenced pistol, and it downs them. And if there's no, you know, if you have an opening and you don't see any of their teammates around, you yeah. go up and you hold square on them, and it, hold, it interrogates them and holds the knife <laughs> to their throat. And then she tells you, or, or the where, person you're interrogating, says, here's location. where all of my friends are. <laughs> right. And your whole, up team, the map. Yeah. your whole team sees them through walls yeah, and everything. So there's another game that did that, like Intel, why, like, a, like a, as a concept of, like, recovering Intel. I can't remember what it is. It's but, yeah. so weird. They might as well get to the point where they just adding like ninja and like like a <laughs> okay. cyborg per- right that's what I'm saying it's, sure. it's getting to that point they've got a girl that like pulls out a device and like hacks all the phones of the uh, other team and if they're moving around or like their uh, phone will start, they vibrating. start vibrating yeah and so you can see them through walls and stuff right. but I think you stand still I think you can turn your phone off and it doesn't uh, show I thought it just goes like I might be thinking of uh, so weird. the guy with the it's, yeah. it's so like that stuff is like <laughs> So it, it starts taking on this very. So it's not just Joe. like, hey, check out this dude. He's got a killer mustache. It's like, no, it's like totally. No. Like the abilities, yeah, the yeah. abilities seem like they are much more broad and considered than just like, well, this person has a different gun. So yeah, yeah, and I'm sure people are hollering because we're getting everything wrong about this game. But I like, know. yeah, but yeah, I feel like it started off with somebody being like, this person's from the FBI. They get yeah. a pistol and a shotgun, and like their special ability is like they shoot fast. And like, so that's kind of how I felt about it at launch. Is like there was definitely like, okay, this person is is breaching this person yeah. is doing yeah. this like you know they definitely had roles but they were very standard yeah. that's this thing. sounds it, like shooter dota to be perfectly honest it, like I, I, I got I, that vibe a little like bit. i just pulled up i just pulled up this list of operators and there's a fucking lot of them well i think and it, they all have weird abilities well, it's been like three years it's yeah nuts and it's, and it's all about team composition and countering each other and stuff like it very much sounds like that and when it came out it did seem kind of dry and i think that's yeah, why totally. it sounds like why well, you didn't jump into it at first yeah. i didn't really jump into it but yeah as they felt like most on, rounds just went the same way it was just like you knew, okay, here we reinforce this wall, this wall, this wall. They're probably going to breach here or here or here. Right. And that, it just, you know. That's how I always felt about like CSGO and everything, or just Counter-Strike in general. Right. It's like I appreciate yeah. the really well-made games. And they're yeah. very competitive. But it's just uh, a bunch of similar gun guys running around doing tactical shit with people that like super know their stuff and it's yeah. hard to get into. Once they made it like more cartoony, and so I got a little drone that drives around and shoots lightning at people. Like That got me more yeah. into it. It had a lot of that stuff. You know, like, not, maybe not the lightning drone, <laughs> but you know, there was definitely like, you know, hey, take this camera, put it under a door, drive yeah. here, do this. Yeah. Like it had all that yeah. stuff, but like I said, you know, it, you you kind of the ta- the scope of it tactically was a lot more limited than what you're talking about now. There's yeah. a woman I don't, again. I don't play defense a lot because I love to do the terrorist and stuff. But there's the person who puts the one way mirror. A mirror. Yeah. yeah. She puts a one way mirror up so people walking by just see their reflection, but you're you could just see through the mirror. But you can't shoot through it. So if you want to shoot someone, you have to pop the gas canister <laughs> and then just shoot out the window. It's so ridiculous. <laughs> like the stuff that is going on there has reached a level, and you know it still takes itself very seriously. Like, yeah, yeah, all right, yeah. here you go, special forces. Right, yeah. you, you go in there, but it's definitely feeling like at some point Falcon is going to be in there like bleeding the, like yeah. it has this G.I. Joe feel <laughs> that like people should be 
I mean, they call them. They all have their nicknames. They're mm-hmm. all, they're all yeah. dumb and I mean, if they're going to do that kind of stupid shit in that game, they have to take it seriously. Yeah. Ubisoft has worked with the G.I. Joe license before. Yeah, if they just true. start rolling actual G.I. Joe's into this. I, <laughs> like, there. I mean, you I mean, play as all the good guys. At some point, if this game, you know, you're either on defense or offense, and you're, uh, you know, you're all good guys, essentially. But, uh... If they ever did an expansion where this suddenly Cobra is in there, Beachhead, yeah, mm-hmm. you, you play as Tomax, or like, Zaymot, and yeah. then you can sense the other oh. one if you're both on the same team. Yeah. When one of them gets hurt, you, you know, know. you can play as Zanzibar they, and disguise yourself yeah. as one of the Zartan. Zartan. They do Zartan. weird Zartan. shit yeah. like that. Like, okay, I'm, I'm going to get this wrong. I don't even know the names, but I know there is like a sibling uh, pair. One's on attack, one's on defense. And like in the lore or whatever, the the one would make booby traps and stuff like that. But like they were always really close friends. So if you are the brother or whatever, and the sisters on the other team. That booby trap made by the brother won't hurt the sister. Wow. That's, won't that's legit. And right now, how it is? You're yeah, not, you're not, okay. there is that. That that's shit is cool. in there. That's like cool. that's it's so all like again. Weird. I don't know the names. Yeah, I'm yeah. sure I'm getting some part of that wrong, huh. but like that shit is in there. I had no idea that's what this game was. Yeah, it's nuts. Yeah. It, I just it, I just moved it to the top of the list. It seems like a shoe in here. <laughs> oh, I think I, it is. I agree. I mean, again, it is the the game that I think and ultimately sort of like fomented this category. I, I'm sure people again. I'm sure there are people out there being like they don't know what they're talking about. They don't even know the half of it. But like those people are happy that you guys are talking about yeah yeah, yeah. but the part no they're not they're never uh, the, the parts that keep me they're coming playing a live back, game they're always miserable <laughs> that's true the, the thing that had made me buy the season pass and they and the reason why i like it is i think they're doing a great creative job with these stupid operators that are like how are you how are you gonna put this thing in here and not break this yeah. game and like they have gotten away from any real world equivalent into the part where um yeah yeah huh. that this is dumb and stupid I, and i can't wait to see their next operators like yeah. it, sounds, it so, sounds like serious and stupid at the same time yeah yeah that okay. sounds really yeah, cool got, like competition yeah like, I, I, I reinstalled that game about six months ago and then launched it and looked at all the operators so these guys look cool and they never actually <laughs> yeah, how do you like what's the commerce model around the operators do you buy them in packs or is it piecemeal well or? it's like you can buy the game and like 50 different versions. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's a little weird. I think you can takes... earn them yeah. through play, right? Okay. Which takes a very, very long time. All that stuff. I think they made like have. one version of the game. I think they did that already. Because okay. at one point they were selling that starter edition or either giving it away for free or some discounted rate. But if you got that one, all of the grind currency prices were like Nuts. I know everyone is like, do not get that one. Yeah, do not yeah. get it. Uh, so you can buy, you can buy like a season pass, uh, and that'll get you all the operators for that year. Like probably some cosmetic stuff for them too. Uh, Maybe not all of it. I, I want to say it, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Yeah. Uh, is that season pass reasonable? Uh, the previous years usually are. Okay, uh, the yeah, current yeah. year usually stays about full price unless there's a sale or something. Uh, like. I think that's probably kind of industry standard. Like, yeah. You mean like sixty bucks? But uh, ooh, I'm not sure if the season pass was. I bought it a long time ago for the, for this current season. Okay. Uh, but I mean, if it's like the price of a game for a year's worth of content, I think that's totally acceptable. But you get uh, they some. It's weird. You get you just gotta keep looking at the PlayStation Store because sometimes there are weird sales that happen of mm-hmm. like, oh, okay. Uh, the season season three passes on sale for twenty four ninety nine, or uh, get season one, two, and three in this bundle for X amount of dollars. They there's a lot of content for that game and a lot of cosmetic content for that game. Uh, if you have you ever gone in the actual store to see what's in there? Oh yeah, yeah. It's basically infinite scroll. I was like, just debating between an eight ball or a shamrock for my gun. There charm. are a lot of charm dangles <laughs> you could buy. Uh, maybe maybe that's maybe I would have a better time with this if I was playing on console because like uh, the, the people playing on PC are like another level. Like, they are yeah. yeah. I, I started on PC and I put a lot of time into that one, yeah. and then I just I had some friends that bought it on PS4 and went to play with them, and I I prefer PS4. I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Wonder 
what are we cutting from this list? Uh, we can put uh, Monster Hunter on the block. Um, really? I, I, yeah, I've liked their events, their seasonal events. I, man, I like getting new costumes for my my Palico. I like the new weapons and armor sets. And each time they have these events, you know, they they roll out all of the previous quests. You know, so if you missed something mm-hmm. like you know the Aloy armor or something like that, you get another chance to uh, to get that. However, uh, once the PC version came out, they're now not in lockstep. So, mm. like, different quest events are diff- are available at different times. I, I think they're fumbling that, um, and I'm really disappointed by it. But It seems like there could have maybe been more. Well, I don't know. It just seems like it's in line with maybe some of the stuff they've done in the past. Yeah. But, but it's, yeah. like, not. But they've only had one platform to worry about. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, yeah, they haven't really charged for DLC before. They mm. they kind of are now with, like, you know, the emotes and, and, and shit like that. But for the most part, a lot of the stuff is free DLC, which is which is pretty great. Yeah. What if it's wait? So you're saying cut it or don't? I'm saying cut it just okay. because it hasn't been lockstep yeah. between okay. between the two. Okay. What about Steve's Destiny Fortnite? But what about The Sims Four? Tell me about The Sims Four. No one is gonna care about it, which is really annoying because are the, the Sims, vampires good? Yes, the vampires are great. Okay. You can make like a Nosferatu, or you can make like a Twilight vampire. It's up to you. You got all these and options. You, and you can can you bite your other Sims and turn them into vampires? Yeah. That sounds pretty good. It's pretty good. Yeah. Dan died from being a vampire. Yeah, right? son. Wait, uh, vampires aren't oh, supposed yeah. to die. They're well, already dead. Go outside. They're second death. Yeah. He, he was freed. Yeah. Anyway, so The Sims 4, it's just, they do a lot of quality of life updates really regularly. Like, they maintain this game really well. But they also add a lot of really awesome features. Because this is a game about being able to make anyone you want, right? Mm. So they have a lot of, they continually add a lot of features for inclusivity, which I think is really rad. They, you know, they've been adding more stuff as far as like different hair types to not just match like a white person's hair, basically, yep. which is yeah. good. And like, granted, should have been in the beginning, but also, yeah. you know, this stuff takes time. Uh, and they, you know, they, they continually seem to try to add a lot of that stuff for free too. And they have a lot of stuff that's also like, here are new options, here are terrain tools, here are, you know, whatever it is. Some of it is like very much quality of life. Some of it is added inclusivity and some of it is just like, here's a cool feature that you guys have wanted for a long time and we finally made it work. And that's like separate from, because they sell a ton of add-on packs too, so but this is, this is, like is kind of separate from that. Like kind of a free yeah. I didn't know they added so these, anything free. Oh, yeah. all the time. That's they cool. have, they like genuinely have a lot of free updates very regularly that usually have like a bunch of different stuff in them. And like, it's usually a mix of like general quality of life updates uh, new features that probably people have been asking for mm-hmm. just would be a fun thing to have in the game. And then usually, like, fun, silly stuff, too, which is always fun. Like, like the first-person The first-person mode, which, yeah. like, started as a joke, and then they made it real, which is just cool and fun. And they seem to really listen to the community and kind of work with the community because yeah. there really is a very active community still. Totally, yeah. And, and it seems like early on, like, I, I feel like some of those early updates were, like, mm-hmm. Solving complaints about like, sure. hey, all this stuff was in Sims 3. What have you done? Yes, uh, totally. it seems like they had kind of had a, a ramp to get back to where people were happy with it at all. But right. it seems like and since I, then it's been pretty. Yes, good. I feel like the discourse around when this game first came out was a lot of like, this is missing the things yeah. I want, and less so like, this is all the new stuff this version of the game mm. has. And like, I do think this game has a lot of depth once you play more of it. Like, I think it does offer a lot of cool new features. And now they have all that stuff people were complaining about. So they have pools, they have toddlers, like. Cross it off your list. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's it. Even a lot of the paid expansion packs this year are really good. Like Seasons, I think, has been really excellent. Pets was really fun. I think it's been a really good year for The Sims. I don't think anyone else is going to fight with me in my corner. 
Yeah, I, 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 don't know. I feel bad cutting it. I feel bad cutting it just yeah. because you're the only person. I'm not going to cut it. Yeah, I don't know. That well, let's, yeah. let's talk I mean, through some. Let's, let's talk through some of these other. I, I have right, so, a lot so, of like, these okay. here. I, so, yeah. so surprising, absolutely no one. Uh, I would like to see Destiny Two at least in the top three here because I think that they have done nothing less than rescue that game. Okay, so can I can I raise a counterpoint here? And I'm not saying this from the perspective of someone who has been ongoing playing Destiny because since that raid, I have not. But the the general vibe I've gotten from everything except for the big expansion, the one that they just put out this year that, like, revamped a lot of stuff in the game, is that a lot of the supplemental content in Destiny 2 has not been very good. And that, that extends also to the most recent, like, DLC thing that they just... Black like, Armory. So, yeah, so that came out as of this recording, like, 36 hours ago. Yeah. None of us can speak to that. Like, like Except that, like, everything that they've talked about with it describes it as end-game content that they've already had to, like, apologize for and revamp. Yeah, like, like the they've, immediate they've response I saw to it was vehemently negative. When, sure, okay. when that stuff's accessible, like I, that, that doesn't sound great. I, I don't know that Forsaken, that well. I think, is really good. Forsaken is Forsaken and the changes that underpin it, which right. went out to everybody. Yeah, mm-hmm. like everything they added with that stuff is, is has breathed life back into that game in a way that I really did not expect. And like the Dreaming City stuff, I think, you know, we talked about it before. Yeah, we don't I, need I to think go that stuff's that really stuff. strong. They've done some really uh, innovative stuff with quest design and use of mechanics that, like. Destiny is still on kind of what seems like an archaic technology platform, right? Like, mm-hmm. you hear shit about their engine being clunky and it takes them forever to make content and stuff. Like, they've done things with that tech this year that I didn't expect, if that makes sense, you know? Sure. Yeah, they, they, like, they've made cool changes to it. I, I, the And I think the revamping they did to the weapons and yeah, stuff. Yeah. I, like, like I said, like on paper, it seemed, like, very strange. And then once it rolled out, it made immediate sense of just, like, oh, actually, this does... This is a meaningful improvement a, to a, the way you play this game. It's a dramatically better playing game. Like, it sounds like that. I haven't touched that new expansion yet. Like, it sounds maybe a little iffy. The one thing that I'm hopeful about is that... Like I said before, they've set aside this old model of, like, every DLC is going to be a little three-mission campaign that you're going to forget about in mm-hmm. five minutes, right? Like, they are doing a more rapid iteration thing now of, like, all right, we're going to make more of the stuff people seem to like. Like, we're going to update faster and more often. So, like, even if things are a little iffy with that expansion, and again, I don't know I think that, yeah, and, and maybe that's my counter to that. Like, like I think the on... When they say, hey, we're not just going to, like, kind of put out these campaigns that are, like, pretty subpar, we're going to do this other thing... When that other thing drops and it's like, yo, you got to be like damn near 600 light to even touch this thing. Well, it's like, well, what the fuck? No, 610 is, you can't be 610 when that thing dropped. Like, that's, yeah, that's, that's once the, you've yeah. played a bunch the of new stuff. Thing? Yes. That's, that's once you've played okay. some of the newest stuff and earned your way there. I so mean, they, I think for me, like, that's the thing of like, oh, well, great. Now I've gone from at least I can play Warmind and Osiris, even if I don't like them, to now there's content I paid for as part of the season pass that I don't even get to touch, well, which is kind of worse. That's how we think it works. Like, no, again, we haven't played it. And they, they accelerated. That, like, they accelerated the level one like curve. The other ones have, where it's like I'm going to eat the thing and be at the right level. The no, they, they've level they've made different changes that okay. are that, that yeah, will get you there faster it's without kind of just you just warping. Basically, okay. it's kind of a different model now. Um, like I mean, the, po- the point I'm Jane raising, the point I'm raising is not to say that they have not made positive changes to that game because it sounds like they very much have. I'm just wondering if there are other games that have been much more consistent in delivering like the, their ongoing service than Destiny Two ultimately has. That, that that may be, but what they've turned it into is a Diablo-like game that is just fun to play in perpetuity now. Like it's not a game that you play those like kind of middling campaign missions in. Mm-hmm. And put it back down for another three to six months. Like it's a game that is fun to come back to for like a couple hours a week and just like play a gambit match here. Or, they, yeah, or, they, to, to their credit, they even made parts of the competitive multiplayer like good. Yeah, uh, like which they made it a game that, that you can dip into and out of at your leisure and feel like you're getting something out of it every time, as right. opposed to like just an incessant grind. Like it is, it is a game that can hum in the background of your life and not 
get in the way and you can just have fun with it whenever you feel like it and feel like you're getting stuff out. They intelligently spell out, like, uh, at least in, in some of those early kind of, hey, how do I get here? Like, they spell out, here are the ways for you to progress and yeah. get this powerful gear. It is, it is a lot better than they did before. It is super it's, obvious now. There are just very clear icons on everything. Like, as soon as you boot it up, it's like anything that has this glowing icon on it, you should play that, you will get cool stuff out of it, like, right away. Right. Like, okay. it's... it's it is a massive improvement. I will float Forza Horizon 4 as something that we can potentially say goodbye to. Yeah. It's not, I, I think it has been, it, you know, their seasons thing has bore out as like, it, it is meaningful when those shifts happen in that game. You know, like the weather effects have like real impact on how you race in it. I think that the, the seasonal championships are, are a good reason to keep coming back and playing through those, you know, that, that thick game on a regular basis after you've done all the, the regular stuff in exhibition mode. Uh, but you know, I, I think it's still er- too early to say exactly like what the long term for this game is. I mean, is. the long term is that they're going to sell DLC yeah. like they always do. So it, it's like the, the seasons are a meaningful difference and the always online nature of it is a meaningful difference. Yes. But at the end of the day, it is still kind of that same model. And, yes. and I don't know that like, it feels more like a game on a timer as opposed to a game that is getting like meaningful updates like over time like yeah. hey they're adding cars we added, but that's kind of yeah it. It, it, yeah they sold the car pass like they always do instead yeah. it's like hey when we built this day one we built it so it changes every week there you go uh and, like i and, still count it very much as probably my favorite of the forza horizon yes. series but it's not yeah. necessarily because of the ongoing nature i think the ongoing nature is better than it has been in previous iterations Absolutely. but it is not necessarily one of the top three yeah it's it's like it, it's it's just sometimes it seems iffy to think of it as a live game and, and and more of like a hey there are elements of this game that are on timers right mm-hmm. yeah that's um, kind of disappointing and yeah. so you're saying the seasons did not change everything the seasons it changed, changed everything but it okay. doesn't turn it's it's yeah. still fundamentally yeah you know, still fundamentally that game. It's yeah. just it's just that game with missions that are only available for a week at a time. Right. And and probably yeah. my favorite of the locations. Yes. You know? Yeah. yeah. Do I have the support on Tekken? I don't think they added it. bowling. As money of bowling was, added bowling. bowling was better the first time they did it. Bowling is still rad. They added a lot of cool mm, stuff, but I, I think I, it I, says a lot that I still haven't they touched so, it. Okay, how about year. this? They sold bowling. Ooh. Bowling was free last time. They yeah, did. that's oh, true. Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> I think it is still Fucking busted. It's like I said. <laughs> it's like I said. I, I think that is the best fighting game going right now, and yeah, still I it, think, it was yeah. last year, and it still is this year. I think it's the the most stable, and it, I think that it really shows confidence uh, that they're using this as a base kind of going forward. Uh, so I'm looking forward to like you know their next season. So yeah. I, I think we'll be I, talking about. I think I, I look at it. I, I look at it as like they're doing a lot of the similar stuff that is expected of the fight genre and it's kind of like it's a steady flow of characters that they're selling and what's and expected of the know, fighting game genre is they're just doing sequels. it better they're doing it no because street I fighter 5 how many seasons of dlc have they that's had the, you know like the, yeah the, the, but they're, they're slowly coming around to that norm but traditionally games like this have just been sequel after sequel i Okay. Yeah, I, I feel like the standard has, has changed over the last few years, and we're kind of. I think Street Fighter Five. I don't think anyone uses Street Fighter Five as a standard for anything. Well, nowadays. I mean, but they did do multiple seasons of characters, and like that. Yeah. That's, and and that's they they have also meaningfully they meaningfully it improved was, Street Fighter Five a lot. Like I've gone back to that game this year in a way that I did not in any of the previous years of Street Fighter Five. I've had a lot more fun with it than I, I certainly did huh. at the outset. I don't think it's a great fighting game, but I think it has been drastically improved from where it was when they launched. I never that's thought of you as. Fighting game player. I'm terrible at them. I'm like, atrocious. Like, do you go online? 
Not a lot. You just play arcade. It depends on the game. Like I play Soul Calibur a little yeah, bit online. Yeah, like you because talked about Soul Calibur and Street Fighter, and I think one other fighting game here. And I never love, would have pegged you as a fighting game. So game. I will say that my my love of this stuff has been rekindled a lot more in recent years. Like I played a fair amount of Street Fighter Four, but I was never any good at it, and I never played it competitively. And uh, but I did enjoy watching it. So that, you know what? That's actually like sincerely the reason I call this out is that these guys are all super competitive about fighting games, and you are super not. So I guess I'm kind of fascinated that you care about them. They're, no, no, no. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm curious, like, what it is you get out of the games, because, like, you know, I play single-player fighting games here and there, but, like... There are wonderful things in this world that I'm deeply untalented at. You know, there are things that I love dearly that I will never be good at. Skateboarding is one of those things. Like, I, 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 I love it, I will do it constantly, and I will injure myself at no, like, to no end. Fighting games are very similar for me okay. that way. I loved playing them as a kid with my friends because that was a, a level that I could play at. Mm-hmm. I will never be a competitive fighting game player, and I think I've, I finally came to term with that in but recent I, years. Yeah, I think I just wanted to hear the perspective of yeah. somebody who plays and fighting it, games in a less committed way. And I have become, I think, just a lot more interested in the competitive scene, not necessarily in like a following specific players yes. or like wanting to you know get into the drama of the FGC. But like, I I really enjoy watching high-level fighting game play. And I think this year, the last crop of fighting games that have come out over the last few years have really kind of cemented that for me. Oh, like, it's I, been a really good yeah. couple of years for fighting games. Like, this year, I, I at Evo, like, I was glued to both the Tekken and the Dragon Ball finals. You know, like, games that I definitely... I, I love Tekken, but, like, you know, I, I ne- wasn't necessarily like fighting, following that scene right. very closely prior to 7. But 7 is so good, and it's just so fun to watch. Won the Tekken World yeah, War. isn't that amazing? Yeah. I love that shit. I love it. So what do we think? Uh, you I know, we can... I They've made it very clear that they're not <laughs> down with the bowling, so we can cut it. <laughs> Right. I think they likewise charged for bowling. Likewise with Overwatch, um, I, I really do appreciate the changes that they've made. I think they're making it more and more accessible. They're doing tons of like free weekends and discounted weekends and stuff. They're really making a push towards getting new players to play that game in a way that I would like to see other games that I like, like Dota, make that similar push. Um, but yeah, it, it, it's cool. It's kind of more of the same, but like just little quality of life things here and there that I really do appreciate. Okay, so this is, is Rainbow probably winning this? Yeah, I think that seems um, like a clear cut. And then I don't know how did we land on Destiny? Because for know. me, I think Fortnite should be on this list. I think so too. Like I think, like you were saying, Jeff. Like it seems like the way they do their updates, the way things are moving forward, it seems like yeah. it's sort of paving a way for a new genre of this type uh, of yeah, game. Yeah, totally. They're 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 rewriting the book for yeah. how you keep a game fresh and how often you update it and all that stuff in, in a way that like I think a lot of studios would not be able to do. Oh, they would be working. It. Lots of studios would take yeah. that giant audience and squander it yeah. immediately. And they might they wouldn't have the number the of people probably yeah, yeah. The resources to actually do that I mean, stuff. PUBG uh, seems to have done exactly that. In a lot of ways, yeah. Yeah. Um I, I, uh, yeah, I mean, if, if two of you, like, play enough Fortnite to feel comfortable, like, I, don't play play enough Fortnite. I, mean, like I, I don't play enough of it. Like, for me, it's, it's, it's the promise of the Fortnite creative stuff, maybe getting me back into it, uh, and then maybe playing a little bit more Battle Royale off the back of that, but because I don't have access to that stuff until tomorrow, I guess, I, I can't say one way or the other. So it's, it's kind of theoretical for me, but if you, if both of you play enough of it to vouch for it, then I feel okay about it being on the list. Yeah, I, I mean, I would it. say I don't play a ton oh, of yeah, it. Yeah. But. Okay. Um, All right, that sounds better. I I thought we had zero Fortnite players here. I, I've played about as much Fortnite as I've played uh, New Destiny 2, and probably <laughs> I've seen a bunch of The Sims 4. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and it's like I've played it. 
Uh, so yeah, I, I, all three of these. Destiny 2, I went back in, but haven't tried the, uh, Forsaken? Is that the yeah, right yeah. But I made it through the Warmind and Osiris. Warmind was like getting, was inching in the direction of the good stuff. Like, so I think I saw the updates that came for everyone from yes. the Forsaken stuff. Yeah, um, some of that stuff. I just, you won't have seen everything, but I yeah. just didn't understand them because. It takes a little time, yeah. yeah. It's, there, it's a lot of new content. Because you're too old, Dad. Because I just don't get it. I don't yeah. get why the, they don't play my favorite songs anymore. You gotta <laughs> put whatever weapon. And you won in the primary pop. Oh no! They're called upgrade cores, not masterwork cores. Oh, Thanks. No, I, I don't. Yeah, I don't get why. Back in my day, you or could use a weapon for a nickel and a ham sandwich. Now I got to use dust and yeah, shards. Yeah, you and, need nine different things. Yeah, but now yeah. you can cram a scout rifle into a hand cannon. How's that work? It ain't natural. Um, <laughs> you should ask the hand cannon. The, the fact, you know what? The thing I would say about Destiny is that, believe it or not, Destiny has been with us for over four years now. Gosh. And it's only been in the last three months since Forsaken came out that I have detected that I have seen a different philosophy out of them about how to make the game. Like, it was four years of that, you know? Like, you can mm-hmm. say that, like, Destiny 2 was more casual than the first game or, like, grind this, you know, whatever. But philosophically, the way they are approaching content now and, and playing toward their strengths, even if this new little DLC may be mm-hmm. a little questionable, like, they've got the right attitude. All, they're saying all the right things about what they have made recently and why finally and what they are building toward that a long time coming. even if this little thing is uh is is a blip that they are going to rebalance or whatever like i i feel extremely optimistic about where they're going with I, it. I forsaken is a game that'll probably end up on my personal top 10 yeah um, i redownloaded destiny 2 yeah. after hearing brad talk about yeah it, it's it's a really strong update to that game but i i think the content is good like you know yeah. even even as someone who doesn't give a fuck about the character moments they tried to have in that story like it the story still moved there were decent characters here and there and I think the the mission structure and design was like a, a lot of fun to go through. I, I will say uh, the, uh, another thing is that uh, like setting yeah the character the Cade death stuff whatever but yeah, like yeah. they are they are getting back to weird space stuff again like some of the stuff that was cool in the first Destiny that they've gotten away from like, yeah we, we've talked about it like yeah, the, like, the yeah we don't need to go through that is, stuff is, again but, but it is cool and yeah. varied and and weird in a way that the game has not been in a long time like the new raid that comes out tomorrow is set in the city where the humans live like like mm. what is that about that's weird that's a an idea that shit. Wow, I sounds okay. like it's worth exploring. So, are we going to stream that raid, or what are we doing? Oh boy, is yeah. it going to be a couple start, hours? Yeah, start of tuning. Low. Is this Siege, Destiny, and Fortnite? Oh, fine. I think so. <laughs> I'm asking. I think that I could works. also be okay I, with Siege, Destiny, and Sims. Like, I, I, my respect for Fortnite is there from the arguments, but I don't know if it's giant bombs on best. I, I'm with yeah, I'm I with Vinny. Like, it, I personally, it sounds like Abby has more passion for the sims than people I mean, collectively have for fortnite but i could go either way i don't know i i i think for fortnite for me like as a concept i want to put it on here because i do think it is doing just yeah. big things for like gaming um and i really like the sims yeah like i kind of read you know? through some of the sims updates to just kind of wrap my mind around where sims 4 was at these yeah. days uh and, and it sounds like they've done really cool stuff yeah it's uh, cool it's like a lot of consistent small stuff yeah. you know and like they've done stuff like you know, they had an insane trait that they renamed to erratic. It's just like inclusivity and like yeah. listening to the, oh, yeah, yeah. That's, you know, cool to the community, yeah. which is like red and cool. Um, my thing with Destiny is I feel like it seems like a lot of really cool stuff mixed with maybe like it seems a little hit or miss, I guess. I, I would say it kind of comes down to like how do you what, how do you break it up? Like also, the full year of Destiny content, like the, there's really, really high year, highs and really, really middling middlings. Right. People were really upset about like gun balance and stuff. Like right after, remember like all that there was like. 
I feel like there was destiny controversy for a solid like month and a half where they were always the, I mean every community is upset about every game like destiny tends to get reported on an awful lot yeah because it's of, a game a lot, lot of people play a lot of people in the press play it and it does a lot of traffic so. I just don't I haven't seen similar articles for any of the other games on here uh, there's still like a lot of People complaining about like gun accuracy in Fortnite and like them changing like yeah. firing rates. Every and stuff. every yeah. community complains. Okay. There's a lot everything. of shotgun talk. Yeah. And, and oh really? Fortnite for they charge for the bowling in The Sims 4. There is a bowling <laughs> DLC. <laughs> well, but then that's never been free. Okay. Well, the terrain tools are free. We're applying similar standards across all yeah. games. Let's apply fighting game logic <laughs> to this. Uh, they, they charge for everything in Destiny. Yeah, that's very true. I also like if it's. If it's Destiny v. Sims, I learned towards Sims as well, just from hearing Abby talk about it. Like, I, I, I'm more likely to play Destiny, but it's just because I like the core gameplay there. But if we're talking about ongoing support, the fact that there is both free and paid stuff continuously being poured into the funnel. And consistency. Yeah. I mean, they're practically giving Destiny away, away at this point, so. The core game. That whole thing. Really? Is cheap as shit. They are throwing that game at people right now. I, I will say that those Sims updates, like especially even though they bundled them up around Thanksgiving time, Woo! that stuff was Woo, best, was a lot best of seven hundred and fifty-two dollars yeah. I ever spent. <laughs> Holy guac! I mean, if you jump into the EA. Sims now, it's been out for like five years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, EA is beating revenue targets for a reason. Oh yeah. my goodness! And uh, certainly not for Battlefront. Yeah, I mean, I don't think this is like cheapest song going. No, you're you right. You know what no, I mean? You're right. Like, yeah, you're right. I would be happy with Destiny. I'd be happy with The Sims. That's what I'll say. I love The Sims. I think it's worth celebrating all the consistent work they do, you know, for how old this game is. Uh, but I, I know a ton of people who are playing Destiny and who got back in after being really disheartened by a lot of the stuff that was coming out and really are loving it now. Yeah, I, I quit earlier this year yeah. and did not think I would go back anytime soon. And we want to keep Fortnite? Yeah. Yeah? I, I, I just, like, the the fact that it's still, it's bigger than ever because people find themselves going back to it for whatever reasons, like, yes, part of it is going to be people have been playing it. That's where their friends are. They're going to keep playing the game because their friends are there, whatever, whatever. But just the sheer amount of stuff that they add, like... They got dogs and backpacks. Hey, hey, you had me at, yeah. They haven't stopped yeah. doing work. <laughs> they haven't stopped it's, it's doing okay. the work, and the work has seemed valuable. Yeah. What's, what's going to happen when the bubble bursts? It'll um, fucking... What happened with Battlegrounds, probably? <laughs> the bubble ain't going to burst. You mean, you mean the in-game bubble? Yes. Yeah. Oh, that. The, that one, the one that's been slowly inflating over the last three weeks. Right. Is that a metaphor for the genre? <laughs> yes, they will turn it into a, uh, a MOBA at that point. Yeah. Paragon, I'm told. Oh. I, don't, I, I, don't, I don't play enough of any of these games to, to feel like I should, I should weigh in heavily here. I feel like whatever is ultimately decided out of those makes sense. I think it ultimately Siege makes sense as the winner for this, just based yeah. on the enthusiasm, yeah, so yeah. and now everyone's talking about it. Wait, so, alright, so we're okay with Sims going off, and Siege, Destiny 2, and Fortnite being the top three? Yeah, I think that's okay. where we're yeah. at. That that's seems like where we're at. I, I feel like Sims 4 is so fucking close, but yeah, hearing, I, hearing that it costs an arm and a leg is... Well, it's been five yeah. years of content. Yeah, that's right. yeah. Hey, yeah. Man, a lot of stuff. You want to go into Siege, you can be armed yeah. in two legs if you yeah. want to get a lot of stuff in there. I do uh, want to say the uh, inclusivity stuff that Abby's talked about, like a lot of that used to be like homemade mods that people are making, but for them to include that into the base game, it, it's pretty, it's pretty neat. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. Cool. I think my thing is consistent Sims and an overhaul of destiny, both good in different ways. Mm. You can have a wiggler head and monster on her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We can, can you bowl though? Nope. 
in uh, in, mm. in in siege, they spend a lot of time saying here are walls that you can't do anything with, and then a guy brings a little blowtorch and puts a little like, hole. What in if that I could wall? do something with that wall? <laughs> what Tekken if you just has the entire game by being able to put a hole in this wall. <laughs> Tekken has Geese Howard. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the Walking Dead guy. Yeah, that's fair. That's the the yin and the yang. You know what? <sighs> Sims could have all of these. He's that's all the I'm comics. saying. And that Final Fantasy dude. Yeah. Um, yeah. The guy's game got canceled. <laughs> so uh, so Tekken is canceled. <laughs> Something like that. So Siege, Destiny, Fortnite? Is that, is that the I list? think that I'm makes sense. sense. Sure we, I think that makes I can live with that. All right. There it is. Best ongoing we game. Best ongoing game is Rainbow Six Siege. It's neat. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's a neat thing that I feel like has aged better. Oh, it's gotten better over time. And that's I think it's been, got a lot ahead of it. But that too. seems like that's the Ubisoft model yep. of like yeah. launch their games okay and then try to for honor. Yeah. Like there's a version for, of this. Yeah, for honor feels like a version of this. Yep. For sure. But I think if we liked For Honor more, it right, would have been right. at the center of this discussion. Right. Yeah. 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 But they, they have definitely kept that community well, going. Give it two more years and For Honor will win yeah. this category. Yeah. Yeah. Can, can you believe the Rainbow Six Siege used to be Rainbow Six Patriot? Remember oh, that? Come out of that. Remember that? It's, yeah. like, it's, yeah. like, it's like the cast off of a failed project. Yeah, yeah that's but it's, right. It's now this like runaway. And you success. know what? They probably made the right choice. Yeah, <laughs> clearly. Yeah. yeah, good for them. It's wild. Uh, okay. Right that's uh, two categories down. Three remain. We're going to take a break. We'll come right back. Next category. It's pretty self-explanatory. It's the best-looking game. All right, let's oh, explain it here. Eyeballs. It's the game. What looks good? Uh, yeah, this encompasses both, uh, you know, like aesthetic looks and graphical, like tech quality type stuff. It's uh, the game fidelity. we most enjoy yeah, to yeah, look at. Best both God rays. Game. What does the best stuff to your eyeballs? Do you like? Do you like rasterizers? Do you sure. Like, do you like ray tracing. Yeah. I, yeah, I, I love ray tracers. I've been, the best one. Been down with all that stuff. So huge. So spoilers one. for this one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Big spoilers. Yes. Can't talk if about. If you don't want to know what the game is that looks the best, don't listen to the <laughs> Give me that. Yeah, close your eyes. Okay. Dragon Ball Fighters, Shadow of the Colossus, Sea of Thieves, Far Cry 5, God of War, Detroit, Wreckfest, Unravel 2, Octopath Traveler, Marvel Spider-Man, Astrobot Rescue Mission, Forza Horizon 4, Assassin's Creed Odyssey, Red Dead Redemption 2, Tetris Effect, Hitman 2, Pokemon Let's Go, Battlefield 5. I love Astrobot, and it looks great in VR. Yeah. It is not going to be in the top three in this category. Oh, wow. Okay. I agree. Yeah. I also like that game quite a bit. Yeah. And think it looks very good. It has yeah, a real tolerable look to it. Yeah. I appreciate it. Mm-hmm. I, uh, okay. Uh, this one's maybe a little more contentious, but I, I really think Wreckfest looks very good. Very good, but I'm not sure it's the best racing game on this list for looks. Yeah. yeah it, what okay. it does is, like, the physics stuff it yeah. does, I, I mm-hmm. really like, but yes, it's not top three. I would agree with that. Uh, I think Sea of Thieves has the best-looking water, arguably, mm-hmm. of all time. Mm-hmm. Most it looks, skeleton. It looks but, beautiful but yeah, like, when you're looking out of the boat, and then when you look at your neighbor, it's like, ah! <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, I mean, I kinda, I'm kind of into the style of the characters, but yeah, there's not... If I could not, pick what my character actually looked like, yeah, yes. Hey. There's, not a, there's not enough variety to the landscapes and stuff. Like, if they had yeah. gone all the way and really built that thing out, it could be but a contender here. very good-looking. But, but the, mm-hmm. the, the atmosphere and the sea and the storms and all that stuff are, Best are sea. fantastic, but... Uh, they no, need, they need more. No. Oh. I think uh, Red Dead Redemption Two is a cowboy game, and I don't like those. Okay, right. great. Oh fuck! Okay. Finally, we got there. Take it off. <laughs> no. Uh, um. Okay. Okay. 
I'm going to say one that I feel like a lot of people are going to go, whoa, about. But I like some aspects of how Spider-Man looks. Oh, oh. But it's not going to be my top three. Whoa! I didn't. You're right. (laughs) Okay. I feel like a lot of people loved how that looked. I didn't take any photos in the photo mode of Spider-Man, and I love photo mode. I think it looks really good, but I don't know if it also. I also don't know if it would be my top three. I don't think we cut it yet. Okay. Uh, I think some of that stuff when you're swinging around the city looks really. I I thought the first time I did it is blew my fucking mind. Hair blown back. I was like, like the tilt, like like the. Like it's a helicopter following him when he goes around corners. Yeah. It did kind of run together by the I, end of the game. By the end, yeah. It, it, it wears off. But yeah. I think that is a, that is a pretty good look in New York City, especially at nighttime and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I think, sure, but I feel like there's some other games there is. Like, I don't think yeah. it's going to be. I don't think it's going to be. But also those not. characters in the cutscenes, so, like, the main characters like Octavia is yeah, fighting yeah, everything. Their faces look great. They're very expressive. Like, the, some of the close-ups on Octavia, so I was like, yeah. Yeah. fucking pushing that like photoreal. The characters look amazing. Honestly, I think Detroit maybe looks better in the faces. Like, I think Detroit's faces are, like, phenomenal. Yeah, and I feel like it has a kind of a look to it in the way that Spider-Man mm. also does. So but I think we have our top two. I'm, I'm not saying Spider-Man has to stay, but we have to give a shout-out to those characters because uh, they're yeah, really incredible. Yes. I think we leave it on there for now. I, I think they're ones we get rid of. I, I, okay. I, I'll offer right. up another right. sacrifice. Yeah. Uh, I'm not trying to get rid of it to say, like, these other games are all looking better. Yeah, those were just the thing that stood out to me. I, I, think, uh, I think Hitman 2 is not going to be in this top three. Those, some right. of those areas, though, yeah. some of those maps are they're just so... De- it's more in the level of detail. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. and they're so unique. Like, even just going around this racetrack level that could have been this super simple thing where it's like, oh, here's the crowds, here's the thing. They've got this whole museum and this whole, like, military thing. Like, all the things on the wall you can yeah. read and these stand-ups of these drivers they make. Like, they put... They cram so much into the, all of this. I think the it's great a great achievement of that, those, especially the last two games. But I think, honestly, the whole Hitman series is set design. Like, that yeah. is yes. the thing yeah. they have always yeah. excelled at, and especially in the last two... As they have sort of gone into more of a map focus for those games. Yes. Like I, I, they, they are incredible at creating these very detailed, very like, and, and just honestly like living, feeling worlds. Yeah. I think this game is like most other aspects of this game. It's more uneven than the first one. Mm-hmm. Like I think the drug cartel map is pretty drab. Yeah. I think parts of Mumbai are pretty forgettable. Yeah. Like the, but the, cr- but the, the ones the, that hit the, hard. The, the, the crowds the, are very good. The racetrack, yeah. the racetrack map, the, uh, the suburbs map, and the last map are all fantastic. Oh, yeah. And yeah. I think some of those other a, maps are a little... overall crispness to this game that I really do like. Yeah. But at the same time, I, I think the animation can get stiff and mechanical. I, like, yeah. there, there are aspects of the game that are just kind of mechanical. And, and, and part of these are kind of just like yeah. soulless. I, I like I, that about it, but, yeah. it, but I, not I, in a I, best I, looking I do right. think the robotic quality kind of enhances the ridiculousness. Yes. But, yes. but it doesn't, not in this specific category. Yeah, I, I agree. Okay. I, I like sure. the way that briefcase flies mm. tactical but wetsuit. Having, having gone back, I know, I know we're cutting it, but having gone back and played some of those old maps in the new engine, like, I think some of the levels looked better in the first game. Okay. I think you're right. Yeah. Like Paris. Helmut Kruger is a beautiful man. Yeah, yeah. That's a Paris is a good man. Really great cheekbones. Oh god, oh, yes. god, yeah. Striking. I just, if it's, I could be him, I Battlefield Five. Like if this was best graphics, technical maybe, right. but I don't know. What do you think? I think there's really some some like tremendous looking. Just it, it's the same stuff that I think we talk about with any Frostbite engine game. Is, or is any from Dice, anyway? It's just like yo, this mud looks really muddy. <laughs> like this really good, like just floating, like puddles of water in this mud, and like sure. that stuff looks really great. And the light off it, and all this other stuff, the explosions look great. I think it's a it's a really awesome looking game. I'm like I have zero passion about it. Yeah, that's kind of why uh, yeah, why I mentioned. But it. I I do think on a technical level, it is really tremendous. Mm-hmm. I, <clears throat> Like I don't think it's gonna make top three, but like you know, in a, in a world where we didn't cut Spider-Man yet, like yeah. I put Battlefield in that same camp, so I say we cut both. 
Yeah, they're, they're might just be right. not going to be top three. Sure, like if we're being realistic here. Well, if we're cutting stuff. I'm, I'm, I'm maybe I'm a little off on what's going to be in the top three here. So uh, I, I, well, well, do you think Battlefield Five is going to be in the, the top three? Uh, I don't think. Well, I still would hang on to maybe Spider Man uh, in in the top three, but I might have a different idea of what's in the top three. I, I, I the reason I brought up Battlefield is like World War Two has been done to death. And yeah. I don't know that you know like, it's a nice looking World War Two for yeah, whatever that's. So I'm sure and it's the best it's ever. Yeah, I'm sure it's the best World a, War Two has ever. They took a break from yeah. World War Two, so I, you know, uh, uh, yeah, I, I think we're okay to cut it. I, I honestly, okay. if we're being real about this category, I think we're talking about Red Dead. I would probably say Forza is on the list, yeah. and I don't know what our third is. Hmm. I, I want to uh, mention. Can you scroll back up? Just so it's mentioned, we don't have to put it on. But they did a hell of a job with that Spyro remaster. Okay. So oh, that yeah. Looks yeah. Great. Well, a lot of side by sides. Oh, a lot of the really, characters really and stuff. Cool. That was not a half-assed remaster. They did a great job with it. It's that. also one that I forgot to mention when we were talking about it. And it's definitely not going to make the list. But I just want to say, Frostpunk is a really good looking mm-hmm. yeah. game. Like it, it, it uses its aesthetic very well. But, uh, the, the city itself has like a real like living, breathing quality. I think we to talked it. about it in style. But we like, did. Yeah, yeah but yeah. it's also like just technically, yeah. it is like it is a really sharp looking game. For but sure. it is not going to make this list. Cut Unravel Two and um, Far Cry Five. Oh, oh, you know what, Far Cry. I feel like should have gone first. Like that looks fine. Yeah, it's, I, it's, I it's a sharp looking it world, like, but this looks really I, it does look like, good, especially for like realism, yeah. Yeah. but yeah. not enough to fine. be memorable. Yeah. All of these are going to look good. Yeah, sure. I, I yeah. think I think I think it's just that the bar is so high. Yeah, like Far Cry fair. Five is a very good looking game. It's just that so many games look so good now. So yeah, Far Cry's gone. Uh, we're going to cut Unravel here. I uh, think it looks great. Like there's some even the the realistic stuff looks good. Uh, all the like, like you're saying the level lord aspect of it, it's yeah. cool scene. Yeah. Just the, the scale of it is cool, but you know it's 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 good. They also have lots of floating lights and particle systems, which I love. Yeah, mm. should we lots cut glowing stuff? But should we cut Dragon Ball because it's just kind of based on it, it looks like the anime, and also it is doing the like rotating stuff that we've seen with like Guilty Gear and I, stuff before. I would put. I would Again, it got us into anime. Yeah. Yeah. Like, to me, the top three of this category is probably Red Dead, Forza, and Dragon Ball. Oh, God, no, okay, God, God, of War. God of War is the winner of this. What? Uneven running game like. I guess I don't care about frame rate. It played perfectly fine on my PlayStation, and I didn't think twice about it. But it uses colors so beautifully and so vividly. You walk through some environments, and it's just so Especially bright and realms. lush and yeah. full. Yeah, and each realm seems different, and it just looks so good. And I love a game like this that uses color and really embraces it. And each environment I went into just fucking looked so great to me and like you see you know that big giant who's like in the snow and the sense of scale is really amazing i got killed world. the first mm. time i had to execute one of those like wolf people things and it's just oh, yeah. like you rip their jaw yes. off and it's just so like Ooh. it's not over the top gory bloody but it's mm. just like seeing it come it's off up. or the <laughs> first time fucked up and it looks good the first time the world serving it's super close to you yeah. like it looks just incredible the detail in the space and like the way things look once the water recesses you can tell it was like wet not that long ago yeah uh, I, right. I think this so is. I don't, I don't think that are four. No. Can we like trim most well, of the rest let's, let's of this list? Let's go down this list. Let's go down what's Ooh. on there right now. Uh, well, I, I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna say Tetris got its props in style. 
Yeah, yeah, it like, looks nice. It's a great it looking game. Really it's good. Like, I don't, it one style, right? I, let me. I, I, my belief is yes. Okay. I, you know, like I, I don't know if I said it on the podcast or not, but the camels are kind of whatever. You know, like like any one <laughs> any one individual element of that game when you look at right. it, it's like uh, that looks okay. Yeah. It's more yeah. it's got more, a style to it. Yes, it's yeah. more okay. the way that thing. I, I'm fine with cutting that. I, I think AC Odyssey goes. I think it is a sharp looking game. It is also pretty much running on the same engine that Origins did. The characters uh, are ugly. <laughs> Yeah, dude, like, half the dudes in that game either look like off-brand Gerard Butler or fucking Sid Haig. Yeah. Like, they don't have nearly enough, like, variance in, like, how a lot of the characters look and animate. Um, I think the world design still looks incredible, though. I think a lot of the set design is really good. Uh, but it is it, it is of a kind, and it is not necessarily, like, standout compared to some of these other ones. You guys, that... That Pokemon game looks really It does. It does. It really does. Every time I've seen it, I'm I, like, man, that, really like, I, I don't give a shit about Pokemon, but I like games that look good on the Switch, and I like, kind of want to play it Why don't you give that. a shit about Pokemon? But I'm also, like, I'm no longer surprised when Nintendo is able to make their games look sharp on the Switch. Uh, I would say that I think Pokemon has looked kind of boring, is the way I'd put it. Like, like they've, they've the never... Console console the first Pokemon. Console. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah Pokemon. Like, hey, like, well, Pokemon done, Snap was the... Like, I played, uh, what was the last 3DS one, X and Y? Yes. Uh, yeah, like Ultra Sun or, or Ultra I, I think I played the one before that, whatever that was. But I view an Ultra Moon. <laughs> I have played Pokemon games before, and they've just never really popped. And that thing, every time I've seen footage for that, I'm like, man, that looks like a fucking Pokemon cartoon. Beautiful. Yeah, the Pokemon look gorgeous. Yeah. I will say that uh, you could apply the same argument that you can use for Dragon Ball Fighters for Pokemon Let's Go. The way that Pikachu or Eevee emotes just makes me fall in love all over Aww. again. Um, but I will say... Cut it. No, <laughs> not immediately just yet, but it, it is like a, a fantastic realization and like a uh, marriage of, uh, you know, your imagination and like what you've grown to expect from watching the anime. Um, but also those probably that isn't that probably isn't the best the Pokemon have looked. If you look at all the Pokemon games, those have been like mm. good realizations of some of the Pokemon. Uh, but seeing a whole world imagined, that's where I'd put let's. I'd keep Let's Go for just a little bit longer. Uh, I, I want to say I don't want to make things more complicated, so I don't think it ultimately gets on the list, but Smash um, looks quite sharp, and then I really like a lot of the... There's a lot of really cool hand-painted looking stuff here on the on the world map. There's like a <laughs> lot of neat. really pretty yeah. looking stuff in that game. Uh, I think it just deserves props Brad, and nothing else. Brad, have you, have, you, have you cut stuff from this list? I think it just yeah. got no, moved, moved up when you scrolled. Scroll is it up there? Course? It just got moved. Okay, it oh, is. I, I moved the things that sorry. people seem passionate about to the top. Yeah, you're right. Uh, uh, all right. Are uh, we, are, you got to make that case for Octopath again. This is getting cut, cutthroat if you want to keep it on here. Uh, I I thought that was a real good best style choice. I can't yeah, remember where it landed it was, or if it, it landed at all. It didn't land? It didn't All land. right. Like, I, I thought I had more of a chance there because of just all the elements of it working together so well to kind of create that aesthetic. But uh, I'm looking at the other <laughs> stuff on this. And it's, yeah, we've got God of War and Red Dead and shit. Like, it's not going to stay here. I, I know okay. that. I'm with Dan. All right. Okay. I think Shadow, again, is a great rendition of that yes. game. It is a great clean Shadow of the Hedgehog? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. He has a gun. And a motorcycle. Uh, no. Yes. What, Shadow of the Colossus. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Okay. All right. Some people are listening at home. Yes. Uh, Shadow of the Colossus, I think, does not hang. Ah, uh, you're right, I guess. It's, it's a beautiful it really version of nice. one of the most beautiful games sure. of all time, but again, yeah. we've got new games that are doing some incredible stuff. I think Detroit's technical visuals are unquestionably impressive. The faces, the face animation, the, the, the way they have 
you know, implemented performance capture in this game is the best version that Quantic Dream has done to date. I think the aesthetic of that game is incredibly boring. I yeah, I don't mind it so much. I kind of like the sort of sleek future, which we've definitely seen mm-hmm. a ton of times. I think there are parts of the game that like look so good of like the main dude like running through that like hay field and there's just, I don't know that like rich old guy's house and his like giraffes and everything. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think it's gonna hang, but I I do think that game looks I really good. I think that good. game also the the I mean this is their thing, right? The facial capture and the, and the right. performance yeah. capture is their thing, and I think they have and it escalates from where they they yeah. were with Beyond certainly. It's pretty damn good. I think it looks really. I mean, I, I got a real uncanny valley yeah. thing from uh, it. It's, I really and don't. not from the robot characters yeah. even. <laughs> That's the thing is that like there are certain characters in that game that are just unnerving. Like the Lance Henriksen character. Yeah. Wait, like is so, he, re- he really in that game? Yes, he is. Uh, he's he's the kindly artist who takes Marcus in and teaches him you know about humanity and and is what he, it is to be an artist and all that. Is, is he the celebrity in that game? Uh, I is mean, he the he, Ellen Page of this game. He's the most like. <laughs> do I get, do I get to see him shout? is what I'm asking. Well, no, I, no uh, but I think uh, Clancy Brown is also in it. It is a much more prominent role than Lance Her- wow. Henriksen is. Okay. Uh, but uh, Lance in that game, on top of also giving a terrible performance, uh, it just, he does not... I, I love Lance Henriksen. I do. <laughs> but his, is he the old cop? No, he's the artist. Oh, Clancy Brown is the old cop, and yeah. he's fine. Like he looks all right, but like Lance's face is just like weird and bad in that game, and I, I it's it's really unfortunate. You got a Lance Henriksen nude mod for me? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but we can't fix his weird bad face. I just I Perfect. think I think too much of that game's future feels like directly cribbed from not even particularly memorable other sci-fi things. Like it's just it has this very like. Fox original sci-fi series kind of yeah. you know yeah. vibe to it. Like, yeah. like I mentioned before, I thought the little blue ring was kind of cool right up until it turns red to denote evilness. <laughs> yeah, and also the part where you can peel that thing off with like zero consequences. Yeah. I will say though, seeing the robots when they're like kind of half fucked up and like their skin is like half melted off, like also I think looks really cool. That that sounds cool. Like if that's done I think well, it's a cool. Yeah, I, I feel like the looks of this game is what nails it. But right. I do appreciate what you're talking about with sort of the more cliched kind of. Future. There's just other games I, think, I would rather celebrate. I guess for me, I don't really get the Dragon Ball Fighters. I think a lot of people like it. I didn't. I well, haven't played it. Before we get to it, that, but... are we cutting Detroit? Yeah. I think so. Okay. <sighs> Wait. I feel like we should cut Spider-Man if we're cutting Detroit. Why? Okay. Uh, Let's cut Spider-Man. Yeah. Go that far. I, I, I'd cut Spider-Man okay, also. Detroit. Yeah. It looks really good. I don't know if I'm sold on Spider-Man, but I really like. Hearts? I love the look of Spider-Man, but I'm looking at the I top the three on this list. Yeah, it's Red Dead and God of War. I mean, yeah, it's hard to hang like, against those. It's, we're comparing games that I think we should probably all get cut here yeah. because I feel like this stuff it's is getting top four. Are we are are we married to Forza? It looks well. No, I, here's good. the thing. Again, I think I think what we're looking at is the top four, and we're trying to figure out which of those we are keeping. Oh, okay. top four, I, you mean Forza, Red Dead, God of War, Dragon yes. Ball. But I'm a, I, you know, for me, I probably put Spider-Man uh, in for Forza, and just because I'm not like Forza yeah. looks good, but I was not very inspired. Forza, Forza no. almost wins a best graphics technical for sure. Like art, and I think art wise, stuff they do kind of physics wise, and in terms uh, of like the sure. walls you're shattering through, and and sure. the, the weather stuff. Of that stuff, the weather stuff looks really sharp. Like yeah. it, this is. I've seen it's more. Before. It's more than just check out these cars. It's it's the, the <clears throat> world around it and also the, the pavement and the, pre- the presentation of that game is fantastic. Yeah, although, a lot although of some of that some of like that is a little more style than I put a Goku on my hood. Mm. There you go. <laughs> you know, uh, it has like 
44 Gokus. Which mm-hmm. one? Spider-Man? <laughs> oh, the characters look bad in that game, the though. Ca- yeah, I was going to say the characters. In Forza? Forza yeah. characters are like, ooh. Not, not, not the player characters, but like... I like the, my lady. The, the, she, does, she does the dances on the monument. Like the, the, dudes that, the dudes that give you missions and stuff, or... I don't know. Like you I almost never see them, though. Kind of but yeah, the, the fucking, yeah, the fucking the lady the lady flossing on top of the waterfall was like quiet, quietly one of the funniest things to go back in the moment of the year. year <laughs> I could, I could see Forza staying. It looks so good that that's one of the joys of Forza Horizon, just kind of driving around. It just looks incredible. That's yeah, fair. Like that's that's fair. And, and again, that's another one of those games that I bought right around the time that I picked up a G-Sync monitor and got that fucking unlocked oh, sure. frame rate, and it's goddamn gorgeous. Also, this almost sounds weird, but it's almost like four games in one, because most Forzas, you know, Forza just looks like it looks, but this thing changes every week mm. to a completely different look. That's yeah. I don't know if I go so far as call that four games in one, but four yeah. looks. You know, you know what I mean? Yeah. Four games. Sure, yeah. Serving four looks is still a challenge. <laughs> four games worth of graphics. Yeah. yeah, but you got so many different Spider-Man suits. You get the you get these ones that glow, punk suit, man, nighttime, Robo suit. I feel like we're not moving anywhere on this category. I think all the I think all the action set piece unique stuff in Spider-Man looks incredible, and the character models look incredible. All those puddles, you know, city puddles. No, they got rid of the puddles. Right. Uh, the city. Well, okay. Can we can we make some moves by like is Pokemon really going to make it here? I don't think so. I think it's great okay. and neat that they uh, actually added some cinematics to a Pokemon game. It looks yep. it's phenomenal. really cool seeing all those trainers and three full. Three. Is Detroit I, actually going to hang here? I don't think so. No. I think I prefer Detroit over Spider Man, and I feel like it has a similar thing. That I mean, granted, I haven't played Forza, but what y'all are saying about Forza, it seems like that is a beautifully graphically beautiful realistic looking game which I think so Detroit Battlefield and we just kind of like okay, threw three. that one off the list I mean I haven't played Battlefield no one feels strongly so. enough about Battlefield is the thing I kind I, I of Okay. It looks nice. I don't know. Yeah. It, it's it, those games have looked nice for a while. I feel like it looks nice in a lot of those same ways. I feel like uh, Forza has as well. Um, I think with Forza, it is, it is a lot of the like, hey, they've built the world in a way that interacting with it is fun. Where you've got like, <clears throat> okay, now you've got mud. Uh, in that season, you've got all of these great rock walls that you really fuck up driving around. Uh, that is just a great time. I, I will also say in Forza's favor that you can get it running real smooth on multiple platforms now, which is a first for that series. Yeah, like it, like a, from a technical perspective, it runs well. Yeah, yeah. Uh, having, having, X, having yeah having that 60 FPS mode on the X is is a kind of a big deal. Yeah, yeah. totally. Um, and, and I, I think it yeah it like it's it's technical in a lot of ways, but I think like the art element of it of the way it transitions in and out of races to these big phenomenal colorful yeah. like it's just a bright positive fun game yeah. i think uh like that's that's all on the visuals really um so i i don't know like like it, it's it's more than just the typical check out these cars the tires are round like i think yeah. they've done more than that even when they do like kind of a gimmicky race where it's like oh you're racing a train or this giant floating thing or a halo you know yeah, race. there's a lot it's of like, camera cuts really cool. and like we you know we talk about cinematography a lot like actually yes. the weird set up for these races and how they show the cars and transition in and out of the races is weirdly good. Yeah, in a way that the game kind of doesn't need to be. Right. But mm-hmm. the fact that they did it, you're like, man, this, they really they did some cool looking shit here. It's a weird amount of style for a realistic yeah. racing yeah. game. The end of race uh, motion graphics that pop up too are pretty yeah, they're they're good. good. Yeah, that's that's great. That stuff's really great. Really good. Right. Um, uh, I don't know. I guess I don't get Dragon Ball Fighter Z. But I think I'm maybe alone in that. I get Dragon Ball Fighters. So, so they could have just really mucked it up if the animations didn't look good, if the scale didn't seem right, if the backgrounds didn't look good, if the explosions didn't look right. But they like. 
that you can tell this is a passion project. This is like they wanted to make the best looking Dragon Ball Z game possible. Yeah, even down to like recreating frames from the animation uh, during moves and stuff, like basically shot for shot in the engine, which looked great. And like, mm-hmm. granted, there's only one new character, like original character, but it, she is a great addition. Like Toriyama designed her, you know, from head to toe. I think she looks great co- contrasted to all the other ones. She, you know, multiple forms. I just think that like this game. It it does the thing so many people like me have wanted for such a long time, which was to feel like you were playing what you used to watch in Dragon Ball Z. Yeah. And, like, uh, so much of that is the way that the visuals react to the motions that you put in. And I don't know if that's 100% best looking, but it looks... I mean, I think that's a big part of it. It does look yeah. really fun. Yeah, emotion. And I think it's hard to capture you know, like a feeling like you Every, were just describing. Everything uh, on this list looks really good. Though. Yeah. Yes. At this point, I would be like, I, I honestly think those top three are above Dragon Ball in my mind. Uh, okay. Well, if you're saying that, yeah. then it probably goes. I also think the top three are the ones. That I, mean, I, I would I, be satisfied with the top. I, I, I don't have a deep love of God of War in any way, but I think the way people talk about that game and the things I have seen from the parts that I haven't necessarily played have certainly looked impressive. So I understand the argument for it. Well, I Hang on, cut Dragon Ball or no? Yeah, I, well, yeah that, that's I, what I, I was getting like to. The, oh, I'm sorry. I thought, yeah, what I was I getting to is, on. is that I feel much more strongly about Dragon Ball, but I've also yeah. played a lot oh, more Dragon Ball than I did God of War. Okay, so I'm ultimately, sorry. that's where I lean. I, but I think the argument for God, arguments for God of War makes sense, and I understand that. And I, I think your points about the art in God of War are, are right on. Like that, that moving from world to world and all that stuff really is tremendous. Like I, you know, I still have like issues with. The way that game runs, I am like, with you it's, on that. It's frustrating. I, I did not have that at uh, all. I, I guess I don't ever think about yeah. that. I, That's just not how I they, play. They, they gave you two options, and both were yes. not. They, they blew it. Was totally. They fine totally to blew it, dude. They should have done the Horizon Zero Dawn thing of just. Yeah, but all right, they did. I, I think if it, it, that is definitely a unique criticism of like you know, hey, they run to, up to your spec. It's like they kind of went above and beyond by offering the option, but also also neither of them HDR mode in there that was straight out broken. So if you want to talk about blowing. Well, I, like, that doesn't affect core playability, though. You talk to well, uh, it, God of War. It doesn't affect playability. Affect it playability. Frame rate. Oh, frame man. rate is playability. Frame rate totally is. On the performance mode, it is a hundred percent playable. It is. It's playable, but it's like it's, it's not, up and it's up and down enough uh, that it's just. I never. I never that. once noticed that in the whole like fifty hour game. It's, it's gross. I kept switching back and forth between the two modes as I played that game, going like, "Fuck this! Ah, oh, switch over to this. Play this for an hour or two. Nah, this sucks too. I, switching I have, it back, like it's. I had the same experience. I did not like the performance on the fidelity mode. But then on performance mode, I thought it was just a hundred percent fine the whole time. I was I was totally fine the entire time, and like I don't think you know again, none of us knew Red Dead had HDR problems until someone really dug under the hood of that thing and realized their HDR was not working right because none of us act, I think can actually pinpoint exactly <laughs> what HDR looks like enough to identify that it is by absolutely eye. not true that game is way too dark if you put it on HDR mode and try and match the lumin or the darkness of what they tell you for uh, at least my TV for the OLED it is pitch dark in places like when I turned HDR off I finally could see at night I, uh, I, I, never I played it. I didn't touch any of the settings in it and Weird. just played it as is. Mm-hmm. And I found the game to look almost like blown out in spots in some of the same ways that like Breath of the Wild does. <laughs> uh, and. I, I just kind of accepted it as just like, oh, maybe it was just a weird, bad choice they made. So like you they left didn't it on the whole time? Yeah, I didn't touch it. Yeah, anything. it can look washed out with yeah, HDR. Absolutely. And did you, did you adjust your No, I don't. I don't no, I, I've adjusted it like I set it up by the, the Xbox calibration standards 
about months okay. ago and don't touch it ever. After oh, that. wait, so you did, when you started Red Dead... Oh, I, I did the thing it said. And and you said, went like, to the suggested 800 or whatever it was for an OLED panel? Yeah, yeah, whatever I, that. And, and it was like washed out, I guess, yeah. but... I oh well I don't know maybe I didn't see it in enough pitch black places because I was too busy uninstalling it but uh, <laughs> I, I tried a lot of different ways throughout my time with the game and yeah. like I tried the thing where if you turn 4K off you do HDR on off I would adjust the slider and everything and I felt like it was either way too dark or kind of washed out yeah. uh, I mean it it looks incredible and it's definitely one of the top three games best looking this year. But yeah, I never got to a sweet spot uh, on that. There, there isn't TV. one. Like the the HDR is messed up. Like that's that is not. Yeah, we're not speed. denying that. Right. Like, and I'm saying that was way more noticeable to me than yeah, sorry, what you guys that, are talking definitely, about. With God that's of War. the only reason I bring that up. Like if like we're gonna start nitpicking stuff that you complain about the performance that like I never felt in that game. Like I would nitpick the HDR stuff as you have this. Huge, no, like, I can't think of a great reason, or at least they haven't suggested a great reason. I can tell you a great reason why you had trouble running uh, God of War, because the game looks fucking amazing. Uh, I don't know why. Give me a good reason why they messed up the HDR in, in Red I, I don't have one. Right. I don't, I, there is no... So I'm not, so but none of us are trying to justify that, that, that they messed it up. Like, great, I, we, well, yeah, we, like yeah, I'm not both games. Forza, <laughs> yeah. Dragon Ball, Detroit, done. No like I, I, the thing, the thing with Red Dead is that I don't necessarily think it wins this category. Oh man, no, I think really? I think no. God of War wins. I think Red mind. Dead Two is one of the greatest looking videos. I agree, it is. I, and I think it believes it belongs in the top three. No it is, question. It is. I, I am. God of War has more variety, and then you know these giant creatures. Like Red Dead You're. does the planes and does humans and faces great, and all the little details and everything. I fully agree. It's one of the best looking games of all time. Maybe top three of all time, not just this year. God of War, I think, does more with more variety. It's uh, easier least... to nail fantasy than reality in some regards because it's like you're building stuff from the ground up. It's true. It, it, is, it is also harder to invent whole cloth fantasy than yeah. to look at a picture of the Old West oh, and try to agree it. with that. Uh, yeah, this not, is not really when you're getting... not when you're working at the level of fine detail they tried to capture in that game. I think that is a special skill. I, so is this I'm the top not, three? Well, is it Forza, Red Dead, God of War? Are we yeah, done yes, with that yes, part? Yes, yes. Okay. All, off, so All yes. right, cut Detroit and Spider Man. Yes. Mm-hmm. Sure, you want to cut Spider Man? Yes. I like Detroit. I mean, I would yeah. take Dragon Ball over Spider Man. I think I would have taken God of War, Detroit, maybe Dragon Ball. Well, okay, we're not agreeing there. <laughs> no. Uh, Dragon Ball should be in this list, but wait, does, then are none of us really? I think this, I think this is the three. I, I think Forza looks fucking incredible. No, what I'm saying, I'm, I would not lean toward God of War because I did not play enough God of War to see the full breadth of the variety of visuals that everyone has That's, been talking the, about. The, I've the seen art, some. The of art it. is the thing with that game yeah. to me. Yeah, the, like the the variety of the locations, oh, yeah. all that sort of it stuff. Like it, so it can be on a giant fucking, fucking lava cool. mountain, or yeah. it can be in this yeah. elfo yeah. bridge land, and like. So is it Dragon Ball Red Dead God of War? Should I write Dragon Ball back in? Why are we adding stuff again? Yeah. Well, because I guess... We, because I still think... I, okay. I, I, no, what I'm saying is that I, I personally think it's Forza, Red Dead, and Dragon Ball, but that's me, and oh. I, that's because I don't necessarily right. have the perspective on God of War that everyone okay. else seems to have. I don't have a Forza, yeah, so I'm with you yeah. on that regard. I never played yeah. Forza. I'm, yeah, Forza for me, I just haven't spent enough time with, but if you, I understand the argument here's, for Forza. Here's so. the knife I would stick in the back of Dragon Ball. Do it. The intro uh, cutscene bits as people, the intro stuff should be full frame rate. And they, they, it's like it's half frame rate or whatever is in that it? stuff. And then in fight, it's full frame. God, that is a specific that. knife. Yeah. That is yeah. the most specific knife, I think, that has been brought to this table oh, in a good long it, time. Does it go from, like, anime frame rate yeah. to full 60? Yeah. And it's, like, a, probably okay, a stylistic yes. choice. Yes. Uh, yes. But I, I, know think it's, I think it's a bad stylistic choice. I yeah. don't agree with that, but okay. I think the giant bomb list going around the table would be Red Dead, God of War, and Dragon Ball. Hmm. 
I don't. I don't How many? Know. I mean, should we just? Like, I, I, show, I, I, show, feel, like, I, I think feel like we should just show of hands Forza and Dragon Ball. Well, I can tell you right now, well, it seems like Jeff and I are audio related. Jeff and I are really big uh, Forza fans, but also I think Dragon Ball looks incredible. Like, I wouldn't be mad if Dragon Ball gets on and Forza gets off, but I think it is worth super can stating we, how we, good Forza looks. Can yes. we just, yeah, just go around and just say it like out loud? What, what is the one you would pick? Sure, between Forza and Dragon yeah. Ball. Okay, but what if I don't? It doesn't matter. It's you the one abstain. you feel more strongly about. Right, but uh, if you want to abstain, you also can. You or or yeah. is Detroit gone? Detroit's, Detroit's gone. I think so. I, I, Detroit and Spider-Man are gone. I, think. I can't get behind Detroit. Just, I think Spider-Man definitely gone. Real good. Yeah. Yeah. Should we just say it? our top three? I feel like that's usually what we've been doing. Let's just do that because I feel sure. like the I I don't want to pick two games I haven't really played. That's fair. Um. So I'm gonna say my top three: God of War, Red Dead, Detroit. God of War, Red Dead, Forza. Uh, Dragon Ball, God of War, Red Dead. Same. Uh, come back to me. Uh, Forza, Dragon Ball, Red Dead. Uh, God of War, Spider-Man, uh, Dragon Ball. Uh, Forza, Red Dead, Dragon Ball. Forza, God of War, Red Dead. God of War and Red Dead sounds like... Is yeah, those, most are yeah. those are a lot. Yeah. Those yeah. Are Did you go yet, Brad? What's that? Did you go yet? No, I'm uh, of those remaining ones... I will say the overworld and the little chibi characters aren't the best chibi characters I've ever seen in a Dragon Ball. <laughs> They're, They're fine. That. They're ugly. Yeah, that's I, true. I like playing that. I was like, ooh. Oh, sure, but Red Dead's menu is also pretty. Cuck. It's a pretty yeah. minor. Oh yeah, this yeah. is yeah. shit. Yeah, I feel like the aesthetics of them are cool. Bad. And God of War's <laughs> menus are cluttered. It looks <laughs> like it was a brand. Ooh, yeah. that's, that's not super relevant. They inverted here. the pictures. Yeah, what I'm saying is, is like the chibi characters are the menu for that. That Dragon Ball stuff is a very minor part of that game. Yeah. Like we're I'm working here, okay? We're obviously, <laughs> we're obviously talking about the matches. I appreciate it. for my life. <laughs> obviously talking about the matches in Dragon Ball. Yeah. Um, okay. I was trying to keep track, but I lost it, Alex. So it seems like our seems, four are... seems like Spider-Man's off. I, I mean, yeah. I was, yeah. I was about to Detroit say Spider-Man for my third. I think you and I were the only but one. Yeah, it sounds yeah. yeah. like Spider-Man's off. Yeah. Yeah. Spider-Man and Detroit, I think, are yeah. both. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. Back, we're past that now. Okay, Spider-Man and Detroit are gone? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Okay. And so it's between Forza and Dragon Ball. Dr. Octopus point, yeah. really good. Yeah. yeah. This is a really hard one for me. Uh, I, listen, I, my okay, heart I, says Dragon Ball, but my mind says Forza. <laughs> it's very close. Listen to your, your heart. Forza, are you going artistic or technical? I'm going technical with this because, I mean, Forza is one of those things where if you walk by it, and even if you don't play video games, like, shit, that looks like a real car driving through a real world. Yeah, yeah, well, if, you watch an anime. By, if you walk by, yeah, you'd be like, oh, yeah. shit, that's just an episode of Dragon yeah, Ball Z. Yeah, yeah. I'll tell you, man, I watched me some Dragon Ball Z this year. <laughs> oh, yeah. uh, and Dragon Ball Fighters looks way better than that. Like, right, in a way actually. that, like, kind of... Well, yeah, I mean, it was made... Yeah, Dragon Ball yeah. was made a billion it's, years ago. Yeah, but it looks the way I remember. <laughs> yeah, that is the thing. Like, you guys are actually watching it, and when I close my eyes, the way I, I don't remember the shitty film grain on Dude, imagine if that game looked like it actually <laughs> looked, and not this, like, highbrow, sharp this version like of it. Arc How uh, fucking much better that would be. I look like a hand drive. That. That, that would be I fucking bad no. ass. <laughs> I don't agree with that. 
Well, there's your there's just your a more solid color, kind of more flat look. Oh. There's your uh, five frames per second, uh, but uh, but uh, but at full frame rate because everything should be sixty. <laughs> I, think motion, I think we're turn motion this. smoothing on on your TVs. <laughs> oh god, <laughs> sixty <laughs> frames a second. Who who would win in a race? A Forza car or Goku? Oh, it's Goku. Goku. Yeah, yeah, Goku. He yeah. transmission. You can you know yeah. automatic transmission doesn't beat it. <laughs> but if you had a Nimbus or a Fly, I yeah. think it'd be close. What if what if the car had Goku on it? You can put Kratos in that game, too, uh, on the hood of a car. Uh, it's close. It's fucking I can't be mad at either <laughs> of them. You know? Yeah, I could go either way on that. Yeah. Dragon Ball. It's Dragon Ball. Yeah. Dragon Ball. It's Dragon Ball. I could really go either way on it. Yeah. I would lean towards the... I understand why you would. But I, yeah, same. I mean, yeah, this is this is a dead fucking split for yeah. me. Yeah, <laughs> I have to flip a coin on this one. Dragon Ball. I think I, I I I really do love a lot of what they did visually with Forza, but I same. I just I can't think of a game that stood out more in my mind visually this year. Then, then yeah. fuck it. And I don't even care about Dragon Ball Z. This is not Check an, it out. This is yeah. not a nostalgia thing. Let's talk about me. Mr. Satan. I don't think it would hold up in 2018. Yeah, like I have right. no point of like reference or emphasis on on this series that like I give a shit about. It, Did you know that he fell off the Snake Way and the Home for Infinite Losers was the thing on the shirt and they had made that up for the TV show? And it's like <laughs> while I love what that's that studio has done with like Guilty Gear and other games, you know, like that that style of of animated fighter that they make. I think the way they made this one pop and the way that they just made that chaos so visually distinctive and yeah. work and, is, and is Guilty Gear won this category the right. year it yeah. came out. You know, yeah. like that's you know, this is a refinement upon that. It looks better. Look, than that. Dragon Ball Fighters might not be the right answer, but it's my answer. Well here's the thing too, is I <laughs> Amen, brother. Yeah. Here's something that could maybe make me lean Dragon Ball is that every single generation of like three D games we have always had like you know, when Gran Turismo two came out, we were like, Holy right, shit, totally, yeah. we have seen realistic attempts yeah. at car like, games. Like that was the thing when you, when you said like, Man, you walk by it, it looks like a real car. That's like the most un yeah, thing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's like, like when they yep. show those concept things of what the three D yeah. is gonna look like. Yeah, that's We've seen that time after time after time. Cars are cool. I've seen a bunch of anime games over the years, and none of them looked like, you know. None of before them this year, I was not an anime, anime expert. does that but, gang sign yeah. shit. None of them have stood out in my mind the way this game does. Yeah, so actually now, yes, I could see Dragon Ball. I think that this is the right yeah, player. Your third eye has opened. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Solar player. Forza. My clown friend is here. It is. It is. <laughs> visually, it is probably my, it is definitely my favorite Forza Horizon game. I think it's probably my favorite Forza game in just in terms of overall visual fidelity. Fidelity and style, yeah, but I think this is the right three. Yeah, I think so. Okay. Go by Forza. The giant bomb list. And Dragon Ball wins! No! Gotta war! Here's the thing. I think, despite my not really having the perspective on it, it feels like the things people love about God of War, both from a fidelity perspective and from an artistic perspective, maybe make it the winner in this category. It seems like that the arguments are stronger. I think Red Dead has a great... Like de attention to detail, I think that it is technically very impressive in some ways outside of the HDR implementation. Uh, they 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 get a lot out of that world, and it is a diverse and fascinating looking world. And it look it looks beautiful. Like yeah. I saw a thunderstorm yesterday when I was playing, and it was so cool to see it in the distance. Yeah, like, and like, that's what it is for great. me. They capture the the feel of being out in a rainstorm or just like any any natural phenomena in that game. Like it looks like nothing the, I have the, ever the way seen the snow before. Moves ever. And the mud moves when you're in it. I have yeah. never yeah. seen the ground a game tech that looks is, like is that excellent. Before. 
That beef stew at the server camp does look pretty bad, though. <laughs> like standing standing in the middle of the theater district in San Denis at night in the middle of a yeah. rainstorm. Yeah. Dude, that yeah. first time you with, walk into that with city. all those yeah. with all those fucking marquees and like light up signs, yeah. like with the the, the rain haloing mm-hmm. around you. With the like, I've never seen anything. Right. But also like, like the before. trees and the way the Braithwaite Manor and the way the like moonlight shines and the way it. like you react to like touching those trees or like brushing up against them when you're on a horse. You know, like the just the diversity of animation in that game, which again yeah, yeah. we can certainly go back to you know, the labor stuff and talk about like fucking how much went into making all of that. That horse poop. But there's also no, there's no denying what it, what it sort of like evokes when you see that stuff in, for the in, first time. In terms of just pure naturalistic environments, I have never, ever seen anything that looks like yeah. that yeah. in my life. Like, I, it, I cannot like, my girlfriend told me to shut the fuck up. I told her like, look at this, like fucking look so many times. Like she was just like, I get it. I'm like, fine, whatever. <laughs> like I, I'm flabbergasted that this is even a conversation. I'm, I'm not, because I, I think, you know, what I saw of God of War and what I've heard about God of War and what I've seen, you know, sort of like from, from watching other people play later stages of God of War, you know, is it, it's otherworldly in a way that, like, I, I'd say even the other God of War games never even really tried for. You know, like, they're, they're these big mythical, like, you know, adventures and whatever. But, like, the, the old Greece, the Greek mythology stuff, like, had a very kind of uniform feel to a lot of it. And this, it seems like it goes in some pretty wild directions in terms of, like, the different realms and how oh, they're, yeah. they're, they're depicted. Think about when you're, you're climbing up the uh, snowy peak there and there's that giant, like, cloud oh, yeah. face. Like, that shit looks amazing. Yeah. Uh, it still does fantastic set-piece fight stuff. Like, yes. The, um... And there are beautiful places in it. Like when you're in that meadow, that go- the garden meadow, and everything's green. Like when you're bringing that boar back. Uh, yeah, and like the big turtle. Yeah, that big turtle. Oh like, yeah, it is. And like Helheim, like some of that end stuff there when you're fighting all the dudes, and then you see like the kind of cloudy resemblance of Zeus. Yeah, but that game just like scared the shit out of me because it looked it looked really good. I, yeah, I it's the world real- serpent, just the the lake itself. I would be happy if God of War or Red Dead One, like I think both yeah, look. That's kind of so where I'm good. at too. But yeah. I think for me, like the visuals of God of War, like I think stood out to me as like more specific. Not that Red Dead's not as specific, but I think that game is just like that game's just really pretty. And like I think there's something really striking about God of War. I mean, Red Dead looks like the real world. Like I, I'm not gonna lie, like it yeah. is recreating and real things. And like I can, I can, I can see why world, some people right? would like, consider that like kind of mundane. No, but, like, I certainly don't think it's mundane, and yeah. that's not what I'm saying at or, all. Or it's, I think it's it's we've flashy. celebrated it in ways that I totally yeah. agree it's with. It's not as like kind of bombastic. I guess I don't know. For like the two things about God of War are for me, it looks. I don't. I don't. I don't mean. I'm not trying to sound derisive here, but it looks like a God of War game with a different mythology mm-hmm. transplanted into it. Like, yes, it's a newer generation, but like, you know, God of War three on the PS3 was one of the best yeah. games of that generation, yeah, and like, certainly. that game was already working at a scale. You know, that opening mission, climbing up the side of the Titan or whatever. Like, like I'm not. I'm not saying they're just doing more of that, but I've seen things in that style before. But the like, thing I've is, seen, the original God of War, like it, that whole trilogy, as good as it looks, it did so much more with like. Oh, you're walking across this giant sword bridge, and we're gonna pan super far out, and you're gonna see this big sweeping, like the beginning of three, when it's sweeping around the mountain as you're climbing up with the Titans. This is a much more like intimate, like we're gonna get in close. You're gonna see that fucking snake's face right in your face. You know? I, I feel like the thing that, for me, that sets God of War apart from the previous God of War games is like the previous God of War games had just like this comic book type of bombast to it, yeah. whereas like the 
crazy shit you see in the game now feels grounded and real in a yeah. way it didn't before. And Some of that, yeah, the advancement in technology I obviously agree, goes a long yeah. way, but it's like it's stuff like they they make that stuff have a weight and a scope and a scale yeah. to it that feels more grounded in a way than just like yeah. God of War three just felt like ah oh, it's a bunch of wild bullshit. The, the, the new one has a bunch of more weight to it. Yeah. Where you're just even in the combat you're flailing yeah, around. Totally Everything just feels totally. kind of light but and floaty. This one it feels like you are ripping shit like apart. Yeah. Well, well, <laughs> weight, weight I can see in terms of environment design. I'm not sure I see the scale though because oh. like the levels are largely I mean just in terms of layout you know like you're moving forward through a yeah. fairly linear path that but is I mean, fairly like, constrained on either side. And all the other stuff later later game. Yeah, I mean, you know, I, I, I hear what you're saying, Brad. Yeah. Like, there, there definitely are more corridor and kind of enclosed areas, but yeah. but I, I think it, I think some of that stuff helps to ground yeah, it in no. a way that like gives everything like that weight. And there, there are smaller things that I think this game take when it takes its time with things are fantastic. Like you have Mimir on your belt for the most time; he's sitting on your butt. But as soon as you get in the boat, you have to hand the head off. You put it on the boat. You know, it's sitting next to you. Like there are. It takes its time with certain things. I feel like it knows what to do. Like, the animations for the axe are fantastic, right? Mm -hmm. That thing could have come straight back to you, but it takes this, like, stupid arc that goes a little bit around that makes you have to hold your hand out that just feels fantastic and looks great. The uh, even the axe itself, like the detail that we're allowed to get now through the technology, like all the inscriptions and the engravings on a lot of that stuff just look so good. The wrinkles on like Kratos's face. I just remember uh, something that I think actually pushes me from Team Red Dead to Team God of War on this one and it's the whole area I, I forget how you get there or where exactly it is, but you like flip the thing upside down yeah, and yeah. it's like that tomb area yeah. that reminds me of like Destiny almost, but like the the intricacy of the design of like there's, you know, stories on the wall told through yeah. like Hieroglyphics, not hieroglyphics, but yeah, you know, yeah. like the treasure everywhere. Yeah, yeah, that stuff. I just I'm remembering now. Look, really, it blew me away. And the fire, tra- like the traps, the way the fire looks in the traps, and then you get to that area where it's like kind of like, uh, uh, uh not an aquarium. What's the star version of an aquarium? A planetarium. It kind of looks like it has a planetarium vibe because it's got the stuff kind of floating around. It, uh, even like yeah, when you have to, you do this a lot. But when you activate the Bifrost, they think it looks very cool. Yeah, in the, in the it is cool. Yeah, it is yeah. Kind of cool. There's a lot of really good subtle visual effects that come around, like you know, uh, just the different spells and things, and like it just like just the little particle effects that just sort of like beam off of everything. Like it's it, it, the, yeah, the roots on the tree bridge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. That yeah. Whole room. Brad, they're speaking from their heart, man. Yeah, I don't. I, I, it sounds like I'm the only one here at this point. I mean, I I, the, really I like, love the way Red yeah, Dead. Yeah, yeah. No, like, don't get no, me wrong. This is like a great. Like I is, feel like it's another category with like a lot of this is a, great. This things. is a fucking murderer's row of yeah. great looking yeah. games this year. And you know, I, I love this top three. I think you know I have more experience with Red Dead and Dragon Ball, but I think that the arguments for God of War are incredibly strong. And and what I've seen of it, it feels like it lives up to that. And if you guys can't reach a consensus, Dragon Ball wins. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I'm right there with you, Jim. I'm right there. Uh, I, I will say that this this did not work as well for me as it as it was intended in God of War. But when it did work, I appreciated it. The you know their whole thing about the single camera shot God of War stuff. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. I wouldn't have necessarily even noticed, uh, except in certain places where I think it where you follow the action in interesting ways. Uh, but. I, it's not a thing that's going to propel it over Red Dead for me. I thought it was an interesting choice that they made that they didn't execute, or at least they executed, but like didn't make didn't that do huge a difference. Yeah, it's like, it didn't in, do in anything. It matters in, it matters it, in. Yeah, but exactly. like they could have just said like, oh, these are done in <laughs> yeah. one shot, and the rest of the game's not. I feel like, all, yeah, yeah, I feel like as a narrative device, it yeah. fails. Yeah. 
it's sort of a cool gimmick. It's like it's not the sort of thing that they should be out there like wearing t-shirts bragging about per yeah. se. But like when it works, it works. <laughs> like the uh, parts that works is like when like you know Kratos is falling for a long time and like that's neat to just like come down with like him yeah. going from Freya's place to back home to get the, the yeah. blade yeah. Was yeah. Cool yeah. because yeah. I didn't re- like made the scope of the world seem more real. Sure, yeah. I'm good with this. <clears throat> All right. Am I, am, I, am I an island on this? No, I'm with you. Really? I am. Yeah, I think it's huh. the most... Visually, I thought you don't I, like cowboy I games. Fucking, yeah, that's, that, I, that says something, right? <laughs> I hate cowboys, but... I think I think Red Dead is incredible looking. I, yeah, I could go I, either way. I yeah. mean, I would be happy with Red Dead winning, but I think for me, God, the visuals of God of War stayed with me. I think that's like the thing I remember so strongly from that game. I think those arguments make sense. I mean, it, it yeah. sounds like God of War has more... Support by consensus. Yeah. Uh, man, that really fucking hurts. I didn't think this was even a conversation. Yeah, I was with you before. Like, I just, I, but yeah. I'm remembering, like, hearing hearing a lot of this, I am remembering just, like, how blown away I was the first time I went to Elfenheim. Like, the first time you you travel around, it's it's kind of Yeah, incredible. like, that's the stuff that, like, you know, like, I, I, I lost a lot of that nuance because I did really get hung up on the... The Frank pro Frank. option, the performance yeah. stuff uh, that yeah. that was really annoying, um, but just from a pure check out this art perspective, that game's fucking crazy. I guess I guess the last thing I'll say is I fired up God of War a couple nights ago just to tool around and try to remember it, and it looks like a really good looking video game to me. Red Dead looks otherworldly, like it it is doing a specific thing, but it's doing it so well that I don't I don't I can't fathom how they did it. Like I don't know if that makes sense or not. But yeah, like, I hear you like say God of War that. God of War is a really artistically accomplished game put together in a very familiar way. You know what I mean? Uh no, I don't agree with <laughs> that. But I, I, it's, I, it's a hard I, thing to articulate <laughs> because like I mean I could say like, oh you know, when it was about to rain and read that I thought I could smell that smell in the air, which is a ridiculous thing to say on one hand, but on the other hand the visuals were so evocative I see what that you're it saying. brought yeah. that to my mind without me even having it's to try. So immersive yeah, but too. I, like, like my argument would be like I've never seen a bifrost game right. mm-hmm. up here, so I couldn't smell tell you what it smells like. So like I think it's all sulfur, yeah. So I hear what you're saying, like it is evoking real world things in right. a way that a game shouldn't. Yeah. Uh but like I appreciate God of War just on a kind of carved out of somebody's my, or a team of artists yeah. like, had to come uh, up I mean, with all these new that's things. That's kind of what I'm getting at. Like We're talking about art versus right. like a, a technical accomplishment. Yeah, I think both I, games are although I think both games yes. look so good. Yeah. All right. Sounds like it's God of War. <laughs> all right. I will say, when I, I, I got my glasses recently, and I was playing Red Dead, and then I put them on <laughs> for the first time and booted up Red Dead again, I was like, I was blown the fuck <laughs> away. Yeah. That's fair. Sure. You don't want to change your vote? Yeah. yeah like, I think we're good. God of War is the one that made me jump to God of War. Yeah, same. God of War made me get a pro and it made me get a 4K TV just because even in on the regular and on my 1080p ass TV, I was like, imagine what this could look like yeah. even mm-hmm. better. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and it really does look fantastic. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, okay. God of War has taken best looking game. Red Dead Redemption 2 and Dragon Ball Fighters. Also there. Killer Trio. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Most disappointing game. Aww. No break? No, nah, let's do it. Let's just get Keep through going. this one. Do you need to pee? No, I'm good. I can wait. Let's get through this one. All right. Why don't you go pee while I read this list? No, go. Okay, okay. Metal Gear Survive. Sea of Thieves. A Way Out. Far Cry 5. Nintendo Labo. Mario Tennis Aces. Fighting EX Layer. The Crew 2. We Happy Few. Shadow of the Tomb Raider. Super Mario Party, Red Dead Redemption 2, Fallout 76. 
All I'm, winners in my book. We should cut Super Mario Party because it's not disappointing. It's just I, bad. No, I, I, uh, I, I dropped it there because I personally was disappointed. If, if anything, I think it is better than Mario Party has yes. any right to be. Listen to that guy. It's a series that's always been terrible. This one is right there in line with it, right? It's, I mean, it's less you terrible. were even kind of like, oh, that's some quality of life stuff. It's less terrible, which means I'm deleting it from the list. Yeah, it should be deleted right. from this okay. list. Those boards are awful. Does <laughs> and that one we played on was straight trash. That's <laughs> one of the best ones. I will say those boards cannot support 30 turns. They can't they support can. five. Nothing can. Uh, well, I think we could we, we could take Labo off this list. I don't. Yeah, I don't think we all thought it was going to be a gimmick. I mean, and it, thing, it's a silly fun gimmick. I mean, that thing did exactly what they yeah. thought it would do. And I and I kind of liked it too. And you put it in a damn trash. I feel like you, you yeah. y'all y'all were more negative on Labo than I was. Yeah. Well, I, I was. I, I, I played I, it. I wanted to play. it. I was more disappointed fine. in the in what I thought was an overblown reaction to it yeah. and like an expectation. I think it was exactly what. Yeah, it, yeah. I, thought I liked yeah. it. I had a lot of fun doing it. Yeah. If I'm real, I think this category is see if these we have a few and follow. I'm not willing to give up Red Dead Redemption 2. Not that easily. We have when I say really? cutting, let's keep it's literally my I, most disappointing game of all time. Okay, you're gonna have an uphill battle. I know, I know, but I have to at least explain. I don't, I don't see. We have other stuff I, first. I don't. I'm not sure. I see we happy few at all after everything that went on with that I game. I don't know. I I was still. I didn't. Uh, I was, the crew two like is a, you know I, it was disappointing but not most disappointing. You can cut that. Fighting, I would hope fighting it's the so X. disappointing. I no, don't know, sucks. man. No, it's like, not it because the, because the crew uh, one is still not good. And the crew one was not good. It no, was more it wasn't. like man, if they hone that, it could be better. It wasn't. But isn't the but, crew two kind of a bill of goods? Like, didn't they sell a well, I mean, shell of a racing? It's, it's not like most criminal act of the year. Well, that means, uh, but that makes it very disappointing. No, it, it's. I mean, it's right, 2018. Okay. There's no okay. way it qualifies for most criminal act of this year. Okay. Uh, I'm I, saying the Mueller's got some things to file about yeah. the crew two. <laughs> all, it's really gonna. All I'm saying is that the things I heard about the crew two when it came out were kind of shocking. But yeah, but like that wasn't disappointment. That was like this. This just sucks. This is crab ass. Um, um, drop, drop fighting the X as well. Um, I I didn't have. Wrong, I had a personal. I had a, I had a personal dirty. disappointment there for yeah. sure. I don't. I, yeah, I don't think it makes top three. Uh, I, I feel like aces. Mario Tennis Aces also is like a thing I enjoyed at first, and then it just yeah. kind of petered out, yeah. and it was fine. Yep. Yeah. It's disappointing that it wasn't like a longer lasting game. I wish the story was, was a little underwhelming. Yeah. Yeah. Is, it, is it even worth playing at this point? I still like I had fun with it. If you I, get it cheap, sure. I put it in my Switch long enough to make the icon show up, and then I took it I back don't know. out. I enjoyed my time with it. I think it's definitely fun with people, like with real people yeah. sitting next to you. Mm. I, I certainly think mm. it's fun. Okay. Uh, a way out. I was pretty bummed out. I was too. That was a bummer. Uh, yeah. I, I didn't. I didn't even play it because of just how bad I had heard it was, and I was pretty excited. Like that. You know, you know what? Actually, I I haven't played it yet either, but I could totally get behind that because I loved the shit out of Brothers. Yeah, obviously, yeah. And, me too. And, and, like, and I was super thing, looking forward to this. The thing they pitched is incredibly appealing yeah. sounding. Like, it's like a very a, creative pitch. A, it's and it conceptually, you know, it's a great premise for a co-op game, and I think that in some respects, like the co-op aspect of that game does. Rel- relatively deliver like especially the actual prison break scene in that game is done pretty well it's just everything else around it that is just such a mess did you finish it dan no and i was so excited when i saw that trailer it seemed like perfect thing to play with my wife on the couch and everything and it's just it's just none of it feels good and and a lot of the stuff with the voice acting and the story was just kind of hammy in a bad way and like you need to care about those characters for those for any of that stuff to land and they do none of the work necessary to make that work happen i I was bummed by it i guess 
Right, go ahead. Uh, I was just going to move on to the next game. Oh. If you had more to say about this one, uh, all I was going to say is, I guess my only hang-up is I haven't played it myself, so I can't say I'm personally disappointed, other than just trusting I mean, what Alex says about it. I would say it's it's in the conversation for yeah. most disappointing. Well, but we should I, leave it on. Yeah, I wouldn't I wouldn't cut that one just yet. I, I think Fallout 76 should go. No way. No, no, no fucking like, way. When were any of us excited? Like, at, but I, I was, was the point. I, I was, at still, the point of them I, pitching it, it was like, I'm fucking luck. Dude, I don't know. I've said it before. Call me a dupe, but I. Kind of have bought the three. I I have liked even bad mm. Fallout games, and I was still. I don't like survival games. I I it thought it like sounded conceptually not great, but it was still something. I was like, I, one day I am going to play this game because it is a Fallout game, and I've played all of them, and I like all of them, and. They couldn't really like fuck it up that bad. They couldn't Mass Effect Andromeda it like they have, they can show at least. Are you that saying much they remorse. killed Fallout? <laughs> I'm saying somebody else said they killed Fallout. <laughs> I, I think I yelled that earlier. Yes. Okay. Actually, I would add on to that. I kind of I am coming to realize I sort of do like survival mechanics. So like I thought like okay if they get that part right and there's enough Fallout in there, this could be okay. And it turns out they didn't either. Like they pro they, they just based on the promises alone that they talked about in that game of like, these are things that are going to be in that game. That's just yeah. technically by word of the law, we're in that game. Yeah. But the whole, the whole thing where like, yeah, there are quests like, yes, technically there are quests, but they knew exactly what they were implying when they said that. Yeah, it depends not on what, what your that's definition that's not, that's of the word, word quest means. <laughs> yeah. But, but in a Bethesda no, context, I, know, I, know. I have an expectation. Also, I want to say it was like, even like by the end of E3, the notion that there were not going to be human NPCs in that game, yeah. in in like the, the, like the the idea that like it's robots and terminals that was already out there. That's, at that point. That's, but that's, that's part that's of the fair, that but into the disappointment. Though. I agree. But no, I think that sets the expectation of just like you you hear that and you're like, well, fuck. No, what, what set the expectation was the initial pitch, and then I heard that and I was like, well, that sounds iffy, but I I really want to believe what they said. But even if you you go, even if you take the most meager expectations for that game, if you if you strip away any real like ex, like expectation that's going to be great, they still didn't even hit that incredibly low bar sure, that yeah. most people were setting yeah. for. Yeah. Like it, yeah. I, even even with all the the fear and uncertainty about that game, I think it came in below. It did, it, yeah, yeah so I, I will agree with that. It came in yeah. under. Uh, I don't I don't think we can cut it. But yeah, I do not. Th- no, uh, I don't either. All right, Far Cry Five I think is disappointing. It is disappointing. But I don't think it's but, top three disappointing based on the conversations yeah. we've already had. Some yeah. of that yeah. stuff you guys said about the ending actually sounds hilarious. It's like, but it's not in a good way. So fucking it, lame. Badly it's handled. So fucking lame. Mm. What about uh, Tomb Raider? Is it that disappointing? Don't think the enthusiasm ever got that high for it. Like, well, one and two were both like well-received games. I, I feel like this one always felt like the extra game that you're like, oh, yeah. I guess I guess they need to do a trilogy. Like the the pitch of it just sounded like ah, we kind of doubled down on some stuff here, but yeah. it's it, more of the same, but less good. You yeah, know, I will it, say it, oh, even as someone who was like very on board for the first two games and like super excited for them to come out, even I feel like I was sort of like, oh, okay, they're doing another one. Yeah. Not I was even very all that excited. Yeah. I was super yeah. excited because I thought the second one was so much better than the first one. That they were on a really good path. They totally yeah. and they kind yeah. of I don't know regressed almost. But, but I, almost. I, I bet they but, totally did. But I don't think there's any 
Well, I don't know. I'm also, I, I, I feel like Sea of Thieves has to be on this list. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I, I, I can't believe I'm saying that, but yes. You're totally right. It, it, it does. Metal Gear Survive. I don't think it. I want not, good Metal Gear to be happening in 2018 more than anything, but at no point once Kojima left, and I yeah. saw what this was, it's like not for a second I'm gonna be, I think like, this might be an awesome Like play. The thing I will say about that is that that's another game with incredibly, I feel like, had very low expectations going yes. in, but also I feel like they managed to meet those yeah. incredibly yeah. low expectations. It's what it looked like. Yeah, uh, yeah, I guess so. It's not I, a good my, game. Like my, no. only, my only counter is I played it at that preview event and mm-hmm. liked it, and then ended up not liking it as and, much. And for, I think for me, like, for like the first couple hours of that game, I was like, oh, if this evolves appropriately over the course of this game, then maybe this will eventually turn out to be okay. And then it just didn't. And it was just kind of like the same at hour 20 as it was at hour one. Uh, you just kind of get a better handle on some of the water restrictions and, and the survival yeah. stuff. But it's probably it's just, it's, it's just fucking lame. It's probably not. It's probably it's not, not top three. Yeah, uh, yeah. I have a, I have a, a quick write in, and, and it just bums me out to put it on here. But um, uh, the fall part two, oh, oh yeah, uh, was a huge. Was a bit of a. It was a bummer. What's that? Uh, the Fall mm-hmm. is, is the game where you play as the uh, combat suit. Uh, side-scrolling adventure game. Yeah. Kind of the one best story. Yeah. Best okay. Story. And the Fall Part 2. Not good? Not oh, that's a shame. Yeah, I know. Yeah, it didn't really deliver. Uh, I, I don't know. That was if, the one with the, like, robot butler, right? Yeah. 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 I don't know if it'll stay on here. I, I don't. Yeah. I hope there's a great Part 3. I really do. I, I think that that team is great uh, in what they're trying to do. But this one did not hit as for mm-hmm. as high as the expectation was, and it probably for me personally it was like one of the games I was looking forward to most this year, uh, and it, it's it's a bummer it didn't hit. So, yeah, fair enough. I think it's about time we hear. Damn. All right, Dan. Okay. Um, <laughs> I for years, how many times has one person's enthusiasm gotten something to the top ten? This is the first time. I've never like pulled this card or, or argued this hard for something most disappointing. Say it. But the precipitous say the it. precipitous drop in me spending ever since it was announced, I just assumed like, well of course that's gonna be my number one. From game of the generation for the first Red Dead Redemption, one of my favorite games of all time, to go from that to a game that's nowhere near my top ten of the year. I actively dislike Red Despite Dead Despite being a much better game. A much it's better It's the worst game, game in every way. I wouldn't know. Okay, hang on, hang on. Here's the game. Worst video game. Not, not even you can argue that. I don't not, agree no, with no, that. no, no, no. Listen, I'm not I, saying it's yes. the worst story. I'm not yes. saying it's worst characters. It is some of the. I'm gonna have to bring up this stuff again when, when we get the best game. But I think again, the story, the the characters, every, so many things about the world and the level of detail. I think I said it on um, maybe one of the first uh, Beast Casts after I was playing it. I was in awe constantly, mm-hmm. but I was, I, I was never having fun. Mm-hmm. And for me. Obviously, gameplay goes above all else, and you can make the argument that, hey, it wasn't perfect back then, but it was also eight years ago, and open-world games have evolved since then, and I have higher expectations. And I assume that Red Dead 2 would have kept up with my expectations. And they had enough time to maybe, enough time. maybe do something. It feels old. It feels bad. The shooting is not good. The mission structure is old and dated and boring. All of that stuff around the game part of it is so good, but everything about the playing the game I thought was laborious and boring Downright unenjoyable, and so I cannot argue hard enough. Game of the generation to not even close to my top ten of the year. You can argue stuff about how like Fallout seventy six and stuff like you thought. Oh, maybe it'd be okay for a second, and then it wasn't. That's nowhere near how disappointed I am with Red Dead Redemption two. That's fair. You were very excited. And the thing, the thing I will counter with this is that I, 
I, I've, you're certainly not the only person I've heard this from. Right. I cannot relate. I just I can't. I, 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 the things you, you found laborious and boring, I found transfixing and deeply enjoyable. Yeah, like, right. I'm not going to yeah. stand here and tell you that every part of that game controls great. I'm not going to tell you every single system right. works the way it should. <clears throat> I'm not going to tell you every aspect of the writing holds up the, you know, to the, to the light of day the way that you would maybe want it to. But very few times in that game did I ever sit there and think to myself, I wish I was doing something else. I know. And I, I know I am not going to change anyone's mind. I'm not trying to change opinion. Right. I know a lot of you guys loved it and could see past the shortcomings in the gameplay. I am saying I will throw all of my disappointment. It's a personal. It is just me. But I have never, ever in my life been anywhere close to this disappointment with a video game. The one place I would counter what you said is that I, I don't see it, at least in my case, it sounds like for Alex and probably Abby too, it's not a case of seeing past shortcomings. It's not seeing them yeah. as shortcomings. Oh, I know. I know. Yeah. But I do. I, do. I, 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 get, like... I get what you're saying. But it, but what, I, what I, I'm just trying to say that we are not necessarily forgiving things we think are bad. We, we Those are things we think are good. And I know. And I'm not you trying to convince movement. you. You think from being standing still to moving the left stick is good? Like, yes. I will dude, say I, I have not thought If you can say you that that's not bad, that's then I can maybe go like, I, I can guess. tell you. I haven't thought. I, it never was a standout. Oh. Oh. First of all, I wasn't talking about the movement there. But, but like I mean, you were talking about it as a video game. You're, yes. you're saying the things you thought. I didn't say every part of the video game. Well, yeah, I straight up said the game has its shortcomings, but I. But if you're actually going to talk about the movement, I'm going to say yeah, straight Ooh. up, straight up. I mean, I, I'm I'm one of the people who basically stopped playing The Witcher Three because I hated the movement in that game, and I did not have that problem with this game. Like I, the entire time I was playing, and I was so under cool. a time crunch. This game makes The Witcher look fucking spry. Yeah, yeah. no, it is. Hang different. on, hang on. I was under a time crunch to play that fucking game. I had a limited amount of time to get that review up and done. Of anyone at this table who should have been frustrated and annoyed at the movement and speed of that game, I think I maybe had the most justification, and I never thought about it. Never. Uh, I, I, well, say, I, I wouldn't say, say never. At being able to only play for 20 minutes at a time having two kids <laughs> yeah. makes me very annoyed that some of the movement in that game is sure. very Sure. I mean, here's, here's when I didn't like it. For about the first five-ish hours, mm -hmm. maybe, first couple days I was playing it, and then when I had to take a break to review Hitman and play a few other things... When I came back to it for the first like hour coming back to it, I was like, ooh, this is slower. Like playing those other games like gets you out of it. So I would I would go as far as to say anybody who was playing other games concurrently with Red Dead probably had a worse time with it than I did. Sure. Because I was just like fully in that thing and not even thinking about other games and just like so in tune with and used to what it well, does that and it also, didn't bother me. Also, keep in mind, I came off that from going, I went from Assassin's Creed Odyssey, which is the most movement in any game that probably came out this year. Yeah. And like, you know, that is a game where Gosh. it's just like you run into a wall at full speed and you just start climbing up it. And, you know, I went from that to Red Dead. Which is also, I will say, in Alex's defense, also a 70 to 80 hour yes. game <laughs> of, of a lot of games yeah. into a game that Alex is also a lot of games. Games. I, I think, you know, it, I agree with the sentiment that there are aspects of that game's control design that do not work well. I think a lot of the button configuration things that they have, they built for that game are not comfortable in a way that I, I would consider recommendable. But when it comes to like the movement and the pace of that game and sort of like moving Arthur through the world and just sort of like moseying my way through the old West that they have depicted, it was never a consideration for me. I, I would even add to that that not only is none of that stuff insurmountable, but it's yeah. not even that hard to surmount. Like you, mm. like, you have to stick with it. Like, yes, it requires an investment. That game is not for the impatient. It is not for people who want to have a fucking classical video game power fantasy 
run up walls and like leap onto people yeah. and cut their throats. Like it's not that kind of game. I didn't come in wanting that either, and I was still a little disappointed with some of the stuff, especially like you know combat missions. The, the game really, really uh, in chapter five at the beginning of chapter five and the end of chapter six. There's a lot of missions where you shoot a lot of guys, yeah. and it's mm-hmm. just the act of let go of the aim button, press the aim button, flick the stick up a tiny bit, hit the shoot button, let go, just rinse and repeat, kind of like the auto aim, just lock it in on guys. Like you're you are that totally you are totally right about that, but that all serves just the fantasy of being the baddest gunslinger in the West, which is even an idea that your gang reinforces because they frequently comment about how Arthur is the best shot in the gang. So when I was locking on to people and just popping off headshot after headshot, like, yeah. it me, felt I cool. I like the shooting. Yeah. I like yeah, the shooting I, in I do Red too. Dead 1. I like the shooting in Red Dead 2. I, the like, thing about the shooting is like it locks on to torso. When you lock on, so it takes a little finesse to pop off yeah. headshots. So, like, like, I know, and, like, I know, and that felt good. Like, pop, pop, like, if, if, pop and lock on the head. If there is an aspect of Red Dead that I find disappointing, I think it's the part where for as much as they get away from a lot of the rock star cynical fucking stereotypical bullshit it's the moments when they don't like that, the electric chair stuff i think is the easiest example yeah of that's that's that, that that you know it's a stranger mission so it's optional but like it is just like the most fucking boilerplate like fucking look haha look at this guy getting electrocuted for way too long isn't that funny it really makes you think yeah i will say the journal entry made me feel a little less gross about it like i thought his journal entry had yeah. some nuance but yeah. but it's just, also it's, i mean the guy gets what What's coming to No, I know. Yeah. I'm not saying like the guy is in some way like a sympathetic character, and it's awful to watch that happen to no, him. No, I'm talking about the inventor. Not, oh, yeah, not the criminal. Yeah, yeah the like inventor. The, the inventor is not a great dude. Yeah, and then he dies at the end. Yeah, like that. You know. But also, I just like. I'm not like, saying it's the be- it's nowhere near the best mission in the game, but but it, it, there's other stuff too. Like I think that their handling of indigenous characters is, is something that that bugged me throughout the, the. You know, like I think that. While Charlie is in general like a pretty enjoyable character, I think some aspects of his backstory are very stereotypical. I think a lot of the stuff involving, you know, Rain's Fall and Eagle Flies, uh, that that whole quest line just feels like, uh, to use Rob Zachney's terminology, like the exact same way that they sort of used the the native struggles in America as a cudgel to beat the American dream, like they just kind of do that again. And it's 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 a bummer. Like I think it's way too steeped in stereotype. And I think there are other parts of that game that also just feel like they are culling from bad stereotypes that and really kind of annoyed me. But there is so much of that story that I think does get away from that that I'm I'm ultimately able to still enjoy and recommend a lot of what that story and that that game is doing. And I think there's going to be more conversation to be had as far as where this place is on best game of the year. I'm saying if this is most disappointing game of the year, and you look at the other stuff on this list, like. Is there as much disappointment? Like, I know I'm definitely the most disappointed by Red Dead, but it sounds like other people do have certain levels of disappointment. I have no level of disappointment. Not everyone. Not everyone. I have a very minor disappointment. I know, but I'm saying... I'm saying most disappointing of all time for me. Are we saying that consensusly, like, oh, us thinking we happy few might be okay for a second and then it wasn't okay? Uh, but like the, the difference is there, nobody thinks we happy few was good. But you know what? In the past, whether it was Invisible Ink or Stardew Valley or Dream Daddy, it was there were games that because of the enthusiasm of one or two staff members. That has been enough to push it on. Well, but that was because nobody else on staff was vehemently against it. And also, nobody else. I, well, I don't. I can't speak to all of those, but I know for some of them. Nobody on staff had played this. That's true. Right? Yeah, so that's, it that's it what seems I'm like saying. one yeah, person true. fighting for it because they were the only one to advocate for that. Also, a lot of right? that stuff has been in the actual top ten versus yes. like these individual categories. Right, right. I, Most all, all those examples I just gave are. Yeah. I, I, I just, I, I just, I, in it, 
We'll see if I get it on here, but I just cannot stress <laughs> it. I'm not necessarily averse to it being on here, weirdly enough. No. And I don't. It's nowhere near a perfect game, but it is one of my favorite games of I understand all that. time. And it can be both. Yeah. So, it can be my most no, disappointing game ever and one of your favorites. I, but I guess to follow on from the model you're establishing here, my feeling about the game cancels out your feelings. equivalent. I am a, in a similar vein oh, to we've, Brad. We've had similar stuff yeah. happen before. I think Destiny was in a similar place one yeah. time. Like, yeah. is, yeah. is one of the best games, but most disappointing. My my. I am kind of indifferent right now on Red Dead 2. Come my personal game of the year list, it could be very high or not on it. So I haven't gotten enough of it, but it feels like exactly what I expected. My memory from Red Dead. The thing I remember saying before that game came out is like, boy, my problems with Red Dead are like some of the movement controls and the skinning. My problems with Red Dead 2 are some of the movement controls and the skinning. Yeah. Like, and I feel I, like for me, I, coming from Red Dead 1 as someone who really loved Red Dead 1, and like I totally concede that like, yeah, when I'm fucking mopping up 100%, I would love to skip some of the skinning stuff. But in this Red Dead 2, like, instead of just taking it away and making another kind of arcade shooter in the style of, like, you know, Rockstar games, which I still probably would have been thrilled with, they made me like the shit I hated yes, in Red Dead 1. that is 100% Dead what it is. So I went the other way because I've heard the argument about the first one. Like, Vinny, you, you've always said the thing with the skinning animations yeah. in the first one. And for me, I just loved that game so much that, like, I was I was like, I don't have a problem with this at all. I never had any issue. And this one, it's not just that the skinning animations are long. It's like that thing that made you annoyed by the skinning yeah. animations, it's like they threw that onto literally everything Arthur or John does, whether it's picking up a can of fucking corn or opening a drawer or getting on or off his horse yeah. or getting to a thing or walking through the camp. Like, it, it was that frustration you had with this one thing yeah. that I feel they the just copied and pasted everything. onto every action in the entire game. Sure. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, I, I see that as well. Uh, I, I think, uh, but, you know, it's not a surprise to me. Like, it, like to, it me, surprised to me. Yeah, like, uh, in, it, <coughs> it is the sequel to Red Dead. I, I went it, into it, it hoping like, that it would be, uh, that I would like it more, you know, after having not liked Red Dead 1 pretty much at all. Uh, and I was like, okay, well, they've had a long time. And, and if you look at the trajectory of, of GTA, you know, there was a lot of, you know, people complained about the shooting in Grand Theft Auto all the way back, you know, and, and every year it got a little bit better to where the, that, that argument started to fall away for more and more people until you got around four or five, like which five is kind is of the Red it, Dead 2. Five is where it got. But five fine. is like where it's like, this doesn't match up to other games involving shooting, but you can get it done and yeah. that you can lock onto the target yeah. and do what you need to do. Yeah. Uh, and it's generally fine. And Red Dead 2 just kind of like mirrors that. But I was hoping that they would follow that model across all systems and go like, okay, we've improved everything in Red Dead 2. And I, I, I tried it. I played more Red Dead 2 than I did Red Dead 1 going like, this gotta be, this gotta be more to, and they're like, no, no, this, like, like you said, they, they mapped that sluggishness across yeah. every part of the game. It feels like they learned all the wrong lessons. Uh, from Red Dead 1 to me and, and just like double down on the yeah. worst shit in that previous And I, I think game. it makes the whole and product unenjoyable to me and like if I watched all the cutscenes and saw all the dialogue and everything on YouTube or something I would appreciate <laughs> yeah, it for like the great the, story all the talk we've had about all the story stuff I'm like awesome. man that it's sounds awesome. fucking it's, incredible it's these the, characters yeah. sound great yeah. the story sounds like the thing but the video game part of it yep whatever man should we, like, should, we come, should we put a pin in it and come back and see if uh, see if there's anything yeah, we can watch Dan like what your top what what do you think like if Red Dead and what do you think the other Hang on, hang on. I'm going to hit the enter key. You tell me if this looks right. 
Like that. I think Steve Thieves is on. Like that is, that is, on that is 100%. Yeah. Yeah. Steve Thieves is on. I really feel that Fallout has I to be on. I don't think Fallout, Fallout has to be on. There. I don't think Fallout's on. I, I think it has to be. I, 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 I have played to be there. so many Fallouts. I love Fallout, and I would be. I, I could see why Fallout. When I look at the remaining games we've cut, I think the cuts we made were good and for the right reasons and stuff. But when I look at what's left on that list, I actually am with Ben that I think Fallout like. I, I think Fallout is is a better choice on this list than We Happy Few or, yeah. or let's, uh, let's. I would read maybe it out put for people who are listening. Uh, see if Thieves and well, as it stands right now, see if Thieves and Fallout seventy six look. See if Thieves is a lock. Yeah, yeah, yeah I think we're all Fallout seventy six sounding likely at the moment. With what else on there? Uh, a way out. We happy few. A shadow of the Tomb Raider. I, I think that one can go. Shadow. I'm gonna I'm gonna shadow cut it just go. because I, nobody else cares here. I'm yeah, the only one I think that it seems can go. To care. And Red Dead. I, I I just I don't see we happy few at all with all the things that yeah. Like, I by think, the time it came out, like, we all literally kind of, yeah, nothing nothing past that original E3 no. reveal yeah. impressed anybody. It's like seeing the the Dead Island uh, trailer and it was like, oh man, what yeah. a cool stylistic trailer. And then the game is nothing like that. It's yeah. also like, but Dead I, Island's cool. The, the thing <laughs> I will cool. The thing I will say about we happy few is that even if you follow yes, if you 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 take it strictly at the level of hey, you checked out that first like early preview program build and saw what fucking garbage that thing was. I the the incredible lengths they had to go to try and refashion that thing into something that even va- vaguely resembled what people apparently ex- expected it to be, and that they still couldn't get that together. Well, I I almost feel bad for them having to change course because like I, I I wish they had just been allowed to finish the thing they wanted to make and not try to make it something that wasn't. I guess I don't think the I'm thing not they it were trying to, the quality of the game. Or yeah, yeah, I don't it, think the thing they were trying to make was good. And, and, I, I think, and I think the thing they pivoted to, like, you know, playing is like, oh, this is just kind of not great. So, like, I have, so I, I'm in the position of having played that game post them redesigning it, but prior to it coming out mm-hmm. and playing it and going like, oh, they've retooled it in a way that seems closer to the original thing. That's cool, I guess. And then it came out and it's like, oh, it didn't hit. Well, whatever. Like, yeah. it, there was there wasn't a lot of actual disappointment right. for me there. Yeah, I uh, guess like my I. I was really psyched up on it, but that was mostly from its yeah. like visual. Yeah, and exactly. Stuff like that. If anything, it's like cool that they tried to like change course on it. it yeah, I, I think I'm with you that I, I feel kind of bad. Yeah. Well, the reason they, I say that is they obviously didn't have time to make the new version of it good. Right. Yeah. What, it was like a year or something. I, like, I that's don't, just, I don't, that's yeah, not enough time like to that. make a game. Uh, like. My, yeah, my yeah, I'm with some of you. My disappointment is from seeing that, and it wasn't the game I wanted it to be. It was the game they wanted it to be, which is like on me, I guess. Like it was like, when I saw. But it's on the trailer and something like i feel like the way they showed that game off set some expectations that then they put the game out like the next day or whatever and you're like i don't think they ever intended to make the game i thought it was going to be maybe Uh, not yeah yeah. uh so uh, i i think a way out is going to be a car combat choice uh i think the one you take out out of those four is fallout 76 because i just don't see how any of us were really i I, uh, is such a major franchise i know i love the fallout game so many people have such a passion for those games and Fallout 76 fucking boned they it. They fucked every up step literally of the everything. Right. That's they fucked up. Bobbleheads they fucked up. But the at what point did you think it would? Up. At what point did you see a part of that game and think, hey, that actually looks good? E3. And I was, E3. Yeah, like, I was, like we said, the I, E3 pitch. Yeah. I didn't think. No, no, Dan, don't put words yeah. in my mouth. I never yeah. thought it looked yeah. good. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I thought it looked like it could be. I think I was curious about it. If you have followed Bethesda and the way the Fallout franchise has gone in general, I think that at the lowest expectation. You would hope they would make a potentially buggy, but at the very least competent thing yeah. that had like at least some semblance of vision behind it before beyond the scope of what if you could just use 
the bare bones skeleton of the Fallout engine in a really unappealing and buggy ass environment. That is yeah. a good way to sum up how I feel about it. I, like, you know, I, I we, never expected it to be a good traditional Fallout game, but yeah. I hoped it would be a good something. You would hope yeah. they had some vision for yeah. it beyond yes. what like, the yes. fuck I, I was it is like, they put out. I was yeah. like, I don't know if this is going to work, but they are at least talking a game that I could maybe get right. by. And here's I, the thing, even if you ignore all the like real life things, which we should, like the bags, whatever, yeah, whatever, whatever, whatever yeah. the fact that like there was just a patch that made guns break. <laughs> yeah. Again, that, that is making it like, there is no question that Fallout 76 is the worst game, game yeah. on this list. There's no fucking question about yeah. that. I'm saying if the category is most yeah. disappointing, I still think it has. I, I, for for yeah. me, I think the, the part that breaks it in my head is I played Fallout 4. And was very disappointed by that. So that's, that's for me, fair. it's like, oh, they've kind of been yeah. fucking this up for a little while now. Yeah. And like now they're going to make an online version? That's Good right. fucking this is, luck. This right. is such a backslide, even yeah. from 4. Also, yes, no, totally. But like that's that's like that I you could see at the announcement of the game. Uh, like the, the stuff that they, like right around E3 time, you kind of knew like, okay, this is probably not going to be uh, a proper Fallout game in the sense that Fallout 4 was. And that was already a mess in a lot of ways. So, but what I'm saying is that even with those managed expectations, even with that notion that like, okay, we are not getting a mainline Fallout game here. We are not getting the thing that that series has generally been known for with Bethesda. They are trying something different, maybe something that sounds wholly unappealing to us. But again, you would hope maybe they had some vision for it that could, at the very least, appeal. To some segment of their fan base and say, like, okay, yeah, there's something to this that I'm finding enjoyable about this. And they got so, they missed that mark by such a margin. But I guess I could see, I, you know, like, I, I'm, I, I'm not, like, super passionate about it either way. I just think, like, I, so, whatever. It's like, so that game seemed bad heard, coming out. Like, I, I, if you want to keep that and cut a way out, I guess. Yeah, I, see I haven't it. heard enough. Like arguments for a way out. I think a way out is way more of a bummer to me. Yeah, I, I think, was excited about a way out. I think the top three is the list. Personally, I, I do too. I just think at yeah. best our expect anybody hears expectations for Fallout seventy six. The most optimistic take was like, eh, hopefully they'll pull something good out of this. I had an, I, I think I was a little more optimistic. I don't love the sort of online stuff, but the idea of being like, cool, I'm in like a Fallout world. I can build stuff with my friends. Yeah. That seems like, fun. That sounded cool. Like, right. It I, seemed fun. It, I didn't expect it to blow me out of the water, but I also didn't expect it to be a fucking train yeah, wreck right, at right. every step of the way. I, I definitely am on the, uh, had fallen out of love with Fallout and thought it was like held up by yeah. hopes and dreams at some point in that engine and thought if you throw online into this, good luck on day one. Like, that's, that's, that's fair. That's about where but, I was. So like yeah. Fallout 76 being kind of a, a hot mess. Let's just yeah. Yeah, yeah. Coin a term. Uh, I is is completely an expectation. Yeah. That being said, I also think Red Dead Two is the sequel to Red Dead. So the expectation for me there is also like <laughs> you got what you expected. You, you this is the game that is the sequel to Red Dead. Sure. So I, I can go either way on them. A way out is from the makers of one of my favorite games. Same. Uh, yeah. uh, well, small game. You know. Brothers is a, a was a tale of someone no, saying there weren't so, ten games better than Brothers that year. <laughs> there still haven't been. <laughs> uh, uh, is is a uh, boy? You, that's a yeah, that's a totally huge like I, seriously. If you told me the follow up from the guy who made Brothers is going to be doing anything, yeah, uh, and and even the pitch sounded yeah, great. Yeah, yeah. yeah. the pitch I was, the pitch was super it. cool. He, he I went to the E3 meeting. He gave a real animated presentation for that game that 
sold me. Yeah, that it, is, it's a really neat look, a really yeah. cool idea. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah. kind of a bold, weird thing of like, yeah. hey, you can only play this for the yeah. total person. Yeah, totally. Um, it's a cool idea. And, uh, yeah. and it sounds like it really just blows it on the writing more than anything. Yeah. Well, it blows it on the writing, but also I think, like, beyond that core prison break sequence, which is by far the best part of the game, the way it tries to stretch out that story and tries to stretch out the the events and, and the, the stuff around the characters, like, the co-op experience stopped being appealing to me once we got pat like once we were in the forest like being like okay what do we do next like none of that shit captivated me again the way that like that that initial prison break sequence did and that's in the first like two hours of the game and uh, so for me for me again almost in the like the sea of thieves Mm -hmm. by the time i had walked away from playing that at uh, must have been e3 or something it was pre-release um i had some pretty Big doubts about. I was I was hopeful that they would add in stuff. I think it was that thing of like, well, that's a pretty limited demo, but when they get the full game in there, like that was even like when we were streaming it for the beta, it was like, oh, are they holding back some stuff because it's a beta? Are they surely they're holding back the rest of this video game? Like, oh, this stuff on the boat is awesome. Like getting together with everybody's awesome. I can't wait until the real game's (laughs) in there. It's actually, I mean, it's not that different from Fallout. And like, oh, if there was a real game in here, maybe you'd have something. So at least the difference for me for the Fallout stuff was I had kind of lost faith in Bethesda. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Whereas like a a, a big return for Rare, Rare, like and the little bits they did. Show, you were like, this is really promising. Yeah, uh, like that game's absolutely. Uh, that, that, that was probably, way more promising than Fallout. Like I, I can't believe I'm saying this. I take no joy in it, but I don't see how anything else could. I totally agree. Yeah, if they win, I wanted to like that game so much. I mean, I. I would almost I mean, hey, go away you know, out, but they, Rare set a pretty high bar over the years. Yeah, Viva Pinata. Yeah, Viva Pinata Two. Yeah, Banjo Kazooie and Bolts. Fuck. The only three games Rare's ever made. <laughs> Golden Eye 00 grabbed by the Ghoulies. What is that? Oh, perfect. Dark. Now, okay, now maybe actually. <laughs> I like that tank game. Uh, but, but I'm also, you know, for the rest of this list. Yeah, Mr. Pants. I, I, I think a way out for me would be on there, and I, I am absolutely willing to support Dan if he wants to have Red Dead on here. I, I think I, think I, 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 I feel, I, I think I that, can't do it. I feel yeah. like his yeah, argument not. makes more sense than the one for Fallout. I, but, I, I vehemently disagree. The argument disagree. is Dan had overblown expectations because he liked the other game more. And then they made I mean, another game nothing, like nothing that. Nothing about people Rockstar, really like that other game. And nothing about Rockstar's track record was spotty enough for me to doubt that they would deliver on what I wanted here. Uh, did but that's a spotty ass. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Let me ask you why you thought they were going to deliver what you wanted when what you wanted is completely different than the previous game in the series. Yeah, man, you changed no, them. I figured they would yeah. keep up with modern standards of open worlds and like Rockstar never really let me down before. It, it weren't I them who changed. Fully. I love all, you know, I, I was a little oh. disappointed by L.A. Noir. At, at times they've been like, Eh, there was I, one I'm character not in L.A. Noir that looked really there fucked up. There was one great character. Other than that. But no, like, at worst... I'm not going to count State of Emergency. Um, but at worst, Rockstar has just been like, mm, I'm not as into this as the other ones. But, like, they had a level of quality going back to the first GTA that, like, I never really felt let down by them in any dramatic way. Whereas this is a profound, like, holy shit, I didn't know I was capable of being this disappointed by I feel again. the same way about Bethesda, man. Like, even the they worst Bethesda... Like the, it, it, I'm I'm looking I, at the recent scope of Bethesda games, the, the their main ass games, the Oblivions, your Morrowinds, your Skyrim, Fallout Three, Fallout Four, Fallout New Vegas, all at the very worst decent. But man, does Fallout! I have not looked at a game and been more upset about lack of content and ruining what you wanted. They fucking made that irrelevant, which was the main part of what made Fallout cool. They made bobbleheads work on a timer. 
But even if you really liked Fallout 4 and the recent stuff, which Fallout 4 is on my top ten of the year, with the year it came out, even though I was pretty disappointed by it. The thing is, all of Bethesda's games, I would say, post-Oblivion, have started kind of showing their creakiness and their cracks, and they all yep. have been feeling increasingly dated every time but one of their games comes out. But this isn't bad in that way. That's, but that's saying, not Rockstar, what's bad about this. But Rockstar always kind of kept up with the times, in a way. They kept up more... But they also had their own shit. They never just said, like, oh, this is now shooting like the way the rest of the industry does it. Like, Rockstar has always done its own thing. Rockstar bubble is real. I also don't think that Red Dead Redemption is some, like, old-timey, regressive-ass game. I feel like it does a lot of new shit. It advances shit. a lot of things. Yeah. It is, like it is a it different narrative, which you... Yeah. you uh, I love the narrative. That is, like, that's, this is, yeah, that's part of it. Like, I, not know, for me. For I, me, I like games. I don't I care even, about the narrative as much. I, I know that's just me, but that is it factors into my disappointment that this is not a fun game for me to play. And again, I just expect more from Rockstar. Bethesda, I started to wonder about them a while ago. I, I and need, so that's why Fallout 76 being shitty, it's like, yeah, I think I probably could have seen that coming. I really think what you're saying, you say you expect more from Rockstar, I yeah. think you're really saying you expect different from Rockstar. Like, No, like, I, I, I mean, I think he's saying he expects advancement from Rockstar in the gameplay yeah. area, which is, seems like the which thing that Which I agree that, with. That they, I think it's, they should have done. Yeah, you know, it, that they're not really like, doing. I don't, I don't want to get into it too much here versus the next category, right, right. but like they are going for a different type of gameplay than what you're talking about. Like it is, right, it is a, I, it's the same thing I said about Breath of the Wild last year. It is a different take on what an open world game is. It is not an icon filled map right, with, right. with a skill tree and a crazy power fantasy of flying through the sky and cutting people's throats and whatever. Right. And I never, it is what I'm expecting, obviously. Right. It is, I, it, it I is, wanted it to replicate how the last one made me feel in 2010. So, and um, it absolutely did not. Like I would respond to that by saying I got that. By like amplified by an order of magnitude. And of course, yeah. and, I got, and again, I got yeah. what I got out of the first game times a thousand. And, and that is why I'm not trying to convince anyone that their feelings about it are are wrong or invalid or anything. Thank you. Because you're looking for different things out of the game right. than, than I was, and it did not deliver in just such a dramatic way for me. I, I think it's really just a, a numbers thing here. Like I get that you were overwhelmingly disappointed with this. Mm-hmm. It's just that there are enough people here who like the game a whole hell of a lot that I don't. I, I think the I argument think that though, I think like we could have staff. seen Fallout 76 coming. Maybe not to the degree it happened. Like Fallout 76 is a fuck up. Dan is so dramatic. I don't think it wins. I don't think Fallout wins this category. Yeah, it does. But I do believe it is in the top three most disappointing things. But I, I, I think we could have seen from, Fallout 76 coming. I also think for me as someone who really likes Fallout. Part of me still fucking wants that game. I still want to play no, that don't. game. But I know. That's the thing is I know I'm going to get it. I know I'm going to play it and be like, fuck. You, know, I, you, I, just, I know it's going to leave a smoking crater yeah. where your desire to play those games once was. I have good news for you. It's going to be very cheap very soon. Yay! <laughs> all, right, all right. Let me let me add uh, another uh, piece of kindling on uh, this fire. Let's go. I uh, think Red Dead Online is also disappointing. Ooh. There we go. Uh, and, that there we go. Part, and that is part of that. That is the reason I bought that game is to play. Well, not one of the reasons to play that with my brothers as our, my, our new online game, and to hear that that is launching in a state that is not it's really that fun. What, what I would say. Uh, what I would say right. is, is no Fallout. What I, what I, what I would say no, is no, by, now, by the time you play the eighty or hundred hours of the story, there will be a lot more <laughs> to online. But we, our, our complaints about Doom's multiplayer factored into how we felt yeah. about that. I, no, like not that, me, dude. That was not you. That is one of the worst mistakes these awards have ever made. It factored into its placement on Giant Bomb's list, and that's what we're talking about. I mean, I mean, that factors in with Doom, it factors in with Red Well, Red. that's fine, but I'm not disappointed enough in the multiplayer to believe it belongs in this category yeah. in any way, shape, or form. Yeah. They have 24 players per server in 76. <laughs> and they announced, no, and they announced, they announced that around E3. 
Like, this yeah, is, like you that, was, that was all old info, you know? Uh, yeah, I, I don't I see think... how that doesn't factor in, though. Like, I can be disappointed in something and no Like, they coming. signaled from months back going like, hey, this is not the game you're looking for. It might be total shit. Look out. We they even put out a letter ahead of the level saying, like, I cannot constantly They redefined the shit. Straight up, we have to make a call. We have to make this call because the arguments are not going anywhere at this point. We have we have advanced. I brought that new online. Yeah, yeah, I think I think Vinny makes a good point. Yeah, give me another twenty minutes. I I, I don't I don't think the online is as disappointing as. As you guys think. You guys are Who, who's having there? a great time with Red Dead Online right now? Well, I mean, I, mean, I, mean, you know, like, I, I have no illusions that it's going to take a while to <laughs> I don't be think populated. it's awful, but I don't think it's great either. What like, I, yeah, think it's I feel like I, I see the potential in it. Yeah. Yes, I wish there was more, but you know, GTA Online had a similar thing, and I fucking love GTA. What, what I will say about Red Dead Online is that there was way more story to it than I was expecting, and it is all entirely yeah, unique true. story, and that makes me excited for when they do populate it. It's not all yeah. great story, story but it is unique. Yes, there are aspects of the online that I do like. I like the character customization. I like, you know, the same stuff I like in the main game. Like I hear the overalls are really good. I feel like we have... I a, would love the, the to other, own a pair. The, uh, other, I, the other thing I'll say is that the thing I like the most about Red Dead is being in that world and surviving and living in that world, and the online mode gives me more of that and a reason to do that for a long time. I, I, think like, so, that, I like that. This, this, the surprising thing for me in, in the online side of things is the number of years they've run GTA Online and what they learned about running that game and updating that game. And then looking at how Red Dead Online launched and that the number one complaint is very similar to the number one complaint about GTA Online launch. I have to assume they were just preoccupied getting the single player done. uh, Yeah, I guess. But, like, again, you know, if we think about it's not even a net of people or time uh, to make it happen. Uh, I mean, you know, they they learned a lot over the course of that. It is surprising that that thing launched in the state that it did, uh, considering they probably are well aware of what the sweet spot is after doing GTA Online. Um, for whatever that's worth, I, 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 that is surprising to me that they seem to have kind of fucked that up. For I me, mean, it's the only disappointing thing about Red Dead. So like, it, it's it's one of the things I was hoping to jump into and have like mm-hmm. the level of like heist and uh, I, I don't disagree. Like I when I fired it up the day it launched, I was like, this seems fucking amazing. I can't wait to play a ton of this. And then I played a few more hours and I was like, eh, there's not much to do. Maybe I'll come back to it. Like yeah, I, I was excited to start playing though. it immediately. Yeah, like, like it's it, not there yeah. yet. And I feel like. So much of Red Dead, the main mode, just like blows me out of the water. Yeah, but like, like, I'm like, whatever, I'll get to the online later. I'm having so yeah. much fun in this. I, 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 I agree that it's worth considering, but I, I still don't think it puts it on this list. Yeah, yeah, I, 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 yeah I don't know. I, 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 uh, I have nothing really against the the single player in Red Dead. I also feel like being surprised that this Fallout 76 thing is not great yeah. or, or or horrible is not that surprising. Didn't they come out before it even launched yeah, and yeah. say, like, this they is going to be broken? Beforehand. I mean, at a certain point, we get into just, like, nitpicking about when we learned when certain we... facts about things and how much time we had to be disappointed before we played it. You know, sure. like, you're splitting hairs at a certain point, but, like, I feel like enough of us were hopeful for that game in spite of all evidence. Yeah. yeah. yeah I, I can't tell if you're trying to be like, hopeful the fact, for that. To the fact that they Red went Day. ahead yeah. and did the thing yeah. that would obliterate the last possible fucking modicum of goodwill Fallout also, fans also, would have dude, toward also, that series. The fact that's that we were talking mess. The fact that we were talking about a game that is Fallout with a number after it and saying it is as bad as it is is historically significant. This is why one hottest mess. But it's not the number five. I know right, it's not. Right. But, they, like, but they, you can't say right. But they, number but they chose to name it, it and did. market it. They that could way. have called it like Fallout: The New Century or something, and people would have been like, "Oh, it's a spinoff." They chose. They chose to give people the impression. 
Like you know, uh, you, you know damn well people strolling through the aisles like, of Best Buy see a game that says Fallout oh, you want to numbers. Call it deceptive. Yeah, yeah. On, that's on what the, I mean. On that's the point, I, mean. I would call Red Dead deceptive uh, by the way he's talking about it. Extra sucks because what? Who gives a shit most about most of the Fallout canon, like the world history or whatever? But they allude to every game about like the first vault after the war. Like, it's a big thing in the Fallout universe. As somebody who's played the Fallout games, like, they talk about, you know, the first vaults after the war, blah, 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 stuff like that. And they knew people like me were going to really care about that when they first started talking about, this is the one. This is, Mm -hmm. like, right after the war. This is going to be the shit. Oh, it was the shit, all right. No, just take out the... <laughs> yeah, there's, there are reasons that that game won Hottest Mess. This yes. is most disappointing. And I think those reasons put it in most disappointing as well. Yes. I wanted I wanted it to be good. I really did. I'm sure everyone... I, I, hey, I, like Fallout. I, I want I, every I, game to be good. Yeah, no, but, I, but, I, but I sincerely thought the mix of ideas they presented had potential, and I hoped they brought it together. They, they and have they shown that they... So did not. They have shown that they are inconsistent in their last several releases. Should we go around? Uh, I'd say the same about like, ro- Elements of Rockstar. No, dude. Uh, their, their, last, their last release was Skyrim. Like, Fallout 4 is disappointing, but that's it. Like, I also liked Fallout 4. Yeah. Uh, should we go around and say our top three? We're just picking one. I mean, I'd be fine with Red Dead over A Way Out, but... I, I think A Way Out has to be on there. I was bummed by A Way Out, but it doesn't hold a fucking candle to Red Dead. Okay. Well, <laughs> mine is Sea of Thieves, A Way Out, Fallout 76. My number one is Red Dead, and then I go see... Uh, actually, next I would go A Way Out, and then uh, Sea of Thieves. Hmm. Uh, sea of Thieves, Way Out, Fallout. Let's get Way Out out of there. Put Red Dead on that list. Man, you're just a wild card in the Yeah, you are. Uh, your spots, Brad. See if these way out fall out. I guess I would say, uh, yeah, I, I think it's see if these are way out. Red Dead. Uh, yeah, I would. Pro- I'd probably go more way out. See if these and then Red Dead. It's see if these are way out and fall out. I'm with Jason. Yeah, that solved nothing. Well, I, I, I feel like Red, Red Dead, Dead was might on have been a majority. Yeah. yeah, and Jans. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I, I will say I don't like Red Dead, but my main gripe with Fallout 76 is that they advertise it as a multiplayer game, but then within minutes of us streaming that, we were just following Brad and Jeff around because they were playing together in a party, and then Brad got ejected from said party. Dude, this is so fucked up. And, and yeah. Look, yeah. That sounds and, disappointing. You, you can go a pretty long time without seeing another human in that game. Yeah, yeah. And, and like you, like when you were playing it at home, you yeah. stopped seeing people because people out-leveled you. And they like were off the, somewhere else, and I'm like, well, yeah. I'm and there's only 24 people in this map, and it, this map is supposed to be gigantic in comparison to previous Fallout games. I just can't comprehend from a pure like mathematical point of view how the, one of the most disappointing games is also guaranteed to end up in I our mean, top ten. If you want to talk about math, this I happened, counted this happen with Destiny. Yeah, it, it, it has that's not, and I have and hey, problems about Destiny getting in there. Before. And, hey, and, and if you think about Destiny long enough, like it doesn't take long to think about Destiny to understand exactly how. Yeah, it ends absolutely. Up in both. And, and, and then right, if so. you want to bring up math, I count five and nine that have Red Dead on most disappointing. I can't. I can't. I can't. I, yeah, I it's, not, can it's, it's not a not. vote. It is not a vote. Okay. Not I a know, vote and what I am saying is that I cannot. <laughs> yeah, I'm with I'm, Alex. Yeah, I, I, my brain will break. Yeah. Wait, I don't Dude. Wait, if, if a majority of people do want Red Dead yeah. on this list, I yeah. don't understand how that... Then, well, it, this has never been a democratic process. No, why, why do we ever do the vote? Why do we ever go around yeah, the table? I, I, I get a read of the room, but it's a battle of will. I guess the read doesn't matter, though. Game of the Year is a battle of will. It's not an electoral process. I don't want to get into an argument about this, really, but like I... Kind of feel like that's what Dan argued before, and then the room was against him saying that, like, if yeah. enough people want to get this off the list, it needs to go off. And Dan was like, but this has happened before where people have passionate arguments and it gets on a list. And then the room was like, 
No, but if enough people want it off yeah. there, which I, one is I feel right? Like but if, like if, if we rate, like say, let's say we rate Jason and Jan's desire to get it on the list at a two, okay, and his at a ten. I'm trying to show you why. I think Dan's argument is compelling, and I think he's been making it in different ways for weeks on the Beast cast. Like this is a consistent thing that's been building over time as he's been playing the game. I think it makes sense. Like no way, dude. I can't I, do it. There's no way. As someone who loves Red Dead, I also know a ton of people who are bummed by it. I know it's not for everyone. Yeah. It is very much it's a divisive. game that wowed me in so many ways. Anyone know anyone who likes Fallout 76? I, I've not played No, it. but I also don't know anyone that was fucking jazzed for 76. Dude, there are three people in here right now saying that we they were jazzed it for it? Yes. I was excited. Okay. I, I was hopeful Wanted for it. it to be good. Yes. I like, as that someone who wanted loves it to be good, I had like, yeah, mediocre, really weird, I had like, mediocre mm, expectations. I will say I am someone who still wants to play that game because I love Fallout so much. But I know it. I will be bumped by it. I I, know I knowingly play bad games sometimes as well. I know how it goes. Like you yeah, can just survive. I'm, I'm and how can you yeah. discount what Vinny just said about how like you're going to discount my like hey one person's passionate argument has gotten stuff on the list, but then also you do the no 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 the vote doesn't no, matter. You're leaving out the other half of that, which is that nobody else in those scenarios cared the other way, so they let okay, it happen. But if it's everyone else, we had a majority four that people, voted on it. Four people in this room are fucking stomping their feet about this. I not personally think Fallout 76 is my winner in this category. Like. Okay, wait, so, all right, let, let's just try and reach a middle ground here. I, can a way out come off this list? And, and no. can, can we do can we do Sea of Thieves, Fallout, and Red Dead? I, I, I would be no, okay with I, 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 I don't see that. I, I, think, I, think, I, I think a way out is my most disappointing, but in order to reach compromise, like people yeah. are very passionate apparently about Fallout 76 and very passionate about Red Dead, mm-hmm. I'm willing to I'm pretty, feed that for the and list. Ben said he's okay with that, and he's one of the biggest Red Dead I'm guys. I'm genuinely yeah. pretty vehement about a way out being on there, because that game bummed me the fuck out. Yes, but you're also super passionate about Fallout 76 being on there, so yeah. in order to reach compromise in this room to move on, we need to figure out a way out. So, uh, let's, so let's figure out a way to... So we're get all going to shoot each moving other? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> all right, well, let's pull some toilets <laughs> off the walls. Uh, so I, I didn't hear a way out on everybody's list as we were going around the room. Is this something that we can have a compromise and say, if C- is Sea of Thieves going to be our winner? Yes, I agree. A consensus yeah. winner, yes. It's not my number one, but I think no, that, no is, that is Guy Bob's most disappointing. I no think a way out has to be on there. Like, you know how much I like but brothers. you also think Fallout 76 has to be on there. Do you think Fallout 76 has to be on there, or do you think Red Dead cannot be yeah, on there? That, yeah. that is also a part of it. Oh, then present another game other than those two. Do you think, like, what's, what's a third if it's not one of those two? Oh, no. I genuinely think Fallout needs to be on there. And I genuinely think a way out. Here's my, here's my question regarding a way out. Uh, yes, I guess that Brothers was an incredible game, but was there at any point... Did you see what a way out was and think that's going to be incredible? The E3, the E3, the E3 that looks cool. Yes, yeah, the E3 presentation was very impressive. Like I the pitch thought it, yeah. for that yeah. game is was super effective. I'm not like enough of a like co-op games player to be jazzed about like a forced co-op experience, but like the pitch was neat. I thought it was a cool idea. I yeah. never thought yeah. I, never, I was just like, oh, that'll be all right. It's a genre I really like. Like crime fiction is a thing I dig a lot. I think that the way that they were they were framing that game and and what the kind of story they were going to in addition to the co-op mechanics that sounded really appealing to me and right from the jump I was like oh this doesn't seem great and the few little moments in that game where it does come together and is something that is kind of compelling just make everything else in that game such a tremendous bummer yeah, I mean, it was one of. I was super excited for that game to come out, and I haven't even played it. So that, that's like 100% oh, yeah. the same. A huge disappointment for me. That being said, I have not played it. I have not played Fallout 76. 
Dan has played all of Red Dead. I can honestly say he was extremely excited for that game. <laughs> yeah. He comes by his disappointment honestly. He's not trying to be a dick. No, it, it, I think no joy. Nobody's disappointed. But I think you're trying to block him out from being able to express that in the Giant Bomb Game of the Year list. I think the conversation means he is expressing that. Well, I, th- I but I also think like everybody's like this has to be on the list. This has to be on the list. And when Dan says that, he gets knocked out of that conversation. I, th- I think there are four people in here who. Th- Strongly feel that Red Dead is way too good to be on the list. And there list. were five that's, people in here that were okay with Red Dead being five, on the list. Five people voted when put to a vote. Like five people. So are why not, did we do the vote? If that's why I said don't right, vote. All right. All right. I, I just, I, I just think like I don't feel Fallout seventy six needs needs to be on this no. list. I think, and I vehemently feel Red Dead doesn't need to be on this. list. And I don't yeah. feel that a way out needs to be on the list. I mean, it's not even winning though. It is just it is right. nominated as something that I somebody know. feels uh, could be in the discussion. I mean, I, I, I. Flat out think it's one of the best games I've ever played, and I think it's insane right. for it to be on this list. Yes, but it's also come up in so many other categories where you have gotten that view across. Like the, the things that make that game special are largely the things we've already awarded for. I, I don't agree. Yeah, there are and... there's plenty of other stuff about that game. I I I don't want to. I I'm obviously very pro Fallout 76 being on this list, but I don't want to seem that mm-hmm. I am not disappointed in Red Dead in in various regards. Um, it was really the the story keeping me going at a certain point. It was just like I need to see how this ends, and I want to finish it before I get spoiled on it. Like I, I wasn't. I like Red Dead. I think it's a game of really high highs, but it's also a game of really low lows. I mean, I spent more time in that game exploring and hunting and hanging out in town and talking to people, being in that world and embodying that character than I did going through the story. Yeah. So when you tell me that the gameplay is not up to par, I vehemently disagree with you. But, but like, because also, that was not the primary thing I did in that game. So like for me, Red Dead was a game that I was very much looking forward to. I liked Red Dead One uh, or you know Red Dead Redemption, but like uh, you know it didn't it didn't hook me enough to get me motivated to keep going with it. And like granted, maybe my particular game playing circumstances are, but I also made it through a lot of other games this year, and that propelled me through. So something about Red Dead wasn't keeping me going, and I know you. I've been told it has a long on ramp, takes a while to get going, and like. You know, that's. I wish I could speak more. Yeah, that, to, I wish I could speak yeah. more to it, but that in itself is a bit disappointing. I, to I me. get it. I mean, the only thing I can say is that I would like to think you'll get to the point I got yeah, to because I, it took me like ten hours to really get into yeah, what that game is I, trying to do. So it's hard for me to say that because people who are reading my game of the year list might see it up there. They also might not. But you know, that's also kind of disappointing. I'm not gonna. I was never gonna play Fallout 76. Like I knew out of the gate that like. You you got a lot to prove with that thing, uh, and so I wasn't that surprised when that came out, and people were like, "This is kind of a mess." Maybe I'm a rube, but I still wanted it to be good. Yeah, yeah. But again, I think every, I said, like everyone I said, I wants every dude. game to be good. Sure. Like that's not, you can't. That's not. A, but I think it's like a major franchise. Yeah. Like yeah. it's a very major franchise. It has that. a name. They backed it, and they're major shows. Like, it wasn't a throwaway thing that I was like, ooh, maybe it'll be good. I mean, yeah. it kind of was. It was but the thing like, they talked about most during the press conference. Yeah. Like, it was obviously a big deal for them, and you just assume that if it's that big of a deal, there's no way it could be as bad as it actually I, I think I just, yeah, I, I think I was at a point where post-Fallout 4 and just like as as the... Uh, that studio has become less and less reliable as time has yes. gone on, and, and by the time they get to Fallout 76 and try to make this pitch for a, a wildly different style of game... In a you know in a series that was pretty messed up last time they put it out, uh, and as more and more details got out, like it was pretty easy to see that the, even if they hit the mark, it was like uh this this seems like okay you know with the stuff they've said twenty four players no NPCs all that stuff even if they nailed all that stuff it's still 
Like, it seems pretty bare bones and, and underwhelming conceptually. I, I agree with you that that studio has been trending downward, but I don't think one disappointing game is enough to say for sure that's the direction they're going. Like, Fallout 4 could have been a blip, and then they came back from it. I think it's more of this, you know, a lot of the moves they've been making. You know, you take this back to, you know, oh, Skyrim VR is a separate purchase, and, mm. uh, you know, and and the, hey, we're going like, to try to charge for mods. Skyrim Switch is full price and yeah. doesn't come mm-hmm. with any expansions or mods. You know, there's, just a, there's a lot of no, stuff. Skyrim like, Switch came with everything. Did it? No mods, but all the DLC. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I, there's also okay. So like again, I did not play a way out. Like I saw Alex play. You, you played it, and again, probably my winner of this category if I if I had to pick. But I didn't play it, uh, and so I can't speak to actually how disappointing it is. I don't think a lot of us played Fallout 76. I think we've heard a lot of stories. Mm-hmm. There's a possibility I could go into Fallout 76 and have some fun. That maybe cons- we should take that into consideration. Maybe not. Just in terms of like hands on. People who have played things, has it been disappointing or not? Like, Dan played through all of Red Dead, and like, it's kind of amazing to me that he came out the other side of that on doing a 180. Uh, that to me just carries a lot of weight in terms of uh, making yeah, this, it through this that. This isn't me thing. For, trying to force it onto the list after fucking playing it for seven hours right. or something. But like, you're also I'm the only trying to stay out of that. But this. you are the one who pl- you were the one of us who played Fallout 76, and you're not really disappointed because it is pretty much what you thought it'd be. Yeah, no, this is, I mean, so, it's it's messier than you might think a shipping yeah, $60 game would be. Right, but, I played it too, and I but, yeah, hoped but, it would be good. And it was yeah, fine. I hoped it would be fine. It's not, and and whatever. Uh, I mean, if we're, if we're assigning weight to reactions to games, I mean, I don't know what the weight of a bunch of people really loving the hell out of Red Dead compared to any of these other games on this list where there is not really a supporter for any of them. Yeah, like that's that's, my that, thing. that's exactly what I'm trying to say. Like I'm not in any way trying to invalidate Dan's stance. It's just yes. that there are a lot of other people here that feel so strongly the opposite that I feel like it it's offsets a, it's that. The none staff list, yeah, right? and it's none it. of those three games have any people on this staff that said actually yeah, that was good. Like that is, not, that is not, totally not that what I'm getting. Good, at. but also I wasn't disappointed by 76 because I thought that looked pretty bad to begin with. So it's but not that, that I'm saying it was good. It's that I'm saying I wasn't surprised or disappointed by it. But that's not really what he said, though. But he's I'm talking like about arguing about no, it being good. I'm not acting like anything, Dan. I'm, what I'm no, saying no, is, no. is what what Vinny said with the weight of you talking about how much you actively dislike Red Dead. I think that there is a counterbalance, if not not a cancellation, but a counterbalance of people who genuinely love Red of Dead. Of course, yeah. And as a staff list, compared to the other games on this list where there is zero positive support. I think that is a harder argument. But, but even a lot of the people who love Red Dead will admit that they were disappointed in parts of it. Do you have a better argument for another game that's not on this list? Because I think like part of this is getting caught up in Red Dead versus Fallout, and I think Fallout is like the expectation to actual is pretty tight uh, in a way that I think there might be another game that is further apart. I wish that I might had, make more sense. I wish I had the original that's list. The thing I'm looking at I right guess now. For me, for one more thing to Fallout, that I you know I I feel like I keep saying it, but like. Fallout is a big name, and I know a lot of folks here weren't thrilled with Fallout 4. I very much was. I still am looking forward to a new Fallout game, I hope. But, like, Fallout is a great game. Skyrim is a great game. A lot of these other games they put out are fucking rad. And, like, they made an online Skyrim. Why can't they make an online Fallout? Like, you know, yes, it was risky, and I wasn't sure what it was going to be, but I was definitely very curious, and I was hopeful, and I love the Fallout franchise. Mm -hmm. So that, I think you know, says a lot about it that like, I'm not even going to play it. And I'm, you know, I still love Fallout so much that I would like to play it (laughs) even, but I know that I will be bummed. I know that it's not going to do it for me. Like, did you really think it could have been demonstrably, Fallout 76 could have been demonstrably worse than, um, 
Elder Scrolls Online was at launch? Like, did you think there was a chance it would be way, 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 way worse than that? I mean, the pitch sounded worse because they weren't announcing it as, check out this MMO we're making, like Elder Scrolls Online. Elder Scrolls Online was always like, hey, we're making an MMO version of this thing. And they put it out, and it did that. It was, like, a little dull, but it was as advertised. Whereas Fallout 76 is like, well, actually, it's pretty much as advertised also, just kind of busted. Where they're like, <laughs> it's yeah, it's going to be 24 players, though, they, yeah, it's going to be... But I mean, like, if you look at what they said about that game in interviews and all the other stuff leading up to it, they were, they were not to, like, go hiding. out of your way to look at but it. But that's stuff we all knew, because we were all there watching that E3 and press conference. And that stuff, I was disappointed in what I saw. I think that's on you, man. The information was right there all along. That's unfair, because you don't know, you never know what a game really is until you're right. to I think there was when a, it has down in a front big of it. name not only is the company clearly standing behind it but it is also just like a big name game like I my thoughts going out of that press conference was like hey maybe this genre of game isn't my favorite thing but I'd be willing to try it because I love Fallout I think also, there was like more a- evidence that Fallout 76 could drop the ball then there was evidence for me in the eight years of getting excited I, for it, I, 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 I would be I feel like the large it. reaction from most people was like, I like Fallout, and Fallout 76 sounds like not at all a Fallout game. You know, because of all the stuff they said coming out of that press conference. That's you know? not really, I, I don't know. What, like the, I, I think what I, what I would say is no matter how much you hear about what a game is from the people making it, if you want it to be good, if you're interested in it, like to borrow a term from development, like the possibility space in your head of what it might be oh is infinite. Like, Call it wishful thinking, but you're willing to like rationalize anything they say about like, oh, there's no NPCs in it. Like, I'm sure there's yeah. something there. But that's the same argument you can make for Red Dead 2, where it sounds like some <laughs> people were really like rationalizing stuff that maybe wasn't the best implementation of mechanics. I don't know or, what that I, is though, I, because I, I, okay, I feel like I feel we should like, like go back to what the list was and see if there's a so, better so, third game yeah, than both yeah, of these. I, because I'm, I feel like that's I'm sad that we're getting hung up, hung up because I just don't see Fallout because, like I said, yeah. it's just. Should we just they, be a top two most disappointing? I like I they very I much, they very very much uh, tipped their hand as to what this game was going to be. Yeah. I shouldn't have deleted all those. I don't have them in front uh, of me. They would be in the, in the, 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 the spreadsheet. spreadsheet. Uh, they're not marked. Uh, they should have some categories next to them. Uh, there's only two that are next that have disappointing next to them on, in that spreadsheet. Right. What, what are the two? two winners? It's, it's We Happy Few and uh, what was the other one? A Way Out. So we're adding We Happy Few back. <laughs> I mean, we could just make it a top two, right? No. Mm. Okay. <laughs> Can we make it a top four? They did do Skullamania dirty. <laughs> <laughs> Have you played the arcade mode since they added it? Fuck no. It's all right. <laughs> it's all right. I played it on PC. I was like, yeah. eh. Do you fight a bunch of guys and then get a cut? Uh, get a still cutscene at the end? No, it's, it's a static screen. Yeah. yeah okay. With Alan doing his pose and <laughs> oh, shit. Right. Okay. okay. Dan, I, I really want to stress that we're not trying to invalidate the way you I know feel you're about not. Red Dead. Like, and I, I, totally and I'm, that's it. why I'm not backing and, like, down on how I feel about this. Totally valid way to feel about it. That that's it's why. Just, I, and I'm not trying to say that you like it for the wrong reasons or the stuff you yeah, like yeah, is yeah. bad at all. That game amazed me. And I also want to emphasize that I am not pushing for Fallout 76 as a way to get Red Dead off this list. Like, to me, that game was real close to winning this category before we even got here. I think it was a lock for Hottest Mess, and that is where it belongs. I don't think... Disappointment implies well, that we had certain expectations yeah, for Hottest it. Hottest Mess is about more than the game. Like, I know. about yeah. a lot of factors but outside I, I, like, of the it, game. I think if, if, if that stuff didn't happen outside of the game... Fallout 76 is still in that list and, and probably, probably winning right. that category. I don't know if it wins without all the other but stuff. But it's damn it's, close. It's, it's, yeah, yeah uh, it, is, it is on the list. It is damn sure. close. Yes, it is so definitely on I, the list. You know, Which, to me, it points to it being extremely disappointing. Yeah, I agree. But, like, that's... 
I mean, if you want to go apples to apples, yeah, I, I, I will dig in on Red Dead being most disappointed. If you're going to talk about Fallout 76 versus Red Dead, I have zero interest in Fallout 76. It is about where I expected. I was never going to play it. The fact that I have no interest to run home and go play Red Dead right now, Red Dead 2, is more disappointing to me than Fallout. Well, yeah. If you play like another five hours or so, you might get there. Five hours in real time for me is like I could beat like 17 other games probably <laughs> I, in that I time. can't. I, I, so wait, let me finish. So if you want to go Fallout 76 to disappointment in that regard to Red Dead, I'm going to back Dan on Red Dead on that one. Like it is a this is a culmination of our expected expectations, what we want to end up with. I think Red Dead's fine, but like I also don't think this category is best game. It is not most impressive game. It is not game that made the biggest turnaround. It is how you felt going into this game and how you felt coming out of it or when you played it. I think Dan makes a strong case for that game. I agree, which is why I think the three should be CFE, <laughs> Fallout, and Red Dead. Yeah. I mean, I'm kind of on board with that. I, like, I, I, I think that Red Dead, like, I take a, a point of contention with some of the talk about being like, I didn't like its shortcomings because I don't think this is a thing that we like despite its shortcomings. Yeah. I think yeah. that we don't see them as shortcomings. Yeah, it is not is that kind of game. my issue with some of the rhetoric we've been having. That said, I appreciate that a lot of people were disappointed with Red Dead 2. I think that people seem more passionate about Fallout and Red Dead and see if Thieves is the winner. Yeah, I would. I am totally again. I would even say Way Out is probably my most disappointing, huh. but I don't I, feel I don't know, that like, passionate as some of the other people. I, I also don't feel that passionate about Sea of Thieves. I think it was like kind of kind of like <laughs> what like. I don't know. I feel like people are just making concessions to move on. I, I was no, very disappointed by Way Out, but I think my disappointment in that doesn't match what he's saying about Fallout. So always, if you yeah. had to put the screws to me to have this kind of argument about Way Out, I would not. I would I would say it's a bummer. Where he like, is defending Fallout is this huge disappointment. I, I think now a way out is the one we drop based on the way people are leaning. I mean, okay, so yeah, is that maybe. just counting the fact that I was super bummed out by it? Yeah, I was too. No. Dude, like the brothers blew me away when it came out. Like but, I I said at that time, like whatever this guy makes next, I am there. But we're also not discounting the fact that both Ben and Abby were excited for Fallout seventy six, and that disappointed them. So, so are we are we just at a giant stalemate? No, I, I think we're trying to reach a like. What is the one you feel the most is the most disappointing to you? But that's the thing what is, is that we all it? have different. No, ones. name one. Wait, wait name right one now? game that is the most disappointing to you. Yeah, I mean of the ones I played this year, it's either a way out or Sea of Thieves. All right, what's your most disappointing? I mean, probably Sea of Thieves. Most it has to be we played it? No, no, just okay. just what what do you think? Wait, yeah, hang on. Okay. You yeah. you know mine, but you also like if we're doing this voting thing yeah, again. You're right. Hey, yeah. that didn't it's not, matter for shit last time. I, yeah. I think there is there's room here to reach a compromise without people putting their uh, sticking their feet in the mud and not allowing a group decision to yeah. come out. Just because you have three favorites that need to be on this list, I think that is pig headed to not allow somebody to compromise and get something on the list. And here's the thing too. I'm pretty sure Red Dead is gonna get some placement on our top ten of the year and it's certainly got its credit all over the place on our things here. I think it's also worth acknowledging that it was severely disappointing to me and different shades of disappointing to others. It will get its due. That's true. I mean, like... I'm, it's, not, it's not, for me, it's not about it not getting its due. Like, I'm not worried about that. Like, that's not the, the a problem I have with how that discussion has gone with this game. I'm not even adamant that, like, you know, Red Dead has to be, like, our game of the year or anything. Like, I think there are plenty of other games that will certainly rank very highly on that top ten list, and I'm frankly fine with just about all of them. It's not about that. It's about, like, literally, I just, I find the concept of throwing Red Dead Redemption 2 down as one of the most disappointing games of the year just completely incongruous with the experience that I, and I think a couple of other, at least a couple of other people at this table, 
Of course. That, that's what it is about me. For, for me, it's about the message that it sends by putting it on there. It's about what we're saying about what that game is by including it on that list. It can be both. But, what, but, but uh, you know, listen, this is getting into semantics, but what, what you're saying by denying other people to validate it by being on that list is just in line with how you feel. So like I mean, that goes both ways, though. It does. But, right. So I'm saying it's a, it's a, it's, it's it's a, why it's, it's a room for a compromise of saying, hey, it doesn't have to win. That's not a compromise, though. Like we're saying, including I mean, it on the list. Like what Alex is saying is it being on the list at all is. But is it being sending, on the list reflects the fact that there was a portion of the staff that had issue yes, with the game. Exactly. And so when Which you guys undeniable. are arguing for it to be high up on the best games of the year list, I'm not going to argue that because there is a ton of passion that way. But you can't deny that there is a sentiment to varying degrees of disappointment among the staff for that game. It belongs on this top three. It's not the winner, but it belongs on this list. I've really got nothing left to say anymore. <laughs> I really don't. Like, I, I've, I've made my arguments. I, I've, you know, I think I've emphasized the things I want to emphasize on this and, you know, my distaste for this idea, frankly. And... But, you know, in the end, like, I, I don't want to sit here all night. I don't want to turn this into, you know, like an endless stalemate. So. Yeah, I mean, I got I, at a this key, point, so if you guys want to go ahead and do your at thing. This, like, at this point, I, I, like, I just, I've got nothing left to say. Yeah, I guess, I'm, we, I guess I'm in the same boat. Like, here's a proposition. Know, I, I also don't want to argue about this forever, but. I know the voting thing was weird before, but hear me out. What if we just go around and pick the one? Okay, just. Yeah. Pick, everyone picks the one thing they think that does not belong on the list, and we see where. I mean, we're I, we're, I don't look, trust look, that because we did it, and look. if it doesn't go in someone's favor, no, it's not bad. It's, it's not bad. It's that putting people to a vote forces them to choose in a situation where they might not really care. Like that's what it really is. Like you're giving everybody equal weight in situations. Like again, this is about passion here. It's but why democracy people, doesn't work. Some people, <laughs> there are plenty of times. Not a game of the year. No, I'm doing anarchy, and I'm going to go smash that computer. But I also think, hey, if we can go around and say the one the one that we can take off also says the one that the staff is the most the list that the staff is the most comfortable presenting you said like yourself you know like and I agree with that sentiment that like hey what message does the staff want to put forward by putting this list out so if we just went around and said what's the one we just want to cut I think also affirms what the staff is most comfortable presenting as a, as a whole Abby what are you ready to cut Oh boy! Well, just to, what? <laughs> I'm gonna write these to down. To be clear, you're asking what should come which, off. Yeah. yeah, which one of these? Oh four? well, I mean, Red Dead is. I would like okay. that to right. That's like yeah. Yeah. we don't yeah. want that in my top three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Red Dead. I'm kind of equal on way out and Fallout 76, but also I just have issue with this going to a vote because if it if certain people this are up, like like a vote. Vote. hey, but it didn't matter last time, you're so right. that 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 doesn't work for me. So are you not you voting? Pay? No, because last time it voted, and it well, went against the way people thought. Before, it didn't matter. We're saying before the votes even counted that this isn't an end-all, be-all vote. This is to get... All right. I, I can see the argument for the way out and fallout, because, you know, certain people... You got to but... Just pick one to take off. Uh, fallout 76 was what I thought it would be. Okay. I don't think it's that disappointing. I say a way out. A way out. I did. I think I say a way out. Uh, I would say... At this point, I would say way out. Red Dead. Way out. I think that did it. Uh, that takes way out off. Yeah, I think that yeah, did I it. Will, yeah, I, think that's I will say, I don't, yeah, I don't know. It's weird and hard, but I feel like... It's weird and hard, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it, it always is. I mean, that's, yeah. you know, th like I said, that's how we kind of ended up right. with Destiny being on both mm -hmm. these oh, lists. Yeah. A way out like, is my number one pick, and I just picked it to come off. Right. Uh, and and it's, it's, it's a thing that I totally understand. I was disappointed with a way out, too. Like, I think, like similar to how Fallout is a name of a game of, like, 
like a way out i think at least had like it looked fucking great at e3 it seemed really cool it seemed like a new thing and it just was a real stinker not only did it come from like brothers and i think fallout is like you know it's just coming from fallout games Uh, i don't know it all is like weird uh and hard <laughs> I think I'm just I'm willing to concede on the arguments you have about Fallout 76. Like it's 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 not how I feel about it yeah. based on what they said about it at E3. But but okay, I have played neither uh, a way out nor a Fallout 76. I am disappointed by my expectation from a way out. But again, I have not put my hands on it. I also don't think Sea of Thieves was that disappointing. It was about where I thought it was after I had played it. So I kind of don't have that many horses in mm. this race. Uh, uh, the only one, really, that I put a lot of time into is Red Dead 2. And the only thing at this point, after arguing for four hours, is that <laughs> I am disappointed I didn't like it more. Mm. So like, it, you guys have convinced me that Red Dead 2 is the most disappointing after all this talk. I would have, not been, I would have been surprised to have voted for it. <laughs> but after all of this, now it is probably the one I would vote for. Yeah, I didn't think it would be a contender at all, but I'm fine with it on the list. Yeah, same. I, I played very objections. little. I, I was, yeah, mildly disappointed with with Dan. I thought the original Red Dead Redemption was like game of the, of the generation, and I've had zero fun with this game so far. Um, granted, I'm only a few hours into it, and it will <laughs> click. I'm sure at some point. Yes. <laughs> all the arguments that we made for, but it maybe it won't. Story. That's the thing. Well, like, it, it, it might not. It's where you feel right now, and yeah, that's where we're at. That's that's where I'm at right now. Yeah, I would also like to preface kind of what Jason said. If you are surprised to see Red Dead Redemption 2 on the top of my list or near it, uh, there is a big asterisk next to this. Yep. Uh, I, you know, I'm still in the on-ramp. Uh. I will say, I don't not to start the talks over again, but Fallout 76 isn't my top thing. So if people are more passionate about a way out, I would understand if that was also on the thing. Like, but it seems like a lot of people aren't. Yeah, right. I've heard a lot. Think, of, I've heard a lot of arguments for Fallout seventy six being very disappointed. I mean, yeah. I feel like if we put a way out against Red Dead, you would have also heard a lot of arguments. You know I, what I, I mean? think at this point, yeah, like I'm the only one who has like really strong feelings about a way out. Like Brad, no, I'm with you. But did you play it? No, I didn't. Yeah, that, I, I, but, but I, and I was this point. But like, I didn't I, play it because you guys and a whole bunch of other people that's, said that's not to play yeah, it. Yeah, I, like, I, I finished that, that game, and, and and like I said years ago after. I played Brothers, like I was immediately on board with anything that guy put out next. Yeah, and and to find out that people think it's so bad that you shouldn't even waste your time with it was intensely disappointing. Agreed. Hugely. Yeah. yeah, I I mean I agree with you, but uh, I I like I know I know we're just trying to reach some kind of agreement so we can move on at this point. Like I just, yeah. we we definitely I think all, we did. Yeah, right? I, yeah. Think, I think I no, think we I did. think it's done. We just, I just want to check one more time. I don't have to make this long. We definitely are all very disappointed in Sea of Thieves because yes. yeah, that was a game where like okay. they... Oh, we don't know, have to go into time, it. Just, yeah, no, okay. Time after time at E3, they were like, oh, here's what we're showing. And there was like, a, hey, we got more? Yeah, it okay. seemed cool. And I feel like yeah. even in the demo, I was like pretty jazzed at the sailing. Okay. And then when we, we did that stream, playing, we got drunk like, and it was like, yay. Yeah. And then like just, every just time after that, I was like, forget yeah. it. Yeah. I mean, games this year, I wanted to like more. For me, the real factor there is it's the new game from Rare. They haven't made a full, proper, original game in like a decade. List. Like a decade game of like, man, this should have been something okay. more, and and it did not deliver. I don't want to relitigate. I just want to yeah, check. Fair enough. So way out's coming off. I guess so. All right. Looks like the way out was inside of us all along. I need a way out of this room. Yeah, I gotta pee. Okay. All well, right then. Shit. I guess I'll save the spiel for later then. No, no, go ahead. Nope. No, no, no. Go. It's not worth. It's not worth it. I, I can easily wait another five minutes. Yeah, it's not an emergency. Go ahead. What I need to say is going to come out in the next category anyway. So okay. it's really not. It's not worth it right now. We can we can save it. That's all good. Uh, most disappointing game is Sea of Thieves. Uh, 
It's a way out in Red Dead, right? I just want to, like, I no, know. No, no, no. Oh, God, it's Fallout. Is it Fallout in Red Dead? Fallout in Red Dead. I know. This, I, my brain is fucking broken. <laughs> okay. Category is weird. Okay, sure. I know. Whatever you guys say. <laughs> it has never been wow, this really weird upset. before. <laughs> this category has never been this I've weird before. I've never felt this or hard. Yeah, yeah, I feel like we've had a lot of uh, weird stuff. Like, I, well, whatever. I, I think we've made a lot of strong choices across the board where, like, best music was, like, stuff you're like, oh, yeah, no. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, it's a lot of diverse selections this year. We have nine people here talking. A lot of people are going to have different totally. thoughts about this stuff. Yeah. yeah. It'd, it'd be really dumb if we all just were full consensus in yeah. every category. So... <laughs> Also, if you're listening... 20-minute talk, like, you agree on this? Yep. All right, cool, let's go. If you were listening at home and want to write in and complain about how long that took, this is the process. Yeah. You know? Yeah. <laughs> I would say trust... recorded the process yeah. for you. I would say trust the process, but also maybe don't. Yeah, maybe don't. <laughs> but also I'm don't... I'm going to undermine it now after yeah. agreeing to it. I see <laughs> But also don't go after whoever you think ruined this podcast, because that's what this podcast is. Yeah. So let's hear the official three most disappointing. Uh, I thought we just did it. No, I, don't think, it he, I don't think he said all the names. Don't do this. <laughs> yeah, no, you did get it wrong, though, Brad. You didn't say it. You okay, didn't say Dan, it. Now you can go after somebody who's ruining the process. Dan, if yeah. you're going to go full heel, Dan, yeah, I'm, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. And I'm trying to be reasonable with all this, but you didn't say all three. It's, it's like 8 o'clock. Uh, we need to take geez. a break. We'll be right back. You won't say it. We're back. We made it. How's We're everybody, here. How's everybody doing? Great. Never been better. No okay. time has passed. Okay. I'm yeah. alive. Yes. These drinks appeared. Yeah. Welcome. Mm-hmm. Are you on pizza? pizza? Yeah. I can't believe you guys ate pizza before this. Oh, yeah. Why not? Uh, dude, I ate a foot-long yeah, we sub before. Extra garlic, the ultimate meatball, meatball. Ultimate meatball <laughs> sub. It, it was really it good. Was, it was really good. good. That was the best Subway sandwich I've ever Four had. Four of us had meatball marinara. I'm going to yeah. hurt this room to death. I thought maybe my fingers would still smell like garlic. Nothing, nothing to do. I, I, I have like a teeny tiny Oh, Stop doing that. If you like burp in your mouth, you can taste it. God. I don't like this. I don't like I hate this. Stop. Alright, going back down to black. <laughs> this is my most disappointing game. Yeah. <laughs> Miserable. Uh, nothing nothing but quinoa and spinach and adrenaline down here. Gross. What would just stop all of that? I don't want to hear what's down there. <laughs> down there. Down at this end of the table. Oh, okay. <laughs> all right. Underwear. Oh, I mean I could bring the quinoa back up here if you would like. No, thank you. Alright. It's the best game. Yeah, it is. Uh, I counted 27 games on this list, so 17 of those got to go. There's our list. All right, <laughs> I'll read the list, and then we'll figure it out. Fire Pro Wrestling World, Celeste, Dragon Ball Fighters. I don't know that I can read anymore. Yeah. Uh, Monster Hunter World, Florence, Into the Breach, Moss, Burnout Paradise Remastered, Moonlighter, Yakuza 6, God of War, Frostpunk, Blaze Blue Cross Tag, Dead Cells, Donut County, Spider-Man, Excuse me. Marvel's Spider-Man. Okay, thank you. Uh, Astrobot Rescue Mission, Forza Horizon 4, Mega Man 11, Super Mario Party, Call of Duty Black Ops 4, Return of the Obra Dinn, Red Dead Redemption 2, Exapunks, Tetris Effect, Hitman 2, and Pokemon Let's Go. We made, we made some good choices. Yeah. yeah. In general, I would agree. For what I kind of thought was a weaker year going into this one, there are some good mm-hmm. games. Some bangers. I, no, man, I, I came away from this year... 
thinking like there were a lot of really maybe not like super like amazing like this is number one by a long shot, but I feel like there were a lot of games yeah. I was like, man, some really good yeah. shit. Yeah, yeah. Out of uh, like left field stuff like Dead Cells and Tetris. Sure, a lot of really cool indies like yeah. call Dead Cells out of left field. I guess they're asking for a fucking year. Not a big triple A. Okay, fair enough. All right, Alex, what was your idea? Everybody go around and say a game that they feel absolutely has to be on there. Yeah, I feel like at some point we're going to start cutting and it's like we're going to maybe get to another point where we're not sure if we've cut too many. So I would say just at least for a first volley, everyone goes around the table and picks one that you absolutely believe belongs in our top ten. Not necessarily the one that needs to be number one, especially if one that you think is number one has already been picked. Just a game that should be on our top ten. So this ten. is like we're and taking into account what other people have already said. Sure. Yeah, like, yeah. Or somebody and, else already called like, it. Yeah. If we're calling it, we'll move it up, and yeah. then that'll give us a split in the list and yeah. kind of an above-below concept. I agree. We can work from that. I agree. All right. Like so who wants to start? Well, I've started all the others. I can yeah, start. That's as right. good a reason as any. Um, I will say uh, Oberdin. Great, okay. great choice. That seems reasonable. I will say Dead Cells. That also seems mm-hmm. reasonable. Yeah. I will say Tetris Effect. Okay. We're going to need some time to copy these up here, so mm-hmm. Brad's got to do some all right. movement here. We're caught up. You said Tetris, right? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Could you copy Monster Hunter World and paste sure. it above? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, I'll just go ahead and say Red Dead. Okay. I almost I almost said Enter the Breach. Both good games. Both both should be on there. Somebody else say Enter the Breach. Don't worry, uh, I might have you covered. <laughs> yeah. Let's see here. Sorry, can uh, can you scroll over the list on the screen here just so I can see more of it here? I'm gonna say Call of Duty Black Ops Four. Hell yeah. I'm gonna say God of War. Hell yeah. I'm going to say Into the Breach. Hell yeah. This is a great list. Uh, Hitman 2. This is yeah, a fantastic yeah, list. Yeah. Back to me? Well, let's look at what our first volley here is. Okay. And okay. I will say, left. I feel like there's one we've definitely missed. Well, sure, we'll have well, to yeah. Okay. Yeah, we, well, there's also only nine of us here, so yes, we've definitely <laughs> missed at least one. We've made a mistake. Um, can we... Yeah, you got it, right? Are you He's piecing it around? back together. Yeah. Okay. Mm. And then we <sighs> all shout out the last one that didn't make the list at the same time. Yeah, <laughs> I like that. Three, two, wait, wait, one. No, no, no. no. <laughs> oh. I mean, I could say maybe like we could go around one more time just to kind of see if there's that's, like that's too many. That yeah. I know it is. But then we'll have to call eventually. I like yeah. that. That'll end up with the majority of the list on the top. So, so should we just start cutting from what we have? Or we could only say something if we feel strongly about one that's not on there. Because I'm looking yeah. right now. Yeah, and that's, like, that's, that's, yeah, because yeah, I also, yes. I like. I mean, I'm fine to also just openly speak now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, yeah, I, there's permission yeah, yeah. to speak freely. <laughs> Absolutely. Let's, not. Uh, wait, let's finish. Did we start the uh, the recommendations? Yet? Yeah, that's all nine right now. That's, that's uh, what okay. that's what just got read out. You want to read it out for Mon- the folks listening at home? Monster Hunter, Into the Breach, Dead Cells, God of War, Call of Duty, Oberdin, Red Dead, Tetris, and Hitman. In no order. Very, In no it's order. A, it's a very good list. That is uh, a damn good yes. list. Pretty good order. Yeah, yeah. I, think, I think we're good. I can't. Yeah, I can't find much beef with any of those choices. Uh, no. All right. So what do we want to do now? We want to go around. If anybody feels passionately, we'll do one more round trip around the table. Is that right? We're no, that, we, can, no, we can't move all those. Okay. Let me talk. Yeah. Okay. 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 Let's, let's, okay. Let's say. Why don't we start hacking away yeah. at the ones that are below? Okay. Yeah. Burnout yeah. Paradise Remastered is not going to make our top ten list. Okay. All it's right. just not going to happen. That, may, right. that makes me legitimately sad. But, I, I, but I, I get it. But there, are, get there it. are ten better games. Like I get the, it. The are there? Here. 
Yeah. There are maybe 15 Uber. that are Carefully. <laughs> if you weigh this in favor of uh, yes, new no, product. I, yes, yes I, know, I know the argument. Super uh, Mario Party will not make Giant Bomb's top 10 games of the year. I agree. But, yes. If it, I if it might not make mine, I don't yeah, think it's yeah. going to Oh, it's been one of the best Mario Parties Agreed. in a long time, and I think that's worth celebrating, which we have done, and we can delete it forever now. Hooray! Delete Agreed. Blaze uh, Blue, cross-tag battle from the list. It is my favorite fighting game of the year. It'll same. be in my top 10, but... Same. It's not going to register. Yeah, same. Can I see that top ten again? No, top nine, you top mean? Nine. Top nine? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we can remove Pokemon Let's Go. I think it's probably... Uh, it's rekindled my love for Pokemon, uh, and I can't sing enough praises about it, but considering I am the only person that played it. I like that awesome. excuse. Since I'm the only person who played Xapunks, and you know, Yeah, Jason, stink. what do you got? Xapunks sounds... I thought that Jason. might be my... Okay, if you want to take Exapunks off, you can, but you're going to be a jerk. <laughs> no, that would be a dick move. Let's. Uh, how about Mega Man 11? Yeah. As good as that game is. Ooh. It good might or... narrowly make my top 10. I'm not okay. sure yet, but I, yeah. I agree. I don't think it is in our site top 10 list. It is It is great they made another great Mega Man sequel. Yes. yes. Agreed. I just don't want to make anybody mad. No, it's all good, dude. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> are, we, are we going around? Is that? What yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Is there an uh, no, order? I think we're just yeah. talking. Yeah, I thought we were just talking. I kind of okay. thought we were going around, but okay. All right. I, hmm. I, I spoke out of turn. I'm sorry. That's no, all good. Hmm. I started to say the ones I feel like reading the room are going to be in contention, but then it's kind of a lot. Mm. You can move Xbox. Okay. I heard you can cut Vinny off or up. I couldn't hear what you said. Oh, are we talking no, openly now? What did you think you heard? I thought, I thought you said up. No, you could take Are we talking okay. openly now, or are we doing yeah, turns? Yeah. Right. Okay. We're talking openly. I, I think it's awesome, but I think we should probably... It's not It's, 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 it's going to be a hard sell for yes. the top ten. Yes. I think Spider-Man and Astrobot are worthy of the conversation. Yes. I agree. Yeah. I think Forza Horizon 4 is also yeah. worthy of the yeah. conversation. Yeah, let's move those three up. Let's, let's put them in a third middle list. I agree with that. Oh, God. I'm with I'm with Brad on this one. Uh, can we put Dragon Ball Fighters in the middle? Yeah, I think that yeah, is also yeah. a middle pick. I'm, I'm just gonna uh, make an executive decision and put Celeste up there too. Yeah. That's, a, that's a sure. smart move. I, I want to consider that. I don't feel that way, but somebody does. So the rest of these games here, personally, as much as I like Donut County and I think Fire Pro is amazing, mm-hmm. I just don't know that these any like Fire Pro, Florence, Moss, Moonlighter, Yakuza, Frostpunk, and Donut County. I just don't see them making it with I... the the number of games we have now. Like fifteen games or whatever, is this gonna crack those? I, I agree. I will the one that I would be willing to fight a little bit more than some of the other ones for is probably Moss mm-hmm. because that is my favorite VR experience by far. Yeah. I think it is such a beautiful VR experience that you can only experience in the VR. I mean we've talked about it a bunch already. Yeah. But that is the one I think I would fight for a little more. I think at the end of the day, I don't think it'll be on there probably. Uh, but I feel like if Astrobot is up there, I feel like Moss too. I think Fire Pro Wrestling World. It's great that we have acknowledged its greatness finally to a satisfactory degree. Uh, it will probably somehow find its way to my top ten again. Uh, but no one else really got into it the way I did, so I think it it, it can go. And I love Donut County, uh, oh. but I think like considering like the way we have done Donut County fairly dirty over the last <laughs> four days, like I, I just don't see. I don't know, dude. I I. I, also, when I look at the 15 games we've it, got in yeah, the top two categories, I just don't see it, man. That's, that's where I'm at, too. Like, I love Donut County, but I just about, don't see the it. The thing about Donut County is it... Brad, you can take Fire Pro off. It's not... It doesn't do any one thing, I would argue, I would personally argue, other than the writing, like, particularly groundbreaking. I think, I think it's just, like, a solid, nice little experience, but there's something to it. There's something to the fact that it's so simple, it's so fluid, that the fact that I could be playing it at home and have people start showing up at my house 
see what's happening on the TV, say, what is this? People have no idea about video games, and then they just pick up the controller and start playing it and laughing their asses off. Yeah, it's fine. I think there's something to that that no other game on this list has. Mm. Why don't we move Moss and Dona County up and cut the rest? All right. Uh, How's that feel? People should play Florence. Oh, it is very quick. Uh, it is a, is a great, memorable mm-hmm. experience. Uh, Moonlighter, I can't wait until the second one. <laughs> like I, I, I think I Moonlighter is pretty sure. great. Yeah, but I, I, it's, it's, I had the most fun with it of some of my games I've played this year. I really love it. I can appreciate it. didn't resonate with everyone. Yeah. Oh, listen, it might still be on my we personal top ten. Frostpunk is, is cool as heck. I, I agree with that cut. The Yakuza one's a little harder, but I think also living in the abundance of great Yakuza that we have had over the last couple of years and it not being my favorite among them, Makes me a little less into, yeah. heavy to push on it. Yeah, so. and I think with, with the 16 games we've got here, like this, this gets a lot harder. Can Agreed. we see what's in our first? So we should nine? just have one. Yeah, list I, I'd at say this point. put those other ones up yeah. with the rest now. I'm gonna leave one space. Yeah, yeah. that's fair. That's <laughs> fair. Not a bad idea. This is tough. I mean, I, it's, but, you know, it's hard I, for me to imagine a top ten without Spider-Man. I think you're right. Yeah, like there's a lot of enthusiasm I, from I, all of us. I'm, yeah. I'm with yeah. you. Like, I'm kind of. I'm, I think so. Like, it's yeah. no, I don't think it's anyone's. I don't want to put in words in anyone's mouth. I don't think it's anyone's number one game of the year. No, but no. like, I think it's at worst like a seven. I, I almost feel like it is the most solid middle of the pack. Game. Yeah. 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 The, closest, yeah. the closest I come on that list. I mean, I like Forza Horizon Four a lot, but I don't necessarily think that it necessarily belongs in the site top ten. The closest I come to arguing is Dragon Ball. Dragon Ball, dude. Because Dragon Ball, it, it's it definitely... Touched us in many ways. Yeah. It touched a person like me who does not care about that show, that lineage. It, it is just a really surprising and awesome fighting I game. I think Dragon Ball would make a really good number 10. I, I think can see that. That sounds sweet to me. But does it make um, it well, top 10, uh, number I mean, 10 instead of Spider-Man? I, b- I believe right. that is now 11. So. Well, well, yeah, yeah, I, mean, no, I, I know, but I think something else on that, that list, our list is not ordered. It's, it's, yeah, yeah. That, that's what I mean. Something's yeah. going to have to go now. I do so. feel like this bottom five, like seeing our our top 11, like this bottom five, I have a couple things on there that's like, I love this. Uh, it's probably going to be on mine, but I can appreciate why it wouldn't be on the list. I, yeah, yeah. I, I, would, like, I, th- I originally thought Forza would make the list, but looking at what we've got, and now also Celeste, honestly, yeah, and, and, and also the Mahatians. county. But, like, right. I, I thought maybe Astrobot, but... I could see cutting all these games right now. Okay. Yeah, that's I, a uh, strong Vinny, top. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Yeah, Vinny, I, well, no, I, I agree with that. I'm, I'm prepping. I'm trying to uh, jump in before we I know you're a prepper. Segment. Yeah, okay. I'm a prepper, so I'm <laughs> pulling out. I agree with what we said about here, because I'm not going to fight anybody on those those games that we've had before against. I don't feel that passionately about any of these to fight somebody else from one of those other games. Right. I'm ready to look at that 11, and I've got an idea. Oh. Well, okay, okay. Let's, let's, then let's get rid of this and hear Vinny's idea. Okay. So say goodbye to Astrobot, Forza, Celeste, Mont- County, Mont- County. County. Okay, you ready? Is that eleven? That's twelve. Okay. Is yeah. it, no, I'm sorry. That's eleven. That's right. eleven. All right. Now listen, mm-hmm. this is tough, uh, and I want people to bear with me. Mm-hmm. But I think I, I'm not sure I would put Hitman Two on this list. I can see it. I, I, I'm on that team. I, I why, do you, I, why do you hate Jan? I don't wow, know. Wow, wow, I don't wow. know. No, I, I, I don't. Oh, I know. I don't no. know if I agree, but I get where I, you're coming I, from. I'm trying to think of the arguments that, that I would have to put up for Hitman Two against some of these other ones. Yeah. I, yeah. And and it seems it seems tough. Like I like because the argument I would have for Hitman Two is it's more of a fantastic game. It is more. It's more of a game Hitman. of the year from two years ago. Yeah. It is more of that yeah. great game. And I love it, and I'm having a lot of fun with it, uh, but 
I'm not sure I would argue it if somebody else felt more passionate. I've heard great arguments for all like, of these other games. You but know, what if we, they wanted to make another game of the year edition? Can we, can we, see, can we see the full list on screen here? We, we're missing some of them here. We had, we, even Brad was saying he thought some of the design in the first one was maybe a little bit better. Like, I, I think it's cool that they made more Hitman. I think it's cool that they made some changes to it. But then there's like stuff in it, like the ghost mode, which just kind of was like, yeah, you're right. The the ghost mode is not great. You're right. I I, I see the argument, and in fact, when I played it for the first time, my first thought was like, man, I love this. This is great, but it definitely is more Hitman. It's hard because I, I know, like, me personally, looking at these 11 games, there are at least three or four that I would put below. Yeah, I, let, I, I am with you on and, that. Do we want to figure out, like, a, a low three on here that we can start debating and chop one off? Yeah. I would sure. think, tell me if I'm wrong, but... Hitman 2, it sounds like, is up for discussion. Mm-hmm. Maybe Monster Hunter World? Like, I liked it a lot. I don't, I don't think I can do that to Jason. I really don't. I think Monster Hunter World belongs in our top yeah. ten. Well, I I I as someone for, who yeah. did not like that game, I agree. I okay. think it belongs yeah. in the top ten. Uh, yeah. It right. resonated with so many people in a way that these games have not before. Like, my thing with that game is that I don't like it, but that's that's just me on me, and I think the arguments people have for it and yeah, the passion the theory, people have yeah. for it. I think there's, like, a flawed experience there about accessibility and use, but I think also, yeah. it seems like you yeah. are rewarded they, for the time you put it. they brought it so far from oh, yeah. where yeah. it was, and it, it's a, it was it was a great game to have early in the year, Yeah, too. I, I am Just, reminded, thinking back to January, which feels like a million years ago at yeah. this point, that that game dominated, at least mm-hmm. here, that dominated the podcast here for like a, at least a month, yeah. I feel like. Oh, like that's like what we were talking really about. fucking angry. No, no, no. <laughs> it's probably going to be on my top ten. I just don't think I expected to hear as much of a consensus I'm, positive thing. I mean, like, again, I'm to hear it. So I, I love that game. My, my yeah. dislike of it is not one that I feel passionately about, and I would much rather see the people who are way into it, like, get it on there. There's still part of me that thinks I will I will play it through. Like I I, I did enjoy my time with it. I just dropped off for other reasons. Like it's yeah. cool. It's yeah. a cool game. Fucking flying around on that instant glaive rules. The other one I'm not 100 percent sure on, and it's again this is just a matter of it not being my thing and a thing that I just don't have any real feelings about is Black Ops 4. But the way people have been talking about Black Ops 4 and the way that like I did talk about a game that like did not necessarily have a lot of great expectations going in, but managed to hook a lot of people. It seems like there is an enthusiasm for Black Ops that there has not been mm-hmm. for a while. Yeah, I think that's probably pretty low on the list, but I would like to see it make the cut if possible. That's like the that, one. That, when I when I look at this list, it's hard. Like if I look at this list and think personally, like personally, I'm cutting into the breach. But I don't think that that's like realistic. I, the, and, yeah. and so that's the thing is like <laughs> I, I don't know what I would cut from this list. I think there are at least a hundred. I just one. don't know what I would cut. Three from this people list. would stab you. Over I, I think yeah. actually I would probably cut Red Dead. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> one person would definitely stab you. No, I, mean, I, I would stab over that too. Uh, I, I have played every game on this list, but uh, Call of Duty Black Ops, and it's probably just because yeah. it didn't have a single player. But that doesn't mean I'm, I would be willing to cut it. But having played everything on this list, I think yeah, it's like. For me, it's, it's Hitman. I didn't hear come up a lot during great moments, or, or I mean, it, it did come up in discussion. But like all of these games, I here, mean, Hitman's kind of a known quantity, right? Yeah, yeah. Quantity. it didn't come up because it's more of the same, but it's like more of the same really good. Yeah, it is, yeah. Game. And like I, I, I totally get your argument. I also had more fun with Hitman than probably had a lot of stuff on this list. Yeah, that's the thing. Is that like, like I really liked Hitman One. I have in it, 
not necessarily had more fun with two, but I felt like more invested in two yeah. uh, at the outset yeah. than I did with one. And I think bringing the Hitman one levels into it makes it a yeah. really That's cool fantastic. package. Yeah. Yeah. Fantastic. I just I, wish th- they had done something, even a little attempt to get people like me who want to theoretically like Hitman to like Hitman. Like, okay. uh, they didn't even the, make I think, it. I think, I think your level, the, the Hitman 2 intro level, though, the tutorial is very better. But my problem, you're asking them for the change of the and core the of the game. Story I don't stuff, think no, I'm not asking them to change the core of the game. I'm saying, like, in terms of, it put me off hearing how many people were just right away saying, oh, it's more of the same. Oh, it's the, it's the game. It's the game again. Sure. Yeah, and that makes sense. But I mean, but it's, it's very good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. the thing is, like, it's the, the follow-up to a game of the year. <laughs> yes, it's yeah. more, and it's and it's got some really cool shit in it. Yeah, it uh, is more of the same, but I really like that same. It's probably top five for me. There's a lot of yeah. games on this list that are really good. More. Should of the we same. start or, trying to order things yeah, and oh, pushing oh, things boy. around so that the Two bottom sections, the bottom? I, I don't, games get, kinda I don't get think, get I don't think it's worth it until we figure out. We can put some games towards the bottom. We we talked about Spider-Man as a universal towards the bottom game. Yeah, about fighters. Maybe a good number ten. Yeah, fighters. I mean, honestly. The bottom and three Hitman. sound like the bottom, bottom of the list games. Well, 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 right, even by design. And then maybe yeah, Black kinda. Ops moves somewhere towards the bottom well, because I like Black Ops too. It might be on my list, but like, it's kind of more Black Ops. Jan, you nominated you nominated Hitman too. What do you uh, what do you got? How are you feeling? Uh, I I echo Brad's sentiment that out of all these games, it's probably the most fun I've had, and mm. just like it's it, it's ability to enable the player to just create the situation they want to get into and when that situation they've created goes horribly wrong <laughs> there's still a way to get out yeah. of said uh said situation uh and and i don't know it's, i think it's like also the small little contextual stuff they've added of like now agent 47 feels more of a character and that's you true. know we, we've mm-hmm. all talked about like hey we actually care about the story now uh, about following agent 47 and and that's the thing that i can't say that i cared about in the first game, the uh, Hitman One. Oh man, Hitman Two is, is going to cool. win Game of the Year, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, it's coming back around. No, it's not. Everyone's yeah. going to win Hitman Two. <laughs> All right, I, 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 I do want to real quick. Sorry, uh, I do want to add though that the part that bums me out about Hitman Two is the like stills of the story yeah. of like how it's just like it's just like a frame and yeah. then some text and yeah. VO. I think I think it works okay for what it is but, yeah. sure. but, sure. but especially having it all housed in the same menu watching those right. old cutscenes and yeah. seeing how nice they were mm-hmm. and seeing it, the new ones it's just a it little It got me at first I got used to it. Yeah, uh, it's not yeah. it's not tragic but yeah. it, but it does make you feel like eh, some of them well. were actually really nice. The one that's in that uh, abandoned orphanage uh, is actually yeah. very nicely done. They actually like to their credit they tell the story quite well yeah. but it but just having that stuff side by side it feels All right. Used. I want to hear somebody else try and make a cut. Uh, I don't know. I, I, feel I, like don't know, hit, I honestly, I feel like Hitman should be cut. Uh, but I, I, I propose something why. else. I don't want to be the villain here. I really like Hitman too, and yeah, I, did, I, I don't know if I can something. bring myself Call to of do Duty. it. Uh, like I, I do like Blackout. I like the the core multiplayer. It just was like a really jarring experience coming in having not played Call of Duty games and then coming into this one and just being blip- greeted by that awful menu and just yeah, like all these weird bad. sub-menus and I didn't know what... I didn't know like how to create a class. Like, a, create a class was locked. Yeah, I had a harder time like, getting into it than I wanted. Having played a number of those games, I was like, this is going to fit like an old glove. Like, I'll know exactly what to do. And then I got in and yeah, like, A, a, a the menus were confusing. B, I was terrible at, at it. And it was tough. Yeah, um, I mean, it's kind of but I wish, like, but I get, I get cheesy, why. But I really do like the single player campaigns <laughs> of Call of Duty games. And yeah. 
the fact that it's not I in there too. is a bummer. Yeah, yeah. me too. It, it's going to be, I mean, listen, the Blackout mode sounds very good, so I, I might head into it, but I was the idiot who always bought for the single player and then played a little bit of the multiplayer, so... Not, get, yeah, not that the single player was going places. No, yeah, yeah I will say it's like an action movie. You know? I am really loving my time with Call of Duty Black Ops Four. Yeah, but not because of the new stuff. I don't really even care for the blackout mode particularly. Mm. Um, but I, I'm, I will say I'm playing I am, way more of the of the regular multiplayer yes. than the blackout mode at this point too. But I, uh, I will say I am coming in as a person who likes Call of Duty. Of course, right. I'm gonna like the new Call of Duty. You know what so I mean? I'm coming into it as a person who has played Call of Duty for since it was like real huge and fell off it big time mm-hmm. and expected this just to be another one sure. uh, on and the they, downward slope. And, and again, and, like the early expectations for that game, especially from that first presentation they gave, which was just baffling in a lot of different <laughs> yeah. ways. Like there was no reason to believe that this would be the thing that brought like old Call of Duty players who had fallen off back in. I, I'm probably more in the boat of, of Jeff. You, I used to be a huge, huge fan, fell off pretty hard. Still yeah. played them all year to year, but like wasn't nearly as enthusiastic. Mm-hmm. This one brought me back, but only with the blackout stuff. Like the traditional multiplayer stuff, it's still <clears throat> it's really good. Yeah. Um, but just kind of that style of multiplayer, I'm, I'm kind of less into now. I'm yeah, fatigued and, you know, by it. And I think the zombies mode is like better than it's been, but it's still not my cup of tea. So when you when you start taking into consideration no campaign, the zombies mm-hmm. mode is what it is. Yeah. The only solution here is to instead nominate Call of Duty Black Ops for Battle Edition, which is the forty dollars <laughs> version that doesn't include zombies. Is that right? Now that yeah, there's. Oh, wow. Wait, yeah. why did I, I get it was, that? It's only on New. PC and it just launched today. Is it thirty? Uh, uh, I think it's thirty, isn't it? It might. Yeah, it's thirty temporarily, but it will <laughs> oh, okay. go up to forty. Okay. Uh, that's a dirty trick. Yeah, get right, this yeah, game yeah, off. Yeah, yeah. game no, off the list. Okay, that's yeah. So, I, it's, I, I I think in in context of like, hey, there's a full third of this game that I don't want anything to do with, yeah. uh, even if it is better than it has been. Uh, and and people being kind of iffy on that other stuff, them cutting the campaign. Like I think it, there's enough blood in the water around that game that I, I get it. It's probably still my fucking number one game. <laughs> yeah, I love that game, and like, but also I'm not crying over it leaving. Yeah, know? yeah. The the thing that strikes me about this list is that Hitman and Call of Duty are the only two that are both really just kind of more of the same. Like every other game on this list has got some unique hook to it. Yeah, and just on a personal level, I just feel much more strongly about that same in Hitman 2 than I ever yeah. did. Yeah. Yeah. And the other thing I'd game. say, though, is yeah. also the changes they made to competitive multiplayer in Black Ops 4, actually, it's way more than just yeah. more of the same. I will sure. say, and coming from World War 2 to this, it's a big change. Well, yeah. sure. I, I, coming I, yeah. from Black Ops 3, where they like tried to originate this stuff, yeah. and then they did it poorly there, yeah. Yeah. Like this is actually really a yeah. good take sure. on some of those That's same like, ideas. This is a, still a hard cut. Yeah, uh, and I think Black Ops mode's really good. Yeah, it is. It sounds very good. Uh, it's just it's encouraging to be talking about that series in a way that feels like you know it could be on our top ten again because I feel like there has been this sense of just sort of like malaise and disinterest in a lot of Call of Duty stuff for a while now. Yeah, I I mean you know I, like I said it, it would, this would be like a probably a top five game uh, if I if I had my way but if the support's not there then then it is what it is but yeah this is probably going to end up being my fucking number one game or number two or something I mean I'm all for like if you I mean your other idea was Into the Breach right that was the the one you would throw up there I just yeah I'm just not a huge fan of it it's it's neat but I just don't like it are there any other games people are throwing out to be the one cut Uh, so so far we've had Hitman Call of Duty Into the Breach is there anything else that's up 
There seems to be a pretty good amount of enthusiasm for Oberdan, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. So, <laughs> I, I, like, yeah. I like it a lot, too. So these are 11 really good games. Yeah. I think, yeah. think Oberdan is pretty rad. <laughs> okay. Spider-Man maybe not make it? I, I feel like I Spider-Man like should it. go up. Like, I, I would feel really sad if Spider-Man I, same, yeah. I feel same. like there's a lot of really good stuff with Spider-Man. Yeah. That game was fun. Ben I, reviewed I, it and thinks it should go. Yeah. I'm going to review it right uh, now. Okay. Five stars. All right. Yeah. Um, Call of Duty is the only one I haven't played on here, so uh, it, it's the only one I, I can't really speak to. The, the rest of these, I have heard very, very good argument. I mean, including Call of Duty, uh, but I, but I also really like Hitman. Uh, I just. I don't know. I didn't know if the love was there for the. Yeah, for the I, I think Call of Duty is also a victim of just it like is. it doesn't really fit into any of our other categories very well, so it's kind of only coming up <laughs> yeah. here at the end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So right. it's kind of like sliding in in a weird way. Um, and that's check, fine. It, check it yeah. out. Check it out. Best playing game. Okay. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Start adding yeah. categories. Yeah. But what does it mean to play a game? <laughs> oh, Worst game no. Feel? no. <laughs> Worst playing game. Yeah. Best controls. Best world. Oh, so no, I've got an idea <laughs> for it. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Yeah, that's. Uh, I mean, if if you if you want to just cut it so we get to ten, start ordering, or if you uh, want to start ordering and see if we make a natural selection the other way, I, I don't you know I don't know what the best way to proceed. I kind of like start ordering. I mean, if we're not like super passionate to cut, why not just cut off our 11, like wait you know until we mean? get down to to it and just like okay, right, we can't okay, did, we can't really well, say this game's better than this. Did, game. did anybody object to I forget who floated the idea of Dragon Ball being last? I think that's a I think that's a solid ten. I mean, I would certainly I would put it above Cod. There's, there's, there's like three oh, or four oh, yeah, games yeah, I would okay. easily put it above. All right, it, I'll move Call of Duty to the eleven spot. Okay, okay. Uh, I think we right. need to move Monster Hunter down a bit. I well down it's for at sure. Number one, yeah. but, but I, 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 not I, far, not far. <laughs> I, 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 I will say that the issues with the multiplayer in that game were a massive yeah. detriment or impediment to my enjoying it. I really liked what I played of it until I tried to get into groups with people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that stuff, that stuff's rough. And I still had fun like flexing up in the in the group area mm-hmm. once once we figured it out, but it was just so laborious. Mm-hmm. I remember that one stream we sat there for like forty-five minutes. I, know, I feel trying like to Jan also like had to, to play me. the cutscenes. Yeah. Why yeah. can't I think of what is it? Arm fighting competition? Strong yeah. arm? Yeah, yeah. yeah. arm fighting. I'm going to know what the second somebody said. Arm wrestling. Arm wrestling. Oh, the word wrestling is what I was forgetting. (laughs) This has been a long day for you, hasn't it? We've been in here for a while. I expended my energy. You spent something you ain't never going to get mad. (laughs) Wow. You paid a cost. You paid the strong arm competition? I know there's a thing. Uh, The hat? Yeah, the hat backwards. (laughs) Bill Sobranis would have you killed. Yeah, he would. I think Tetris Effect moves up. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's probably top three. Yeah, yeah, uh, sure. I will. Yeah, it didn't have the same impact for me as I feel like it did for a lot of folks, but I I can appreciate that it touched a lot of people. I feel like there are a lot of games that, um, I don't I don't want to say surprise me because it is surprising. There's like a Tetris game that people are playing and yeah. talking about, but cool. I feel like it had a bigger impact for me. Mm. Uh, I. But that's, I, I'm kind of with you, yeah. <laughs> but like pe- people here seem to love it, yeah. And, and like I again, anything I say from this point on, all these games are great. Yes, yes. same, same here. Hundred percent. We are all well. We are now forced <laughs> to put these into an order, which means that maybe I'll say something negative about a game, like right. oh, like maybe Oberdin will move under Red Dead at at some point. Yeah, even though I, <laughs> I think, think Oberdin is a fantastic game, but people, I think Red Dead's going to go on top. I'm right. happy that Oberdin is on this list, and where it ends up, that's fine. So you you can in in my heart it's okay, Brad. If you wanted to make a movement, well, I guess Red like up. by that by that token, then would you take Oberdin or Dragon Ball? 
Wait, why? Wow. Is it, why is it because if we're moving over then down, how far down are we moving it? Not like far. I don't. Like I, yeah. seven or eight. Okay. I feel like about, it's worth like, even going higher than that. Like I think Oberdin should absolutely be above all I, of these ones. I would above put it Hitman, over, Marvel, like Spider-Man, Dragon Ball, Call, uh, Black Ops. I would put it above Monster Hunter. I would put it above. I would probably I would put, put it above, above Into the Breach as well. Oh. Oh. Yeah. I know. I know. But I think it should absolutely go Abby, above. I would I put it above too, Monster Hunter. I would put I it would, above Into the Breach. I feel like a lot of us are okay, very well, passionate. Okay, well, we're at least putting it above Monster Hunter. Yeah, I, I, think, I think I agree with that. I'm just taking it above Monster Hunter. Wow, yeah. everybody's sorry. fine. Jason, I'm with you. God damn it. Look. I'm sorry. I fought. So to, to I, I agreed with you to get it on this list. I never said where <laughs> I would put it. <laughs> uh, is Monster Hunter like a number eight, number nine, somewhere around there? Four, number sense. five. Yeah. I think we all like, liked it more than other Monster I, Hunters, but it still had issues. Yeah. Sure. I, I think it's bottom five. I am not particular about where on yeah. that bottom five it is. Same here. I, I am because it's going to slip off at some point. No, no, no. no. I don't think there's, right I don't think there's any danger. Jason, I will say this. I actively dislike that game, and it should be on this list. I, I, will, not, I will not let that. I will pinky swear with you right now Thank that I will not push it off this list. It's not even going to be number ten, I'll say. I like Monster Hunter enough myself. To not let us yeah, I won't. Let, I won't let that happen to you. Uh, so what? Eleven? We're dealing with what? Tetris Effect, Into the Breach, Dead Cells, God of War, Red Dead Two, Monster Hunter World, Over Din, Hitman Two, Spider Man, Dragon Ball. Wow, we nailed Black it. Ops Good 4. work, everyone. No, uh, not far. Um, <laughs> we need to move up. I, I would move over Din over Monster Hunter unless there's yeah. serious objection to it. I, I well, no where objection. does Monster Hunter go? I I, I would think put it below Spider Man. Back above Over Din. Uh, okay, oh, man. what if we compromise? I would personally put it, I, as somebody who enjoyed Spider-Man more, I'd still put it above Spider-Man. Yeah, because that's probably, I think that like, I'd put, Hitman to, I'd put it between franchise. Hitman and Spider-Man. Yeah, the oh, things it did for the franchise, know. Monster really Man good. goes between Hitman and yes. Spider-Man. I will say, which is like very much the opposite side of the coin for Monster Hunter, which is not necessarily why it's going against it, but... What I really appreciate about Spider-Man is how accessible that game is. Like, I, I said this before, but I know so many people who do not play games, who bought a PlayStation for Spider-Man, who own, like have only really played Spider-Man mm-hmm. when they have the time to play a game. Like, I think that there's something really awesome about that. And we also all, it all resonated with us. That's like, true. This feels like a... Can I float yeah. an idea? Well, I, I wanted to say to support that, I put that game down before it even came out and just picked it up the last weekend again. So that was like a three-month break. Yeah. And within, like... Thirty minutes, I was like back in it. Yeah, yeah. I was I, like, I was like, I'll go do a couple fights, and then I remembered it all, and I was like, all right, I'm back in playing Spider Man again. Some of the stuff I said about the up. silhouette of enemies and just like what you have to do to get them, I think they could have done a better job. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that stuff never got better. But like, can I, it's, not, it's it's flawed. May I float an idea, please? Yes. What if we swapped Hitman and Marvel? Spider-Man. Yeah. <laughs> Leave Monster Hunter where it is. I think Hitman is better than those two games. I do, too. Mm. I think that Hitman is great. I think that our slightly lessened enthusiasm for it as a team ultimately puts it a little lower on the list than something like Spider-Man, which I think surprised a lot of us. Yeah, Spider-Man was very surprising. I, yeah, I, I could see moving Spider-Man up one yes. spot still below Hitman, but uh, but still uh, below I think the happening, Jason. I honestly I don't know. I, 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 I actually, and again, I, I am not a person who likes Monster Hunter, but I think that the enthusiasm the people on staff who liked it had for it keeps it where it is. I mean, yeah. I really like Monster Hunter. I'm not saying I don't, yeah. but I but I also. <laughs> 
I think when, when I hear is. what you're saying about Spider-Man, I think Spider-Man maybe should come up based on that enthusiasm, <laughs> I, despite someone who thinks Monster Hunter is a better game. Here's what I have to say about Spider-Man, and I'll, I'll say this and not say another word about this game. Because that I think won't happen. A, that, no, you're, 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 you're just lying now. No, I mean, I, I really <laughs> have nothing much to say about Spider-Man other than I think it did some really good things for the genre of open-world superhero games. It did some like incredible things for accessibility, but it was just like... A pleasant smile all the way through with a couple areas of, like, meh. It never really, really got me like, oh, shit, this could be really cool. Even though I liked uh, it more overall than Monster Hunter World, I remember playing Monster Hunter at the beginning and thinking, like, oh, okay, I'm starting to get it. Holy shit, there's this whole genre of gaming opening up to me, like... The, I'm seeing the depth of these weapons. I'm seeing how much time you can put into this if you want to. I didn't end up doing it, but like... But it was because of me dropping it for another game and then never coming back to it. But like Spider-Man, I don't know if I would have finished as fast as I did if I wasn't reviewing it. Like I, I, I think that ultimately what you were describing still is qualifying for it to be our number seven game of the year, which is where it would be if we did that Hitman Spider-Man swap. I think that like the complaints, and not necessarily complaints, but just sort of the, the, the criticisms we have made about Hitman 2, put it on our list, ultimately, because we do all still really love that game, but number nine doesn't seem like, you know, a particularly punitive place to put a game that we all like, but aren't necessarily as enthusiastic about as some of these other ones. Oh, on I agree list. with you. So, so Spider-Man at number nine, then? No, a I mean, game that we like, but are like not necessarily. I think I know. I, I'm, I'm, I think Spider-Man is that description too, because I would move Hitman Two up about two spots. I, no, yeah, I would also agree with that. But I, I yeah. think I love Hitman Two, and I don't think I can get behind that. I think I, I, I don't know. I, I feel like Hitman Two is like a five or a six on this list. I think number yeah, nine is completely seems, reasonable for what we've said about it. I could it. settle I, with a six. It seems high. I could settle moving it up a spot. Like I'd love to see it higher. But I, I would move up over to two, but I'll, but yeah. I feel like Spider-Man, though, seems like a weird nine. Like, I, I feel I like think some people... I think Spider-Man is a fantastic Spider- game yeah, that too. is solid yeah, from start that to finish. Like, that nine feels low to me yeah. for Spider-Man. It does like, for me, too. It, it is a game that I I, I think it is... Yeah, it's got... I, I think you're right. It does kind of like go like a flat line a bit. Mm-hmm. It's, it's got some peaks and valleys. Yeah. But, you know, I, I finished, you know... A, a decent amount of games on this list, and Spider-Man's one of them. So, and, and it propelled me through. Yeah, so, yeah. I, yeah. The, the thing I, I platinum that game, and I don't have a ton of time like, to do that with. Uh, and there, there is stuff going on in Spider-Man that is more than just okay. Like the only th- fun. The only know? thing that derailed me on that game was having to review two 80-hour open-world <laughs> games that came out right after it. Like I, and I was like, I got that was the game I went back to this holiday, and I've been again similar to Brad. I jump back in, and it's like. Oh yeah, I'm back here. This is great. Like I, well, I agree with all of this, but I just and then I compare that to those other games, and I yeah. just get strong. I think like, I'm looking at the other games on this list and like how I would order them, and and honestly, I Spider-Man, I I would take Dragon Ball over Spider-Man. The, the thing I'll say I, about I, like Spider-Man's like a nine or a ten here. The thing I'll say about Spider-Man is that I, I know I keep saying it's like very Batman Arkham-esque, and while it sure. is like. It's like those games, better in some ways, not as good in others, but the thing this game does that those games never did is make me care about the story. Like, those games were just kind of whatever. It was like, all right, yeah, Batman's here, all the villains are here, yeah. let's do our thing, let's Metroidvania it up, and then it'll be over. I think the first but, like, game's plot and novelty, I think, maybe carried me through, but I agree. It's not the bad. Ones, the like, ones that came terrible. after, I it's did not, not terrible, care. It's terrible, but there was no real emotional attachment, and I was deeply invested in the events of Spider-Man and yeah. how it was going to play out. Like, the character in a, in, a, in a way that I really did not expect. Yeah. I, I think Monster Hunter is... 
like again, all the games on here are great games. Go yeah. buy all these games. <laughs> yeah, that being said, but Monster Hunter is probably the most frustrating game I had on this list, and it's like the thing I was hunting for a lot was a good time. Like it was, the, it was like, uh, the thing that I was. Oh, like, here it goes. The, the thing that I had the problem with is so much fucking downtime in that game, and that that's a tough thing. You're waiting for people. It has the high highs, but also it has totally those low lows. And so, like, I think that appeals to a certain player, right? That is something that is like, okay. We're going to be in this battle. It's going to be. It's going to have some really awesome moments. And I'm not trying to knock it off this list, or I'm not trying to malign it. But if we're comparing it, if it is up against Spider-Man for me, Spider-Man, uh, Spider-Man was higher on the average. It, it just, it just kept me more entertained through more of my time with it than Monster Hunter. So the did. thing about Monster Hunter for me, though, is I played most of that game alone, and that almost takes all the downtime out. It's like I'm running to get food. Yeah. I'm signing up for a mission. I'm crafting some armor. I'm back out there doing. Yeah, but it. Like, what are you doing once you're out there? I'm you're, like, monsters, hunting monsters and, and, and killing and shit along the and way, also and sharpening your sword and having to like regain your health. Well, I'm and, like, wait, sword, wait for like, the fight. Wait, That's wait not... for the monster to run away and then find it again. Like there is there is definitely downtime even in single player. There's not time in Spider-Man. You spend time swinging to a mission. So the time I had in Spider-Man swinging was more fun I had than running around trying to hunt that monster. And I'm not saying it's bad. I'm not saying it's a bad thing. I love that we have to keep framing that. <laughs> as much as I love Hitman, there's plenty of times where it's like I'm, I triggered the thing and I'm waiting to see the red outline yeah, yeah. and like walk all the way through the oh, line. I, I love that suspense. I do too. And I think but. in both those cases... Hang on, hang on. In both those cases, those that downtime is very much by design. The question is, you know... Uh, in which of those games are you getting more out of that downtime? You know, and some well, people don't mind the downtime in Monster Hunter. Vinny is simply saying that it's just not working for him. Yeah. But also, if you're or... kicking that monster's ass, mm -hmm. it doesn't fucking get away. Because yeah, you're does. knocking it the fuck down. Uh, you can keep up oh, with so that you're deriding right Vinny's monster yeah. hunting I mean, skills. listen, I'm not very good at that game. I mean, but I am also going to say that, like, there is... If you're gonna if you're gonna make the argument that there is not a decent amount of downtime in Monster Hunter, I'm gonna say you did not play Monster Hunter. You did not play this game. I'm gonna say you probably should have unlocked more camps so you could just take a wing direct to wherever you needed to go. So yeah, that is probably that is probably true. Like that is absolutely true. But I also have to sit there and I have to buy food before I go out. Right? I've got to go out there. Oh, that, and that, and you, you presented with a with a cat cut scene, which is it is adorable. You should be paying. Uh, for that. Uh, but you do have to. I mean, that's the game. The game mm -hmm. is hunting the monster. Like, how, how can you say? I, that, I feel like yeah. Yeah, but, but like part of monsters are not hard to find. Preparation, right? And yeah, the monsters <laughs> are not that hard to find anymore. And you don't have to paintball them anymore. That, I mean, we can talk about quality of life improvements all all night. I, I, oh, sure. I mean, I feel like we're you not can definitely compare this to other games. Yeah, yeah, this game is absolutely not yeah. accessible. I, I'm, I'm with Vinny. I think that the longevity of Monster Hunter rests on multiplayer. Like, I, there's not enough not in that game to keep me going by myself, and it's such a chore to get the multiplayer going that that's why I ended up burning out. Like, I, you, I, like once, once you, you know, figure out what you do need to do in the multiplayer, it's actually pretty easy. Not only that, I played most of this game solo. You know, I don't need the multiplayer aspect. And, and also, like, the, you know... And, if I, and I do like those quiet kind of downtime, like, I'm gathering moments. You know, I can go out in the field and just, like... Get more materials and get you know, more what bones. Yeah, get more bones and get more dung and uh, that's fulfilling for me. That's satisfying as well. Uh, when when you're talking about you know doing that stuff mid mission, you really don't need to. You know, I mean, you can you can go into these missions just for gathering purposes. You know, you don't need to be grabbing everything as you're chasing a monster down or anything like that. I suppose you could. That's less fun, but. I also think that, like, kind of once you get to the, you know, what was it, like, the kind of the midpoint and later into that game, 
you're probably playing with people that have played a lot of those hunts before, mm-hmm. and so they've all seen the cutscenes. And it's like it's it's not as hard to get a group together as oh, it no. is at the at the outset. Like that problem does kind of solve itself in a in a weird backwards way. And you can also the cutscenes that made getting into multiplayer hard, but yeah, yeah, be yeah up yeah. in the gathering hall to do it. But yeah, yeah that's I mean, like that's that a thing that you learn that once and then you learn it. Yeah, but, then, yeah. There's, sure, but there's also, also the fact that like to get people in your guild, they have to be online at the same time as you. You can't yeah, just like, send them a, a message arcade. and wait. I, for them. I got a friend list. I appreciate what this game does, but I think this game puts a lot of roadblocks in the way to fun along the way when you're first getting. Yeah, absolutely. And we all agree. I think that there is a huge learning curve on that game. But that's good sometimes. Like some people like that. Yeah. I like Dota. That's the hugest learning curve I can think. But we also have never put Dota in our top ten. I don't, think, I don't think a Dota comparison is going to win a lot of people to over in here. I'm one to one, but I'm saying, uh, like, games with high Dota's skill curve. Dota's our new number 10? Games with high skill curves aren't I, necessarily not, a bad thing. Hold, hold like, on. Dead just, Cells has a high skill curve. Like, a lot of these games have a high skill curve, but they are fun leading up to when you get good, and I feel like this game is not fun unless you're good. I thought it was. Sure, and I, I, I think a lot of people did. Like I said, I think this game deserves to be on the list, but I think... Like you were saying, Vinny, Spider-Man, I think, is like consistently fun throughout. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm not good. I still had fun with Monster Hunter, but, but I, I, just, I just think the stuff that is in Monster Hunter is, is very, it's, it's more particular than, than Spider-Man. I, I don't like moving Hitman 2 down the list like you did. I don't did. either. I think, I think that's a... I, that I, didn't move it down. I, I didn't move Hitman 2 down. I moved Spider-Man let me, let me float a couple things here. Uh, that, yeah, that, that's, I, I feel like Hitman 2 is a top five game. Yeah. Yeah, compared to the other I, stuff on this list, like I, I like Hitman a lot, but man, I mean, yeah, I don't know, man. It, it is, Again, if this was a list I was ordering, then that's probably like four or three or something. Yeah, same here. You know, it's, it's more it's, of that, man. It's, yeah, it's, fucking it's, a, it is. I mean, that's a good we thing. We all but. like more of that. Well, no one is disputing that more of that is a highly enjoyable and oh, one of the. Bended, yeah, but. But I, I think in general that the consensus is that like it belongs in the consideration for top ten exper- games experiences yeah. of the year. Do we have any strong aversion, uh, specifically from Jeff, to cutting Black Ops? I, I you know, like it's going to sit at the bottom of this list unless like arguments get weird later. Like we shouldn't okay. end up with exactly ten games because then if that argument gets weird in two right. hours, right. then we're right. like, oh, what did we have here before? <laughs> right. right. So like, okay. so okay. like, no, Fair like I, I don't. It's not the game I would cut, <laughs> but if it gets cut, I'm not going to like fucking dig in. Okay. Yeah. Okay. It's, okay. Uh, so I see this before. It's definitely going to be number Honest one. Honest to God, <laughs> I'm looking at that bottom six, right? Six through ten, right now. Read them out. Uh, starting six through ten, we have Oberdin. Spider-Man, Hitman 2, Monster Hunter World, Dragon Ball Fighters. Like, I think that's the 11th I can super live with that. If, if, we, if we just I would separate swap, the top five and everything I would below. swap Hitman and Spider-Man, but also I would drag into the breach down to the bottom five. No. I... I... <clears throat> I will say Into the Breach didn't necessarily click with me, but I do think it... That's cool stuff. I wish I played more of it. Like that'd probably I, be number nine if I was doing this. I'd put that above Dragon Ball, below Monster Hunter. I mean, Hunter. believe me, it's not going to be on my top ten. Yeah. But I think that's number one. But um, I know I'm I know I'm on an island. It, I, one of four it's islands. It's in for my number one. Like it's, yeah. it's that, I feel like three games. I would potentially. I don't think it'll probably push its way up much farther because I think their passion is maybe more for some of these other games. But I, I think Oberdin I would put higher. Like I think Oberdin. I really does, like Oberdin. Like, I also like, personally would put it, it So much cool new stuff it's a genre defining game and it's also just like awesome to play it's really thrilling it's really exciting 
it's really captivating. Like, I played this on a plane, and I didn't want to land because I just wanted to keep playing this game. Real quick. I, like, I would, I would put it above God of War, personally, but I feel like the enthusiasm for God of War is strong enough to keep it in the top five. Yeah, and, and I really do like Oberdin a lot. I think it's an incredibly clever concept that we have not seen before. Um, but I do think... It seems like we all kind of have an issue with the way, like, you can't really... It, it is a pain to hop around. some issues. But yeah. we can point to that in any game. Every game has, has its flaws. Yeah. Yeah. Like, That's why we're not arguing yeah. for it for number one. Exactly. I feel like this but, game does so much outside of that that like I can forgive it because I'm so engaged with every other aspect of that game and it just it, it's just I, I, so I'm with innovative. you on Oberdin but uh, in my t- in the top five I would much rather fight for God of War like I like if the thing I would probably say is like I would probably move Oberdin up to below God of War and move into the breach below Red Dead I I'm okay feel with that. very That's strongly that, that Into the Breach is at the bare minimum top five game I, I like I it a lot but it might I not, think, it yeah, might I not think number five I can live with that here's the thing about Into the Breach like I I like puzzle games. I like you know think cerebral games. Slow, I, but I don't love slow games. I don't like one of my main problems with Hitman is I'm not a patient gamer. Yeah, I want to hit the ground running and I want to go. And in puzzle games, like as long as I'm always doing something like Sudoku, I'm always kind of close enough to a number that I can continue. And Oberdin, I was always close enough to cracking a case. Into the Breach is the only game that I've thought of that is so slow and so paced like that I could just sit there and stare at it for 20 minutes. I brought it over to a friend's house and we were playing two player where we would both just like come up with a turn and then compare turns and see like whose was better. And our turns would be so wildly different, but both insanely effective in their own world. And and they give you so many different pieces to work with. And, you know, the way you can kind of recombine those pieces at will, depending on like, you know, what you feel strongly about, like which kind of mechs you like, like the way that all that stuff works and the number of possibilities it gives you. I've had hundreds of runs and I've never had like that feeling of, Oh, this is just like that other run. Yeah, exactly. And it's, it's, I, I just think that every aspect of that game is just incredibly smart, incredibly, like, well put together. So you think Into the Breach is better than Oberdin? I yes, do. I do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So what if we put Into the Breach below God of War, put Oberdin below Into the Breach? I'm that with sounds that. like a good Let's just see what that looks like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Try it on. You're going to have to say all that again. Okay. So basically Into the Breach at number five. Yes. Yeah. Put Into the Breach below God of War, put uh, Oberdin below Into the Breach. That's... What, okay. I mean, we're gonna move. Oh yeah, wait, no, yeah, wait, no, 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 no, that's not that. I cannot accept that. I'm well, sorry. Wait, let's talk about Red Dead. There, let's wait, try it on. So, uh, I did. How do we feel okay. about? Uh, but uh, now we move Red Dead down. Effect in the top five. Oh like, yeah, from, from this group of games, a thousand. Yes. Okay. I'm also fine with Dead Cell. Yeah, I think Dead Cell is top five. Agreed. I think the arguments around God of Wars it seems sensible as a top five. I could live with it being slightly lower than that, but yeah. I, yeah. I, I think Oberdin at number six made a lot of sense to me. Brad, I, from the arguments I heard about Red Dead, that game better be higher than where it is now. That game, I agree. Like, I, I, but, but even not, okay. I will say it should be higher. Not, not that this should matter, but it has won more awards than anything else here. Yeah, uh, and it yeah. won the awards that, for the categories it's good at. But no, which it's not, not the, not the case, because I haven't even uh, talked about uh, the thing that I really like about it. I would put it over Oberdin. I would yeah. Yeah, at least yeah. move it up now. I would agree. Okay. I would feel weird with it okay. not being <laughs> yeah, okay. like, right. with the amount of people that are passionate about it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's weird in the middle of this pack, but I'm okay with it about right there. Right. Uh, wait, okay. So Tetris Effect has stayed at the top. Yes. Yeah. Uh, okay. <laughs> 
<laughs> I feel like that is at the top because it's mild and toothless. Like I feel like I'm not Whoa. saying it's bad. Hold on, Ben. Like I'm not man. saying it's bad. I'm saying it is the most inoffensive thing here that everyone liked mildly. Or a lot of people like passionately. I, you know what? There, I, 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 uh, I feel like I have a ritual I, honestly, passion. I don't love dead cells, but I feel like dead cells should be above it. There like, are... Uh, well, that, I mean, that's I mean, not, not above it on my list. list. If, 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 if it was Dead Cells crash. number one, Tetris Effect number two, God of War number three, yes, I, yes, I, 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 I like that. I like that. All right, all right, hang on. We're trying to get we're trying to get ahead of ourselves. Yeah, because there are arguments that have not been made for some of these games. Brad, you have some thoughts about Red Dead that you have been itching to express. I think now is probably the time to get it out. Oh, man, I'm so scatterbrained right now. I know, but I don't, so if, I don't know if it's going to come out right or not. Well, then <laughs> can I, come back to me in a couple minutes. I'm, okay. I'm trying to process all of I this feel, right now. I, I, uh, I, I don't know. I, like, I'm, I would I not put Into the Breach this high on this list, and I would put Hitman 2 higher. But that's yes. probably those would be the changes I would make, and the rest of it I think looks I good. I think Hitman belongs exactly where it is. I, I think Hitman should move up. I, like, I really like Hitman, but I would almost put Monster Hunter World above it just... Just right. Oh, you mean the thing I suggested before? I would be fine with that. Yeah, as, as a person, I would be fine with too. that. Like, I feel like oh, Monster sorry. Hunter. I, I don't know how to explain this other than that I love that Hitman Monster. too. Like, it's, I'm trying to put it up. Don't no, just leave it above. We're <laughs> <laughs> gonna break it. I don't trust any of them. Don't hold it. <laughs> All right, forget it then. No, they just leave it there. I fucking love Hitman. I, I was trying to do you. I, I, yeah, yeah. Hitman at number eight makes a lot of sense. If you don't feel that way, then leave Hitman there. Like, Hitman is a fantastic sequel to a thing they could keep boning up over and over again, and they fail to That's keep true. messing up. And, like, it just gets better and fucking better. Uh, th- things on this list uh, touch people in different ways this year. I think Hitman 2, not to sound ridiculous, but touch people the same way it, it did. Uh, but I, it, but it, I think, I'm really tired of these games touching me. I uh, wish they would stop. They make it weird and hard. and hard. I played all of these, and, like, the two that I'm still super excited to play more of are Hitman 2 and Tetris. Like, I think those are going to be, like, enduring long-lasting. Games for, for me, it's Tetris and Into the Breach. Well, I, you know, I'm going to play that too. I'm yeah, about I, that. I think that's yeah. also the nature of, of yeah, that. Yeah, they're bit. more replayable. <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to be playing like God of War again yeah. anytime soon. Or like, I'm not, I don't know. I'm, I'm not actually playing that new game plus. I've got like 100 damn hours in, into the Breach at this point. There aren't that many games I'm willing to throw that much time into. Except for Sid. Okay, yeah. so we don't we don't want to switch Hitman and Monster Hunter. Is that where we landed? I think I, 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 I really I, I, don't think okay. I don't think I want to move Hitman two down. Oh, no, I really oh, think no. that bottom five is where it should be. Okay, uh, I can see it going on. above Spider Man. Like, can can yeah. I can I scroll Call of Duty off the page so we can at least get a good sense of what Just is? Just cut what? it, and we'll all remember what's yeah. what. Yeah, it's the only game. It's the only one. We can remember the biggest game series just, of the last like, yeah. 15 years. What was that in Madden, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's just hard to keep track of the Board. places. With oh, no, I accidentally wrote that blue powder defense. I can't even talk anymore. <laughs> okay. I've been here for 12 hours. I, I, <clears throat> I, I could definitely still hear uh, if, if I like where Spider-Man is. But I listen. If, if people really I like too. Hitman too, I wouldn't mind Hitman going above the, Spider-Man. Yeah, let's the bottom, I don't, the bottom I, five I is exactly where Spider, it should uh, be. Like Hitman mm. is so replayable. Still, yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. The I, package is so smartly produced. And, and you're right. It's Spider-Man is a little rough around the edges, crummy. which is why I'm not saying it's, it's number two. It's not that really. But for me, I, and I'm I'm getting the sense of any maybe feels the same way. I don't want to put words in your mouth, but like I please try because I can't talk. Yeah, it's a hell of a game. It is. In every way that matters, just as good as the last one. I have had a ton of fun playing it. I'm going to go back to it and play a yeah. bunch more of it. It is just, for me, it is coming from behind inherently because it is so similar to the last game. 
Yeah, and, and it's, like it, it is just working at a deficit totally. by its very nature. I, I agree with that. I, I just, but I also, I, I think that is impacting me less than you. So that's, I, yeah. that's why I'm saying that's like if it moved up a spot, like, I would feel better. Like about part of me is enjoying it more than the first. But time. I, I yeah, just, I think I am too. Oh, I, really? I just feel yeah. so much more strongly about Spider-Man as a thing that came out this year, yeah. like a thing that both surprised me and made me real happy to play. Hitman 2 is great. It belongs on our top ten. I like where it is on that list. I think it is enough to say that we all really enjoyed that game without necessarily saying that it has to be anywhere near our top of our list again because we don't necessarily think it is like a game of the year and I think I, I, thing. I think I just feel pretty mild about Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. Like it's like, yeah, yeah. this is fine. It's, it's, this it's good. A this is all right. Game. This it is was okay. Very yeah, sure. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah. I, I think I just must feel a little bit more strong. Yeah. Like I, I, like I agree. It should be on the list. There's some cool stuff it does, but I'm not like I, like I'm not passionate about Spider-Man. Like, like I said before, it's the strength of the story that's elevating it for me. If it yeah. was just that game with a, a mediocre superhero thing, like yeah. I wouldn't care. I thought care the that swinging. Much. Like I just kind of got bored of going around the city at some point. It was like this is a good mechanic. Yeah. You're just like okay. Is why I said you know, and I think number seven is a complete or whatever. Yeah, number seven. I think I just I feel stronger about Hitman two than I do Spider Man. I do too, uh, by a lot. Yeah, uh, me too. And the, the way top five games hearing the, yeah. like as somebody who played and enjoyed Spider Man, hearing you guys talk about Hitman two, just like you know, talking to Jan after he came back from checking it out and hearing like more of the same used in a term or used in a way that's not like oh it's more of the same, but mm-hmm. just like. It's more of the same. Like it's got the. It, it, it's really. I'm and the enhancements really like are really intelligent. And, and, and like, like you said, it's making me play. One. It's making me play the, the levels from the first game like, all over again. Like yeah. I was asking uh, you guys really after like watching and, you play, like, oh, should I just get two and like play the one content yeah. in two? Like, yeah. I mean, yes, yeah. you absolutely should. I would also oh, yeah, say course, that Hitman Two is saying. a little rougher around the edges than Hitman was yeah. even at its which is why it's not a top five game. But I still think it's better than where we've got it. I agree. I just a, a sequel a sequel that is that similar to the first game is just never going to get that much traction with me no matter what it does. I'll still put that above like a surprising really solid superhero game like Spider-Man. Like it's awesome. Um but I think there's just more going on with Hitman 2. There might be more going on, but I think I think I'm like my time with with Spider-Man was uh more interesting this year. Yeah. Like, I, I think with Hitman 2, it was very fun and very surprising, and those stories are also very well done. And, yeah. and Hitman 2 is... Hitman 1 is great. Hitman 2 is, is also great. Uh, but, like, you know, there's stuff in Spider-Man 2 that kept me on the treadmill, uh, enough to get me that yeah. platinum. Me too. Uh, and I think with Hitman 2... It, I'm going to pop back into it here and there. I'm definitely going to be doing the elusive targets. Mm-hmm. I don't think I'm going to go back to those original maps just because I played so much Hitman. Like, I, it didn't bring my mastery levels right, in. That yeah. kind of thing. Like, yeah. I spent a lot of time getting all that stuff in there uh, and unlocking all those weapons. So, I, I, I don't know. I, I think it just comes down to, right, it's just like different. Yeah, I think I just, I burned out on the combat in Spider-Man. Like, yeah, to a point where it's just like, you know, hey, this is fine, but it's not, you know, like the upgrade tree, I didn't love a lot of the late game options on it. It was just kind of whatever. Yeah. The gadgets are kind of dull. Like, you know, I'm, I'm not saying it's a bad game, but I'm saying, like, I think that there are parts of it that are very average. Yeah, and it's, uh, it's a long game, and you're swinging so much, and I don't think they do enough to meaningfully uh, change how the swinging feels. Yeah, like, you unlock that end, trick thing, and it's like, oh, yeah. this is not, like, people are like, oh, this is a trick system. Like, and they're like, no, okay, no, it's, it's like not, it's, this is not a good... Yeah, it's a novel up. idea. It's, it's, yeah. it's shallower overall, and that's not necessarily a bad thing. It is yeah, a fun popcorn it's, it's superhero game. it's one of the top ten games of the year. Totally, Absolutely, but I... Just feel a way more strongly about Hitman too. And I'm just I'm just kind of on the opposite end of that. Yeah. yeah. Jan, <laughs> uh, I mean, as a person that like nominated to make it into the initial cut, uh, 
at at the end of the day, like as a Spider-Man fan, like Marvel Spider-Man just does such a good job when other uh, uh, comic book properties flop super fucking hard. Yeah. And it's been a while since we've had a good Spider-Man game. Oh yeah, I feel like, like they just don't make this. They don't mm-hmm. make comic books licensed superhero games anymore. And, like somebody knows they're they're Batman. Batman. Like, yeah. Batman, yeah, but they haven't made one of those in kind of a while now. And like the more of like the comic book games we'll get are just like crappy or like crappy mobile games, you know. Yeah. And like for this to be a full console experience. And, and to be able to swing, uh, like around New York City, uh, it's, just, I, it's it's breathtaking. It's, Hitman hey, 2, I will say, is one of my most thankful I'm get, to get more mm-hmm. Hitman 2 because con- I feel like it was really uh, touch and go there with IO, right? Like, sure. are, are we yeah. going to get more of this? So I'm super happy to get more of that. Uh, I, I hope I hope we are talking about Hitman 3 in, yeah. in the future. I, I, I'm worried. But we'll see. I, I'm enjoying it so much that it is making me like go outside, go outside of my comfort zone of just like playing like an idiot and just throwing fish at everyone. Like I'm actually trying to like yeah. learn the stealth mechanics and be patient. Yeah, that, and I'm finding a whole new way to appreciate that. that game. That's where I got to at the end of the first game, and then rolled yeah. right into this, and I was like, I, I, contrary to what you may say on video, I know how to play this game now, and, <laughs> and like, had, you know, set up some pretty elaborate stuff. Like you did get some it, stuff with that battle axe. Like, yeah, you, you, know, you know how to play that game. But, you know, without like performance anxiety, like it's fun to really just sit there and study yeah. and and set right. up stuff I and mean, do maybe, it well. Maybe that's part of it. Maybe like uh, maybe because it is because I spent so much time getting the mastery levels all the way up on those levels that it did feel like more like going in and a little bit more of the same. Less exciting. Yeah, like I didn't, I didn't max is, out on him. That is part. Yes, that yeah, is part of the and I is that yes, have done. Yes. And the fact you're like higher level in two than I am yeah. even now. And like, like, yeah, just getting that mastery yes. five on every level. The joy, the joy of going up that skill ramp. We got that in the first game, yeah. and now mm-hmm. we roll into this one and just kind of know what we're doing. That and like, could, and, and we even talked it. about it a little bit, like with, uh, during the review or at some point that like. You pick your weapons, you pick your strategies, and then you just kind of do them over and over. You know, like sure. every time like you I, know the weapons you yeah. like to use, and and yeah, like every, the mission stories are going to present you with alternatives, yeah. and, and those are really fun. Yeah, I, I think maybe now that we're trying to unpack this, that pipe might be what it is for me. It's like you know, every time I hit a new map, I I do a circuit and find as many blunt objects as I can find, and then I've got my exact routine down, and I just do it over and over. And I feel like you and I, since we spent so much time with the first one, maybe we know what it takes to get those mastery levels yeah. in those levels, uh, where it's fucking great. If you guys are headed in that direction, it is awesome. It's, yeah. it's, it's fun. Unless <laughs> they disregard all the mastery level stuff you got in Hitman 3, sure. and you're like, I don't know if I want to do that I mean, that it's, it's even legit fun to me to save scum and do multiple assassinations, yeah. boom, 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 just to get all the unlocks and yeah. like just totally break the game. But, yeah. like, but it is kind of mechanical and rote. Okay. Uh, when, you, when you played a lot I, of the first I don't know games. if I'd go that far. I, I, and I also, I really, did, I really wish they did just take some of that progress into this. Like, I, I, like it, it's kind of a bummer too. I think if they unlocked. did, why would you ever play those levels again? Well, uh, there's still contracts and I, lose I don't the target. Like, yeah. 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 Okay, play them again now. For, for real though, bottom five. Is there anyone who can't live with it the way it is right now? I'm I'm happy with it personally. Uh, I bring Oberdin down a the few. The bottom five being Oberdin, Spider Man, Hitman Two, Monster Hunter, and Dragon. Well, actually, I what did you say? Bring Oberdin down. I would bring Oberdin down. I, I have no uh, attachment to that game, so I'm fine with it. I, but I don't. I, I, don't, I think I the people who love that. it love yeah, it. I don't. I don't. Where it belongs. Yeah, I don't. Where it I don't, is. I don't okay. think that's gonna. And fly. I like it a lot, so I, I have no problem with it. Being I, I it like is. it a lot too, but I, I do think there is kind of a huge bummer in like bouncing around between those memories. Yeah, it's a lot. It's a part I got as I played more of it. I realized why they had. 
had made some of those decisions, uh, yeah. but I still, yes. I, it, it is still a thing that yeah. at some point, at, I would push it back in the game. Yeah. Of like, okay, when you're at the point of no return, you should get that like, power. I think it's the, the one bad, flaw I can point to. In yeah, it, it's definitely the biggest one. And when I hear you say that, like, at a certain point, it's like, well, I could go do this thing in the video game, or I could just look it up and just pick the thing from the list. Like, that's kind of damning as far as the mechanics and the way you get around Oh, that. but that's oh. like the last, like, four deaths and you solve. Okay, but still... Yeah, I mean, I, I, like I cheated Kazoku sometimes too. Yeah, I mean, look again. Problem. I, I don't think the problems I have with that game are enough yeah. to take it off of number six where it is. Yeah. I, I think that that is a really strong bottom five. I think that is a really strong top five. I think the only real rearrange and stuff. The only though. real question at this point is how are we going to arrange that top five? Wait, are we locking locking the bottom five? I think so. Soft lock. Soft lock. Pretty okay I mean, with lock. that. You know, I think I would. What if we knocked off Monster Hunter? I'm kidding, I'm kidding. I'm kidding, I love it. I just stay there. I just stay there. Um, I feel like we have to no. talk about Red Dead. Yeah, we do. Yeah. Should we take a Let's break? Let's take a break. Oh, I, I hate that. I'm sorry. Well, it's, it's the big Let's category. Do Let's do it. Are you guys okay taking like five minutes? Five minutes. Yeah. I'm okay because it's getting really stuck. Two minutes. Yeah. 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 Do you think the audio quality would suffer if we left the door open for the rest of this? I right? don't think so. Not at this hour. Uh, Everybody's gone. The AC's off anyway. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. We'll be right back. Finish the fight. Okay. All right. We're here at best game. You want to read where we're at with this list right now? Yeah. Let's count it down. Well, okay. count it down in its current form. All right. I mean, yeah. It's, we it's, haven't the top five the top needs to be worked out. It's a little slapdash, but here's yeah. Here's what's on here. It's, it's kind of in flux. Tetris effect. Dead cells. That's that's starting at one and counting. That's going the other way. But okay. <sighs> Just so people know. Okay. Okay. Where we're at. That's All right. Fair. Starting at the current top. Uh. Which is kind of the product of circumstance. Tetris Effect, Dead Cells, God of War, Into the Breach, Red Dead 2, Oberdin, Spider-Man, Hitman 2, Monster Hunter World, Dragon Ball Fighters. And only the bottom five, six through ten, have been more or less locked in. <laughs> yeah. Did we... Soft lock. Agree? Soft lock. Soft lock. lock. We feel okay about them. So if you want to separate yeah. that and bump it down a bit, we'll know what we're working with. Hmm. We look at the five that we're shuffling. I think it's fine. I know what I'm looking at. I think okay. it's fine where it is. We, right. we, can, we can count it in. Abstract, okay. abstract thinking. Red yeah. Dead Redemption 2 should move up. That's yes. about I agree it should be. move up. Where should it move to, Brad? Uh, I mean, do you really want me to answer that question? <laughs> yeah. Yes. Where do you think it should I go? I can't even say it, man. Just say it. Say what you think. You well, you, you know where I would put it. Yeah. Okay. Okay, so, so are you asking me what I think I can get away with? Yeah, I know. Where For those at home who don't speak shoemaker, he thinks it should be number one. Are you, are yeah. you asking what I think I can get away with? I think no. that's where we all are yeah. with the, the list yeah. right now. We, we know, <laughs> there's no consensus number one. I, I already screwed up by asking that question. <laughs> um, obviously, I would like it to move up, but like, I, what, let's talk about the whole top block. Okay. Yes. I, I mean, like we've talked about that every game one. here except Red Dead. We have, no, we haven't talked about Dead Souls or God of War, really. Oh, Dead Souls is true. But we've talked about all these games at length yeah, for days yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah but like I mean, not compared to each other. Yeah. I want to know why Red Dead should move up. I mean, I think Red Dead offers so much. Like, uh, the world is so rich and so full. I love being in that environment. And yes, there is a bit of a lead up. But looking back, you know, mine wasn't, I think, as long as some other people's. Because it's like, oh, okay, I see stuff, you know, wardened off. 
I'll just like go play the story. And then I got past it and it was fine. And I, I like forgot about that moment. But I, you know, I like the slow pace of it. It feels deliberate and it doesn't even feel slow to me. It just feels like part of the game and mm-hmm. part of that world. And I, I love just exploring that environment. I, I just love like every aspect of that game. I love that I can change all of my clothes and have a shirt button open or closed. I love that I can pet my horse. Like that's a weird thing that I love doing. I love how much my dumbass cowboy loves his dang horse. Mm-hmm. I love all the characters. I love that how I can interact with them in the camp. And I love how the story comes together. And I also just love exploring this world and like stumbling upon all of these really awesome small moments and big moments sometimes too. And I think it's just so spectacular that like I definitely think it should go higher. Petting the horse and changing the shirt kind of plays into the thing about this game that stuck with me. And the reason I was so stubborn in that most disappointing category, because this game did a thing for me that I have never experienced with a game before. Uh, which is was for me to, as maybe not as fully as possible, but as fully as I have ever seen, inhabited a place and embodied a character to the point that like game mechanics were a secondary concern, like upgrade mechanics, mission markers, like you know the game doesn't have skill trees, but things like that like just weren't important to me anymore because all I was doing was living out this character's life, like day by day, you know action by action, like I was doing things because that's what I thought the character would do because I was in his head so fully that that's the way I was playing the game. Yeah, like I had a very similar experience where uh, early, like relatively early on, you know, once I'd kind of gotten a feel for the whole thing and kind of gotten into a groove with it, I started planning out my days yes, in that, that game is 100% in a way that I don't bother doing in very many games. Like I was not treating it as like all right, well, I've got all these icons in the map, so I'm just going to go hit them one by one. It was like, okay, how many of these do I think I can ride to in a day? Do I think that, you know, taking this long ride into the mountains from where I am now, that's probably like a two-day journey there and back. So, like, I can hit some stuff along the way. I can maybe camp along the way. Like, even these things that weren't necessarily vital, like the camping out in the wilderness mechanic, which is not a thing you have to do necessarily unless you're crafting, I was still treating it like it was part of the rhythm of living that dude's life. Camping out in the wilderness is a good example because there is no sleep mechanic in the game. I think I think if you sleep for long enough, you get a bonus to a core or, like, there's some right. bonus. The, there's, the sleep there's, is there, there's but it's some, not a mechanic. There is some mechanic. additive mechanic to yeah. sleeping, but there's no punitive one. But you, right. like, you never have to sleep. You can stay awake for three months straight if you just want to tweak your way through that game. Yeah, but it's but, like a natural yes, rhythm to do that. Like, I was camping when it felt like Arthur was tired. Like, yeah. Even though there is no no indication that he is, it was in my mind, well, it's getting late. I better turn in. Tomorrow's and, a big day, you know? And I would stop what I was doing and camp and sleep because I, that's what I thought the character should do. And I don't think things like that are necessarily just born out of, you know, nothing. Like, they don't come out of... Just because the game doesn't ask you to do those things... You know, the reason I was doing them was because it's everything about the way the world interacts with that character and the way you interact with it. It feels like there is a rhythm to life in that game. And as you are playing as Arthur, I mean, you know, I like you said, it's totally valid to just sit there and stay up forever and just fucking like hit all the the icons on the map. But to me, there was something just very personally rewarding about engaging with it on that level and presenting myself as Arthur that way. So I, I'm totally there with you guys on that front. I My Arthur was my Arthur. The way he looked, the way he dressed, his hair, all of that shit. I, I was like, okay, I'm going to start out by hunting a lot, 
And then I dropped off hunting, and I thought, okay, maybe I should hunt more. And then I thought, okay, I need to get some practice in, so I'm going to have my, my Arthur go and do some hunting here and then get ready for the legendary animals. I was role-playing the shit out of that Arthur, which made it even more upsetting to me when I would do all of that and then enter a mission like the one. So there's the mission in San Denis when you hear where you're trying to get information about the, the bad guy, I forget his name, uh, and some kids rob you. Mm-hmm. Um, and you have to chase him. And so I, the kid robs me, he runs away. I look around, I try calling my horse, my horse won't come. I'm like, okay, that's weird. I guess they just want me to run after him. But I see somebody on a horse, and I stole that horse, and I caught up to the kid, and then the kid disappeared. The game wasn't ready for me to catch the kid, even though I was playing within what I thought the rules of the game were. And then he warped in front of me. And then I chased after him a little bit more, and I hit an invisible wall. And I'm like, man, I have been yanked out of this. I was so deep. I was so immersed. I was so in there fucking feeling it. And then I just get ripped from it like a newborn baby. I mean, the, the feeling I came to is that it's basically two different games. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When you're doing your own thing and when you're on a mission. Those are complete, basically completely separate games. And, and I, that and I, shit and I, is some of the best. Like, the, the, the doing your own shit is some of the best doing your own shit I've ever done in so a like that, that's why I, I made a decision very early on to just give myself over to their very, like, rudimentary linear mission design and just do what they wanted me to do because, mm-hmm. like, I, I, I think I said this eight weeks ago when we went through the list. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I wanted to see what was going to happen next in the story very much, right. and I... You know, just wanted to get through that. I enjoyed the shooting well enough. Right. I, 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 I like no, I liked the missions in Red Dead One. I like them in Red Dead they're, Two. They're I think fun. they're fun. They're not. They're, they're not, not amazing. innovative, they're, but like, they're fun. Yeah, they're, and the story is good enough. It's a lot and, like, of, Arthur is fun to play. Yeah, it's, that, like, a, it's a lot of decent fun. cover shooting, but it was like it was. And there was, are some really fun ones, like the blowing up the bridge one. The, the, yeah, the, yeah, the bridge one cool. is kind of cool. Oh, you mean the like when you're John? Wait, you like that one? Yeah, you like that? I like the end because you have to mine cart away with him. I would have assumed you guys thought that was like, or you at least thought that was mine cart. That's the most most busy word because it's literally just you and John. That's true. I just thought emotionally it hit. That is a a milestone in the story Uh, for sure. Don't you think it kind of breaks the immersion though? If like the stuff you liked the most was the extremely open, plan your days the way you want to plan it, make the Arthur the Arthur you want him to be. Don't you think it kind of breaks that immersion when once you do go into this thing that is not a separate game, it's not two different games, sure. it's part of Red Dead Redemption yeah. 2, that all of a sudden it does force you into an extremely linear idea of how your Arthur would play this mission. I, 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 I think I, I just had an innate sense of what they wanted me to do and I just did it. Because yeah. and, and, I and, and many I, times when I felt like those missions were out of step with what my character yeah. would do. There were yeah. a couple of instances where certainly I feel like the linearity and sort of like the rigidness of that mission structure maybe got a little bit more in the way than I would have liked. But those were like, I can count those instances on one hand. And I think that by and large, the mission design supplements the way that you, like I think there are certain extreme play styles that maybe don't work as well with some of those missions. But by and large, I don't think the two things are out of step with one yeah, another. Yeah, I didn't find it particularly dissonant at all, especially considering, like, you know, Arthur is not a silent protagonist even when you're exploring the world. Like, he says stuff, he does stuff. He very much still has a lot of personality, which I liked a lot. It was more just, like, how I, the choices I made along the way and less so, like, him head to toe is like me. You know what I mean? Yeah. As, as far as as far as resisting the design of those missions or yeah. just going with it, like I generally the story was so propulsive. Like I can't right. think of a time when I wasn't dying to know what would happen next. Right. Such that I wanted to try to break a mission. I just kind of went through it. The thing is, I, I've also heard the argument that like, oh, this doesn't break too much from the way Rockstar mission structure has always been, where it's go to a thing, shoot a couple guys, whatever. But I do think it's a bit different because even in like GTA. 
it, a lot of the time, you know, there are exceptions, but a lot of times it'd be like, all right, the next part of this mission is go to this yellow dot across town here. And on the way there, you can do some stunt jumps. You can drive there. You can take whatever streets you want. It's the fact that you were so narrowly constrained to, like, this is the path you ride, and you talk to this guy mm. until you're there. I sure. felt like I did not have so any I, agency whatsoever. I, well, there. no, you don't. But I thought that, that some of the best character building happens in those slow rides. Like, yeah, some yeah. of the conversations that you're take right. place yeah. are some of the most revealing about the characters involved. It's true. But also, so why make that something you can even control if they're going like, well, yeah. to punish this, you for... That's what the cinematic camera is for. Like, you literally set... You I literally, mean, I agree. I agree. So you literally say, but okay, I, let's make this a cut scene. But I enjoy but riding the horse. I, I, I never use the cinematic camera. I, 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 I agree with the sentiment that, you know, there is not a great deal of difference between the idea of doing that stuff as a cut scene versus riding along. But I appreciated that they, the opportunity to do the ride and sort of like control the cart and the horse was there. I enjoyed doing it. Like I actually yeah. didn't use the cinematic camera. I didn't use it that often. Time. It just feels like it's an, an illusion of you being in control. And, of and, I mean, that led to the thing that happened to me early on, where I went on a long ride from the camp into town, and then a guy stumbled in front of my horse. I hit him, and the mission failed out. I, yeah. I just yeah. that 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 I got sent back to the load like, screen. I, another ten minute I, ride. Like, yeah. I played, I played awesome. the game enough to be good enough at it to not worry about that. Like it just I, was that not. That was a like the first mission I went. Five hours of that game, I was constantly getting weird bounties that I had no idea what. Yeah. I was doing. I eventually got to the point where I where I knew what to do and how to do. But like, think about the first time. I might be alone on this, but I don't think I am. Think of the first time you went to Saint Denis and you tried like running through the marketplace and you yeah. just bumped into somebody and yep. it snowballed into a thing where there were a million cops. I never, I never had that experience. I, I definitely had that. Time. I, I, like, I mean, I can tell you, I never had that experience as well. But part of the reason is I never tried to run yeah. through populated like, areas again. Like the well, primary focus of no, I'm not. Video, to, but again, like I'm not. I, what I'm, I'm not saying. I know you're not blaming. Me. I'm, not, I'm not saying. Yeah, I'm not saying that instinct is wrong. What I'm saying is that, like, as someone who who got into that groove with that game and the pace, it seemed like it was very heavily like pushing players toward, which is a slower kind of like you know more realistic kind of movement through a place like that. The idea of like running roughshod through the city while there's a whole bunch of people around just felt like a little unnatural. Yeah, like, so that's why that's I didn't just, do it. That sounds like if they made a GTA game and enforced red light. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Like, when Mafia that did that, and my dude, like, and they're no, it was like, hey, bad. this is it's, broken. But, but that's also like a very different type of game. Yeah, also, that's, that's I will totally say, dude, I will totally say, I have run through towns, I've galloped through yeah. towns. I ran everywhere I went. It's not an issue for me. I, you know, I totally appreciate that it is. I have had times where like. Someone's walked in front of me. I stumbled over them. The cops are angry. But I quickly realized, like, I can get off my horse and surrender like that, them. It's also, not a huge also, thing. Also, that analogy only holds up if you have to stop your horse every 30 seconds. Like, that's not... Like, this game allows freedom that a game set in a dense urban setting doesn't. I, but I, I feel like my problem is is the thing... And, again, it's the early on problem. Mm-hmm. And By early on, I still mean, like, 8 to 10 hours in it. I am role-playing as Arthur, right? I am sleeping at night. I'm going back to camp. I'm doing what the fuck they told me to do. Get food get money, build that camp. I am doing that for eight hours. Nothing's happened. I mean, if you're telling me I have to go talk to uh, the, the other people, I'm like, I'm taking side missions. This is what the game told me to do, build that camp up. I don't need to go talk to Dutch. Like, that's an icon. That's chasing an icon on the map. The, the story hasn't propelled itself forward because I haven't talked to somebody. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, not, I'm not, not quite, really. Not quite so, so the setup for that game when you're in Valentine is what? What does he tell you to do? Dutch? Yeah. Go out and make money. Done it. Don't get cut. Don't, don't get caught. Doing it. What's next? 
continue to do it. I'm doing it. Like, uh, when does the game get good? I mean, that's kind of a weird thing. It's like, you have to play the sword for the game to progress. Totally. I know what you're saying. No, that, like, I'm not, there I'm could not, be I'm not trying to knock it. I'm trying to say the thing that you guys are saying is so great. Is the thing I'm totally doing? But you haven't. But you're not invested. Like you're not far enough in to. So inst- instead, you're saying he should be playing. The I missions, should be chasing which you're saying the are not the good so part of the game. You should do everything the game has to offer, right. whatever will, you feel like doing. I would say it. the weakest part is definitely the beginning of the game. There is right. a so, period of time where I was also like, "Cool, the world has opened up to me. I want to explore. I want to poke holes into it. I want to hunt. I want to do whatever." But then I realized, like. It's not actually as open as I thought it was, which was annoying. Stuff was still tutorialized. It was still behind invisible walls, which I didn't yeah. realize. So then I talked to someone. I progressed the story. Uh, it's and a then slow I burn. It's not a perfect not game. It's terrible for that, but I, I think the thing that you're, you're holding up is also a hindrance of it. The part where I am playing as this cowboy who is supposed to be here building this camp up is I have to go chase these missions down. I do have to propel it forward by doing the missions. Eventually, it, it of course. Not, it is not just live life on the cowboy plane. Well, of course not. Time. The game is not a miracle. Like, eventually, you have to engage with the design right. so, as presented. So, right. So, as presented, there are problems with that, right? I, but I don't, I'm still not following what the problem it's is. It's because you have just said that, like, you lived this the way you wanted to live and do all this other stuff, but, like, that's literally, you can't play the game that you're, way. You're, but you're, I guess, you're, 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 for me, though, is, like, I don't want to play a game where I'm an open-ended cowboy forever. Eventually, no, I want to do the story. Like, for me, like, I loved this game because I spent as much time as I wanted to exploring the world, finding uh, cabins and like weird secrets and this and that and side missions. And I then mean, when I was bored of that, I did the story. Like, because totally. I and and on top of that, story. part of the reason you get drawn into the story is because they do such a good job of ambient encounters with the characters when you are nearby them. They call out to you, they approach you, they find, and we've talked about this ad nauseum, they find more interesting ways to integrate you into story events than I've ever seen in a game like that. I, I think the, mis- the, 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 the disconnect here is that Vinny is describing something that is, ultimately, I, I do think is communicated a little bit poorly early on in the game, which is the part where they do not do the best job of communicating certain things. Yeah. When they tell you to upgrade the camp, that was the one thing I didn't fully understand what they meant at the outset. And part of that was because the first thing you do to build up the camp is to go hunting and get meat and all that that stuff. What they don't explain is that at a certain point, that is no longer important. That is no longer a thing you have to do as an errand on a regular basis. Because as soon as you open up that ledger, the only thing you have to do to get food for the camp and to build out the camp is upgrade those pieces through the ledger. Well, yeah, and you can still donate provisions. You can well, still donate meat. Yeah, whatever. What I'm right. saying is I'm not an idiot. Listen, I, I mean... <laughs> no, I, no, 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 listen. I'm not an idiot. I know how to play a game, right? right? I have to go talk to Dutch and stuff to move the game forward. Of course. What I am saying is the thing you're presenting is this kind of natural flow yeah. and, and, and feel the world and like become the cowboy in this world, become the Arthur that is presented to this world. I'm saying it's a little more than that. You do have to go trigger the things yeah, you know a video yes, game. And, and what yeah, I'm so saying so is criti- you haven't I reached the level on, of investment. Yeah, okay. Hold on, hold on. Okay. So criticizing Ben for running through a market instead of moseying through a market. Well, that was Alex. That wasn't that me. Was me. Or criticizing people for not playing the game uh, as a game, I think is a little unfair. When you do have to... I didn't say that. I, I, I don't think right. you said that. I, think, I feel like there was criticism for... or like. A beauty of the game. And I think you're kind of, of you're like I feel like everyone is kind of hand waving the like limited scope of the missions and the tight mission passes. Yeah. Like, well, well dude, I was we have wilderness. It was great. We can't have that conversation because that keeps coming up. But but I think there is less. I guess I didn't get the magic passed over me as quickly. as You're, you're not you're not even close to the point in the game where it happened for me. I wasn't there either. Right. Where, so, where you're at, it's so, a, the game is a slow ass burn. So that slow that slow burn. I feel like I have to trigger. My, I do have to engage in that part, and it's not just like. 
this cowboy simulator that is going to take hold and, and propel itself forward on its own. I have to like hit the yeah, it, hit the it, mag- it hit takes the game a while. button. It takes a while. It took a while, right. which, which I think is a fault of the game. Yeah, I, I, I think there are criticisms yeah. of that game. That of are course fair. there are. Of course there are. So I think I think, but, but I don't feel like we're getting to talk about the things we like about it because the criticisms are just flying left and right. Well, yeah, well, we had a whole I long we thing about talking quite about, a bit about the things that are positive yeah. on this game. No, no, specifically this thing that we're talking about that you're challenging us on. This idea of just being no, out there. I, I don't, I don't see it that way. Like, what, you, what you experience. He's challenging the notion that I brought up, which is sometimes this video game is a video game, and yeah, sometimes course. it gets mad at you for treating yeah, it like and a the thing totally I was saying, sure. The thing I was saying is not that you were playing it wrong, or that like, there was, you know, not, like, it's not understandable that people would approach it that way and then have the, run into those issues. The only thing I'm trying to say is that as someone that, that sort of went in that, the direction that I did, I feel like I got the most out of it doing it that yeah, way. That, that's what it is. I'm not saying yeah. it's going to work for everybody. I'm saying that the people it works for are getting something out of it that they right. don't get I'm from sorry. those games. I, I misunderstood. I thought you started by saying, like, this is, there's something magical about this game that made you go to sleep when it was nighttime and to, like, play the part there, of Arthur I mean, Morgan. There are, there are dramatically better examples of what I'm talking about than that. Well, I, guess, I guess my counter to that is I did that, and I feel like I'm spinning my wheels. Yeah. And like so, and I think that's understandable. Like to counter that, I don't think the game rewards you in the beginning for eventually, playing the part of yes, Arthur. Yes, eventually it does. It not not. I probably thirty hours in before I was really starting to feel. I know, that. and that is a lot. And I will say, it's a lot. I will say, and, and it I doesn't did not, reward you for doing it. it that's not what we're talking about. I did not I will reward thirty you hours you in said. before that happened for me. I realized stuff was closed off. I mainlined the story. I think it was probably like maybe five or six hours. Yeah. Like truly, it did not take me that long. To I was, get I'm closer the first to that too. Chapters. Like I, I like, got, I got, I pretty much breezed through those first couple yeah. chapters. But it, yeah. I, I have some serious issues. Okay, let's, we, we're talking about the game, which is good. Let's look at the list. <laughs> I, never, I, I never even said the thing. I, oh, actually yeah, I, thought, yeah, I thought you had, but okay. Uh, I, I, sorry, I thought that was the thing. The floor put is it, yours. Put it out there. Okay, I, I talk about it on the regular podcast the week the game came out, so this is whatever, but there's an early mission where you meet up with your old flame, Mary, mm-hmm. and did you, have you played it? Mm-hmm. Like, you kind of get your heart broken, like you do a thing for her, mm-hmm. and like you kind of hope it's going to work out, and it doesn't. She basically you'll collect her idiot uh, brother yeah, yeah, from, uh, yeah. and she and she, and she quite literally leaves you standing on a train platform mm-hmm. with your heart broken. After that mission was over, I glumly walked down the street. I went and got a steak and a shot of whiskey, and then I got a haircut, and then I rented a room and took a bath and slept in the room. Like I spent like thirty minutes doing stuff after that mission because of the effect of what I felt coming out of that mission, but. The biggest example to me, the moment that, like, the night that this game really clicked for me was the mission where Arthur is kidnapped by the O'Driscolls. Mm-hmm. Like, he's tortured. Oh, yes. Yeah. Like, Colm O'Driscoll himself tortures him. It's like a pretty... It's brutal. Pretty, brutal it's, a pretty, it's a pretty revolting torture scene. Like, you are, you are all but dead. Like, you barely crawl out of there. Like, you pass out on a horse back to camp. You, like, get all to camp. All your drained. Yeah, like, mm-hmm. you get back to camp, and he literally falls off the horse and passes out on the ground. And... You know, people rush over, they take care of him, whatever. Like, the game cuts, like it says, some weeks later. And because he's on the verge of death. Um, it's also the first time they, they roll out that kind of elk in the golden sunshine sort mm-hmm. of visual motif. Basically, every time his mortality comes to the fore in the story, they go back to that. It's, it's kind of a side thing. But you come out of that, and weeks have passed. Like, you're barely back on your feet. Your hair and beard have grown as long as they can possibly grow. Yeah. Like, gigantic it's beard, awesome. long-ass hair. Like, you look like ZZ Top. And you come out of that, and people are just like, "Oh, so glad you're back with us." You know, like, like, good to see you. Glad you're better. And like, 
the icons you left are still there on the map. Like, you can just go do those missions. But, like, it made no sense to me. This character has almost died and then been under for weeks to just, like, go run another heist, you know? Like, go do the thing again. So instead, I wordlessly, like, packed up my horse, like, got a cold-weather outfit and just rode out of camp without talking to anybody and then spent, like, three days in-game up in the mountains just hunting, fishing, like, connecting with nature. Trying to find your way back. Totally, because, like, it didn't make any sense to me that that character would just get right back to robbing and shit after this, like, horribly traumatizing experience. And, like, it just felt right to be up there doing this stuff, like, getting back on the level, and then once I felt like he was ready to go, like, I rode back down, I rode through town, bought some new clothes, like, shaved off the beard, got a haircut, and got back to it. You know? Yeah, I mean, like, I, I, like it was it was utterly engrossing in a way that I have not experienced in a story game before. Like, I get that it's not going to work for everybody. Like, I totally get why it's divisive. But for the people that it works for, like, it's like I, I guess if I understand the use of the word correctly, it's like a ludo narrative quality that like I don't fucking get out of normal games. You know, like it's just I'm like making my own kind of story or mechanics as I go along. You know. Let me ask a question here. Since it did take me a long time, it took me a good 30-plus hours, I'd say, before I started to kind of like... Yeah, I, I forced myself through a lot of stuff, and I tried to look past it because I wasn't enjoying the early parts on, but like, just to survey the room, who here finished the game? I mean, I will I finish did. it. Me, Alex, Abby, Brad. I am taking my time, yeah. but I will you, absolutely finish it. Okay. Wait, wait. Or, well, are we counting epilogues? Like, I will, I will finish this, this game. It story. might take me a year, but like, I'll right. finish it. You're saying who finished it by this a, point? There was a point. Yeah, so it's like, I, if you would have asked me about this when I was in Chapter 2 or 3 or something like that, I probably would have been a lot more positive on it. I mean, I am pretty far in. I have played a number of hours of this game. I have played it very consistently. Yes, I haven't finished it, but that's because I I am exploring the world. I'm taking my time with it. I didn't want to grind my way through it for Game of the Year. Right. Like, I don't think that's a detriment to the game. I don't think I'm going to suddenly turn sour on it because I love exploring the world. I love the gameplay. I love moseying on my horse. I love those small moments. It is. I mean... Would you discount that, like, if the quality dips, which I think even the, the biggest defenders of this game would say that, like, it does dip and, and kind of stretch out a bit at the end, that well, you I've could heard, turn on Well, I have heard from people that the epilogue is some of the best parts of the game. And oh. what I've heard of the story mode of, you guys like, finish the epilogue. John's I'm not going to touch the epilogue. seems awesome. Huh? Like, I was pretty sour on John being in this game at all. And, like, I have, like, this image of John from the first game that I didn't want fucking touched. But hearing the journey he goes through at the end of the game makes me excited to play as John. Like, I think the epilogue is solid. Like, I don't think it's my favorite part of the game by any stretch. I think the the Arthur journey is a lot more affecting and a lot more important uh, to the larger scheme of things. But, you know, apart from a couple of, like, very eye-roll-worthy specific fan service moments uh, that I think are just a little over the top, I think the the handful of hours they make you spend with John at the end of the game are generally worthwhile. I think it, they set up enough and they do enough with that storyline and kind of framing why this stuff is taking place and why it's it's valuable to experience it for yourself before kind of, you know, eventually getting to the point where it cuts off and leads into the the original game. I mean, I think I think a lot of that stuff worked for me. It's it's not again, not my favorite part of the game. But I think it's worthwhile. It, it, I found it worthwhile in the end to have gone yeah. through it. There's a couple slow parts, sure. It's not, it's not the best part I of the was, game. So. I was just really upset because I grew attached to Arthur to a degree that mm, I never came close to with John. Uh, yeah, I, I agree with you on that. And that sure. it, I was just really bummed out that I have this really dramatic, nice send-off for Arthur, and then it cuts to just John on a wagon, like... 
I'm going to tell you what happened between these two games. I don't need to know that. I don't need to play through a... Like, I know it's a prequel. I knew coming in it was a prequel. I knew there was going to be some sort of tie into the first game. But if they had treated this as its own thing without trying to make this huge bridge, I would have been so much happier. But at the yeah. same time, like, Arthur's death is very much in service of letting John go. And letting yeah. and bringing John. And I think that last mission safety. really nails that and yeah. hits it home. And like he's literally sacrificing his life for John. Yeah, I don't need to play as John yeah. to feel that. But and where, while Arthur is alive, there are enough discussions with him and Arthur saying like, "Hey, man, get out of this shit. Go start yeah. your thing." That like you can anybody who's ever seen a story before and realizes what a prequel is, you can draw in the you know fill in the blanks on what happens between two and one, but without having to do seven to like, ten there hours. Are, there, are, there are moments in that epilogue that absolutely honor the sacrifice. That I, I agree. explain why he never brings up uh, why Arthur. Does that, why does that matter? I mean, possibly because the whole thing was such a shit show that he didn't want to think about it anymore. I, I don't think that, like... I mean, he's that, the man that, who saved him. Yeah, he's the man who sacrificed like, dude, like, that, that, that could be irrelevant Criticizing the of the, of I mean, if we're being... Criticizing really an eight-year-old game I'm for, not criticizing one. I'm criticizing the fact that, like, they had a chance to not make me ask mm. this question. Like, there are oblique references to the things that happened. Like, you pointed that out yourself earlier about yeah. the scene with Dutch at the end. Like, they, obviously, they don't use Arthur by name because he didn't exist when they... I mean, the thing that he, they, they do that to game. connect that stuff, apart from just, like, the story elements, is, like, I mean, I, I, I don't know if anyone quite caught this, but fucking John's hat is Arthur's hat. Oh. That's the hat uh, that I he totally, has at I the totally beginning of the game. That. Like, Arthur straight up, I think, pretty sure gives him that hat at one point. Yeah. And that is so like the iconic John Marston hat originally was the iconic Arthur oh, Morgan hat. Hey, I lost that hat. <laughs> oh, that, oh fuck. yeah. But there's a part I, where I he pulls the, the clothes out of like a, a drawer yes. when he's about to go yeah. and get going, and like yeah. the, you realize, oh right. Do you get the, the impression with the epilogue that this was a situation where like everyone felt so strongly about that last bit in the previous game that they were like, well, we got to do something. Which, I, which oh, that's oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, so Well, I, I feel like the Jack stuff was not my I favorite. Thought, I feel like this is more an instance of like, this is an open world that people are going to want to explore. I mean, yes, or just like, like, hey, structurally, story, we kind of need that, this. That thought has crossed yeah. my mind for sure. Certainly. Um, I think but, it's but the epilogue, the epilogue structurally is so different from that that mm -hmm. like that maybe that may have been their starting point, but like it, it grew out from that so much that I, I can't say. Like I think there is some value in showing John trying to figure out how to make a life for himself that isn't just fucking murdering and and horse wrestling and all of that. I mean, and, it's it's payoff, yeah, yeah. It's payoff for what happened when the gang fell apart and, and like what Arthur did for them. Like it's a it's an emphasis on the notion that it is not just like oh well you know he went off into the sun sunset and then just you know he got a house and a family and everything was fine you know like it and i understand that like maybe that's not as compelling as certainly as i think uh arthur's overall journey is in that game but i don't think it's valueless and i, I think i enjoyed far more of that epilogue than i i i was frustrated yeah that that um that's why the house building mission is meaningful because like that's what he's been working toward is so, like he can't get his woman back without a house because she wants a place of her own you know and and that's why building the house matters because you know that everything you did in the game prior to that is what enabled him to do that yeah it's him trying to create a foundation for himself that is not the life he had before and, and it's like satisfying from a gameplay perspective because the house becomes it serves the function of what the camp did for the gang earlier in the game it's the place where you sleep and eat and like come back to and go about your business. I find it hard because we've got four incredibly good games above this, and even the biggest Red Dead supporters at this table, I feel like, you know, what are there, 90-plus story missions in this game? 
I have that's a big chunk of time you spend playing this game, and I have not heard a lot of defense of the way those are structured or how they play out. I, I, don't, I, I heard a, a lot of really them. good moments in the. There are the a lot of great moments, moment. yeah. mostly narrative. But like I just don't purely from a gameplay perspective. Yes. And, and not I only like not only gameplay. just like the shooting, but the fact of how they lock you into a very, yes. very specific style. I just I never had a problem with that. Yeah. I was yeah, getting I so much I was getting so much out of the game in between those missions that I just did the missions because I wanted to see the story. And I, yeah. I, I don't think the majority of the missions are bad. Like I no. understand the, that I don't think the majority And are the right. thing you're saying though about like you just you just gave yourself over to that structure to me says that we gave this game its due and best story because you were just yeah. suffering through that no, 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 no. You just said, I just want to get to the mission to see the next story. I don't feel like I was fighting against the game. I didn't. I wasn't like, oh, I'm going to rebel against this game by playing a different way. Like I thought what I was doing was normal. The very the last mission in Chapter 2 is that shootout in Valentine when Strauss's, or not Strauss's men, Cornwall's men roll up on you and you have to like escort your crew down the main road, like behind that wagon. And the very beginning of that mission starts with you buying a sniper rifle. I, you, I come out of the bar and I see right across from me is a ladder. I take the ladder up to the roof and I'm like, I'm going to get up here and just start sniping dudes. It's like the, the bank or something. It's right across from the bar. I don't remember that at all. You start in the bar, basically, and your people run to the main road of Valentine and they're behind like a wagon and your mission objective is escort your crew over to like the horses, basically. You're trying to mm-hmm. get back to the stable so you can get out of town. But I was like, okay, I bet I can get the best cover fire from up here. So I run up to, on top of the roof with my new sniper rifle that I just got for this mission. I start shooting and everyone starts screaming at me like, why aren't you helping? Why aren't you helping? As I'm killing dudes. And I'm like, what are you talking about? I'm helping. And they're yelling, yelling, yelling. And then I get a game over. You did not escort your team. Like I, just, it, I, I never ran into that situation. I don't know. I just but was, it exists. Yeah. I mean, that's it fine. Exists. That's fine. Similar situations happen ad nauseum. But that translation is few and far between. I don't. I don't want to make it sound like I was fucking stumbling over my dick on every mission. Yeah. Like, but I think the thing. But it happens. I think the way I. Re- I'm just saying. Like, and again, I understand why you would go in that direction. Like, that seems perfectly sensible. I'm just saying my translation of that when it said escort the mission was escort those people. Like, be in the space with those people. But if that's the, just if how the I read it. Opens with you buying a sniper. <laughs> rifle, you would think you would do what you do with a sniper rifle, or at least I'm not. I'm just saying you have to think that. But that's a reasonable assumption. Yeah, I, yeah that's why part. Like, I mean, that's literally what I just said. I totally understand yeah, I why like, he felt that. Like I just sniped from the ground. I feel like. But it's not crazy for him to want no, to get an elevated position. But again, we're not really saying not. that it is. But I, I well, the game is. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yes, there you yeah. go. I mean, I really can't speak to that too much. Like that sucks. It definitely sucks. It should be more immersive in that way. I don't super specifically remember that mission. I remember when I got a sniper rifle, I think I just used it from the ground. Well, but I do, I don't know. I, I personally didn't run into any of those instances in my... So, all right. Well, well we're talking yeah, about it, but like, what, so how, let's yeah, apply what this to do? the list. Yeah. What are we yeah. talking about doing here? Oof, I, I lost track of time there for a moment. I would be... F- hear me out on this, everyone. Swap Red Dead, God of War, we walk out of this room. I, I'm fine with keeping it right where everything I, is. I could live with that. I could live with that. I could live with that. Uh, uh, I've enjoyed God of War more than I've enjoyed Red Dead. Yeah, yeah that, that makes me feel bad because I know you guys like that game. What if we God of War is my number? Swap one. Red Dead and Into the Breach, and we walk out of this room. That I'm okay with. Uh, what if we swapped? What if we put Into the Breach at number? Look, Into the Breach is my game of the year, and I, I've said that, but I don't think there is necessarily the support among the rest of the team. Great game. I'm with you to put it much higher on this list than it already is. Yes. So, as a Gesture. <laughs> what if we put Into the Breach at number five, God of War at number four, Red Dead at number three? Um, as long as I, w- I want God of War above Red Dead. Here. <laughs> uh, I, I listen. I, I I have tried to be as honest as possible. Like uh, my criticisms of Red Dead are only from the early game. 
so I can't really speak to it. I think I'm, I suspect I don't really like this game. I haven't played through it. I think my pushback on some of the stuff you said, maybe I'm, mis, I'm misconstruing Alex with some of you said, is that I think in the parts that you're loving about the game are the parts that are messing me up in the game in the beginning, are mm-hmm. the parts that they, I entered a perfect, I entered a pretty good fucking world where we have a camp and we just need food and money. There's no conflict inflicted in that game unless I go talk to people to move the story forward. That's not what I'm doing right now. Now I'm hunting and I'm eight hours in hunting. I, mean, I understand. I understand. I have to move it forward. I think the reason that that worked for me because it was so open-ended at the beginning of the game is because the world is so unimaginably vast and yep. there's so much in it that that was the moment. And again, like I was playing the entire game doing what I thought the character should be doing. And when the leader of the gang says, go out there and see the world and... That's get, what I'm and, doing. And get yours. That's when I did it for like 40 hours. Like, but like that's what I'm doing. And it, it's mostly hunting and, and bringing one skin back at a time. I mean, I, it was a slow burn, but like I spent a lot of time in Valentine, like antagonizing people or whatever. <laughs> he didn't say to do that. He said be good with the town people. Oh, he said. He totally said you don't make a little shit. Let's say Dutch's orders are a little open to interpretation. Well, I, I, mean, <laughs> I, I, I don't think cares, but I, I think that the parts that, you know, the, the parts that you guys are really enjoying, I, I think. Handicaps the game a little bit in the beginning, uh, where they don't insert conflict in the, in the game. They and, really don't. And at the end. At the end is a different story for me. The end is way yeah. worse than the beginning. But, but, but that's not really... Uh, it's I, only I, speaking I to my criticism yeah. of like, hey, but God of War, I, I enjoyed pretty much start to finish. Right? Sure. Like, and, it, it's a game that I went through, uh, propelled through by what I, what I found to be a really engaging tale uh, that you know kept me going back in, and I know some people didn't enjoy the combat, but I really did. I and uh, you know, wound up platinum that game. It's, it's one of the two games they platinum. The other one's you know down at the bottom in Spider Man, but this one I really did uh, take to. And and Vinny, the, the thing with me is that I had kind of the opposite response that you are currently having to Red Dead, which is to say that uh, there was a time when I was willing to give God of War its due, and I was like trying to meet it on its own terms. And at a certain point, I just realized I don't like the structure of this thing. I'm not engaged enough with the combat to really feel satisfied with it. It's cool that they made Kratos into an actual character instead of just a fucking rage face. (laughs) (laughs) But, like, honestly, it just wasn't enough for me. And, you know, maybe there's something I need to examine there about my own relationship (laughs) with my dad, that this thing is just not, like, resonating the way it maybe is for other people. Yeah. But it just, like, for me, it's like I can admire it and I can appreciate what people like about it, but it did none of that for me. I mean, yeah, I mean, that's totally fair. Yeah. I, mean, th- I mean, that's the whole thing. We're all going to have different yes, opinions. Exactly. Yeah. I, I, I liked God of War a lot for, for what I played of it. I, it. I had put it down because life got in the way. It wasn't because I was bored of the game, although I, I did get to a point where it felt like it was just a little more trudge up the mountain than I was... Hmm. I mean, you are climbing a lot of mountains. Yeah, that's, that's fair, but it just it felt like one too many big gates I had gone through, and then, oh, there's more snow. But again, I, I had fully intended to finish the game when I had first started it. I really liked what I saw in the story. The, I think what it comes down to for me is just a difference in tastes. Like, what you're talking yeah. about is, like, structurally and mechanically, God of War is fairly well-trod territory, right? Like, it is a fair... I'm, uh, not, I'm not saying yeah, it doesn't I, do I, new I, things. I don't think there's anything in there that I... It's I, different I for God of War, but it's, it's different you know, for God of War, but it is mechanically... There are other games it, it that do similar things. It, and, and, yes, it, yeah. it, it is building upon the works of others. I and, feel like... It, but it, it's... Well, let me, let me finish. Yeah. But it's, it's, it's that, but executed, from what I hear and have seen, like, very, very well, right? Like, it sounds like there aren't a lot of seams on that game. It fits... All the pieces fit together. Like, there's no one cut. <laughs> it's one long shot. They nailed, exactly. they nailed it in the first take. So, like, this is the same <laughs> take crate. That's what they call it. This is the same reason I was so passionate about Breath of the Wild last year. Is that I will always, always reward flawed ambition over something that is familiar and really well done. 
Yeah, like, I, I can, I can, whole I can, I can, I can, I can appreciate like precision craftsmanship, but I would much I, any day I would take something and that I, is I think, messy and, it, and that is messy and weird and shows me something I haven't and, seen. And before. I, I think that like, you, what you would probably have to say is that the structure of God of War is unusual. It is something. Yeah, that it, is a it, it's not retreading old God of War. It's totally no, 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 no. Compared to old God of War, yeah, it's a totally different thing. I'm saying there are other video games that you could point to the parts of God of War and say like, okay, that's like that, or whatever. Yeah, the combat. Is it a little is dark pulling, it is pulling from other games. I'll say yeah. this: every time I noticed God of War opening up and showing me that there was more game ahead and more to do in the story, or the world opens up, or the water goes down, I was excited. I was like, "Oh man, I get to be here longer. I get to do more." And every time I realized I was just entering another chapter, or another new storyline was starting, or a new system was introduced in Red Dead, every time I felt like it was punching me in the gut. I, I mean, I felt a dread that I had to keep. Playing. I remember you and me messaging each other before the game came out, both yeah. saying exactly the same thing. It was like, "Whoa, game! Like that's one too." too many systems. Yep. Let's chill out for a little bit. Yep. And it took time for me to get into that, yeah. but I eventually hit the tipping point you where got there. It, I was getting far more out of that game I, than I was and I think and that, I think having to put up with. I think that's a tough thing. It is. The game is a huge ask. I it will is also like, say, there are a lot of systems in God of War. I feel like there's also a slow start to God of War. It took me probably about the same amount of time in God of War as it did in Red Dead to feel like I was in it. It was like two, three hours. I think it's... I feel when like you get God to of the, War took a while. The, there was like all those fairies I had to push through. And then like after you got to the fairy world, I feel like... It, that's I got oh, to the really? lake. I got, oh, really? Oh. As soon as I got to the lake, I was like, all right, I, yeah. I see Maybe where this is going. Was, like, the like lake some, was the moment for me. I feel like... Yeah, I don't... I feel but, like it took me a while. I got over 10 hours in, and I just felt like I never hit that groove. I feel like if I were... Like God of War or... And again, not to kick Red Dead, but I would still be chopping that fucking tree to build a pyre in God of War if it were Well, but they're very different games. Like I'd be walking around... Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They're totally different games. That God of War is a is a uh, narrative action game, and yeah. I think the thing that like I, I find like almost depressing about the discussions we've had is like there are elements like as you talked about the story of Red Dead, it was this feeling of like man, this game does some fucking shit and tells a story that mm-hmm. few video games would ever dare to tell. Yeah, and then now just now hearing you defend the gameplay as I hung out in the woods for three days and kind of didn't advance the story. I love it's that. It's this thing of just like, oh, yeah. like, there's no way I'm going to go but play any more of this game. That's fine for you. Well, that's totally yeah, fine yeah, for you. But like, that's want, what I'm saying. Let me building this staff list, and I'm saying like, Hey man, like I, I was hoping like maybe there would be a hook there that might drag me back into this to see that story, but no. But you are but you are perfectly free to just start the next story that. mission. The, the thing is, second is, you get out of that, but sequence. that's the thing is every story mission I've seen so far has been a bummer. But then, it's also not the, that the world is some barren world. And I'm it's just poking slow around to in the go woods. from place to place, I and just, it's just like it's just the whole game is built to take fucking fun. I, mean, I, I didn't feel that way. I still don't feel that way. I'm playing a lot of the game. I enjoy the side stuff, but I also feel like the world is not just some barren mission. That I, or barren area that I walk around until I like go talk to the people in my camp. Like, I am discovering so much story within that world. Stunningly full of stuff. Yeah. There are, I don't there think are, anyone's, no one's debating that. No one's saying like, that the world's barren. And, and but also when you're walking through it at that slow pace because you just need to get across the fucking yes. camp. Yes. And it's just like I, you know, it it's, never it's, felt it's slow only it's like, only I, in the if camp. I, if I wanted just, that kind of open world, like I'm just going to do my own thing. There are other better games for that. I, 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 I would I still be playing I don't Terraria. Agree. I don't, I don't I would agree. Be, I would go back to No Man's Sky at this point. No, I played a lot of that this year. Those games yeah. don't Not have the authored content in them. You, they're right, and it, but the thing is, the authored content is like... You, oftentimes narrow. No, 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 no. no, 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 no. That's not what I'm talking about. That is not at all guys, what I'm talking guys, about. We have to just accept that there are fundamental differences about how we feel about what Red Dead does. There's not, there's not going to be a solution to this. The game you want to play, Jeff, 
It's not that I game. I am merely saying I know. that talking about the story stuff, I was like, man, this sounds killer. Yeah. And then when you got into the gameplay stuff, I was like, oh, right. This is the opposite of a thing I want to do. Right. And, and when you, you take were, that in context of building this list, I don't see how this goes above God of War. No Because way. I had that exact same response you are having to Red Dead with God of War. Like, I'm telling you that that story just it was not compelling. Like, there are things people have said, areas that have been described in that game that sound fantastic. There are boss fights that sound like they are super exciting. And trudging through it, just, I could not be compelled to keep going. Like, there, I ha- there are people who have that feeling about God of War that you have about Red and, Dead. And I'm not saying that I am, like, a yeah. huge God of War fan, either. Yeah. Uh, but I am cool. saying, if, a, if we're building this list... I am moving Red Dead up above into the breach, and that's as far as I would yes, move it. Exactly. I, I, and I, yeah, think that, I, I think that's the move. I yes. beat God of War and Red Dead. I think that I've experienced highs in Red Dead that I may not ever, or I, that I may have never experienced before, both in terms of narrative and in terms of those little moments, just like things out in the world that no other open world game has come close to making me feel. Because, like, I think about open world games, I think of Spider-Man, I think of other games that have this big world. Assassin's Creed. That, like, a bunch of icons. getting yeah. around it is whatever. You're not really getting around it to do anything. You're just trying to go from one mission to another with maybe some side objectives here and there. Red Dead, I would get lost, and I would love it. But there were so many lower lows that just really ripped me from the immersion of it. That God of War, I've just was a consistent, like, I am playing a video game. I know, I always knew I was playing a video game. Red Dead, sometimes it felt like an out-of-video game experience. But God of War always felt like a good video game that rewarded me for the time I was putting it. That's a good way to sum up the distinction I was trying to make with Vinny, is that I would rather I would rather put up with whatever annoyances for those out-of-video game moments yeah. than I would playing a really good, really familiar game. And like, it's, it's incredible just, that it's video just a, games can provide a, both of it's those. It's just a matter of preference, yeah. and I feel like we're just getting to the point, like we're just seeing the possibilities but I love that stuff. of like, games that, that can that, provide that. That is stuff that is very appealing to me, and, and, and it might be with Red Dead, but I think I have to take the game for me at this point, with how much I played, and you guys have played way more, and it sounds amazing, but the game that might peter off after 30 hours versus the game that might start getting good at 15. Like, yeah, that's I get the, it. And, and, like, you have time constraints I don't have. Yeah, you know? that, like, that, I, played that, of, I, mean, yeah. I played I played Red Dead for, like, 25 hours the first weekend I had it. Right. So, right. I, like, me, five years ago, like, that is a very different tale I might be telling you. But, like, I can, I can recommend God of War solid, solidly to somebody, you know, yeah, you either do, like, character action games and all that stuff aside. Yeah. But, like... You know, hey, you're going to know if you like this game within the first two hours. I don't know. Like, Red Dead, it still is up in the air for me. It's still a coin flip, right? Like, that's a coin flip that's been circling for eight hours now. Like, I'm not sure. I'm not sure where that's going to land. Yeah, like, that's, that's, that's fair. So, for, for me, ordering this list, and again, this is me. It's like God of War is just a solid uh, on top of that because of its consistency, mm-hmm. where Red Dead is just such a big question mark for so long. Like, uh, again, like I said with Zelda, it's just it's just always inherently more interesting to me to see something that like I I actually really like that term that out of video game experience <laughs> like that that became so valuable to me that like I I just I haven't had that anywhere else you know like yeah. I, you see little glimpses of it in other similar games like Skyrim and you know games of that nature but this game provides a tool set 
and a level of interactivity and detail and scale and breadth that none of those games have. Like, I, I even feel like I had some of that stuff going through the Dark Souls games, right? They had enough of the kind of, you're wandering through these uh, depressed places where you're just going to sit and, like, wait after a big battle. And yeah. Just kind of, like, your, your soul is crushed. And, you know, those are, I've had those experiences before in games, like, uh, you know, I mean, he, I'm here for the narrative in most games uh, and, and reading into it. I kind of just wish Red Dead 2 didn't take its sweet-ass time to get me. <laughs> it, it, it does. It does. But like, I would yeah. love to have come back to camp and it was on fire. And it's just like, Arthur, do all this stuff. Yeah. Instead, instead of telling me to go get meat and I've been doing my job. And nobody's like, you know, I keep seeing Dutch in his camp being like, Arthur. I'm like, I'm not going to talk to you because I'm, I'm just getting my meat. Circle, circle, circle. circle. <laughs> yeah. The yeah. meat and the money. And he's like, Arthur. And like, I know I'm going to talk to you. talk to Dutch. I know, I know, something, Dutch. I know something bad's going to happen if uh, I talk that to one's, you. So, that one's okay. Uh, let me you go can get do the that meat. one. Uh, you can do that. I did the same thing. I talked to another guy. He made me beat up a guy for money. So I'm just going to go get the meat and the money. That's what I'm here to do. We're so, going to have the best camp. I'm going to get you an ox head for your top of your camp. You're going to love me. Poker tables. Let's get a deer skin on them. I'm Arthur. I'm your man. The description of this game I have seen that I think would hook you more than anything else. Uh, is that it's the most elaborate video game model train set ever conceived. What are you trying to say about me? Like, <laughs> can I build a Gundam? Because I, I, I think... <laughs> Arthur building a Gundam. You know what? Okay. H.O. scale. I think, I think you were interested in intricate craftsmanship yeah, and, no, and, I, and, I, and exquisite detail. I, I think I'm going to want to my time and, with you. And it's just, when you think about the range of ways that you can interact with any given situation in that game, like the locking on and having a range of options on people, I think is a pretty smart way to go, yeah, even if it's not it's perfect. All, it's also a little this. I like, guess, but like, think about all the things you can lasso people and drag them around or throw them on train tracks. You can <laughs> choose multiple ways to respond to people. You can point guns at people to threaten them or you can point them in the air and shoot them to frighten people. Like, like There are so many ways that you can interact with the environment that isn't shooting it in that game. And that's mm, really... I, I, the stuff I have played that they've railroaded me into, do, into killing people that I felt were a little against Arthur's character have, have been moments I've, I've, I've kind of Listen, I understand we got to move the game forward. Yeah. But like, I'd be like, whoa, there is, you are a bad guy. I'm not that bad. The story ones, sure, you're shooting a lot of people. Although, I mean, they're like, people talk about ludonarrative dissonance, especially in Rockstar games, especially with characters like Nico uh, in the past. And I, this game narratively justifies what's happening in that sense better than any they have ever made. I, I can yeah, tell you, I, agree I can tell that. you how. If you want, no, like, no, like, like again, I'm, I'm well, trying to really keep my criticism for my personal. Don't shake your head. No, I just don't we want to spoil it. No, 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 it's not, it's not a spoiler okay. at all. It's like, all right, I mean, can we move back to the list here? Let me, let me just you, say okay, this. Right. It'll take ten seconds. Like he says, you get the sense moving through the game, but he says it explicitly in a conversation later on, and it, it makes sense. He just says, loyalty is all that ever mattered to me. Like it's, it's as. His relationship with Dutch is breaking down, and he and John are basically talking off to the side. Like we got to get it. You got to get out of here. You've got a family. Like this can't continue. This is this is over. He says loyalty is all that ever mattered to me, and you know so much about his backstory that you know exactly why. Because his oh, his yeah. because his mama. Like, he says it. He says my mama died when I was a kid. My daddy didn't die soon enough. And there's some other stuff that we don't have to necessarily. Yeah, we don't have to get into here, it. But, but like, like you know, you know that Dutch basically rescued him from a life of like squalor. Yeah. And. Everything he they does. They apply that in the opening of the game. Well, yeah, they do. They do. But they, 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 they lay it out. They really get into it over time. And sure. you know that every despicable act he commits early on in the game is because he has bought into Dutch's cult of personality. Like, he believes, he believes the message. I, I'm and not, he will follow them to the, to the depths of hell. And by the time you're getting to the point where he refuses to do things like that by kicking Strauss out of camp and all these other side missions where he's doing the opposite of the violent thing. It's because his character has changed, because he's gone from that guy 
who will rob and kill and die for Dutch to a guy who doesn't want anything to do with that anymore. I, yeah, I, I think I think that's great. I, I think I haven't gotten that far yet. Uh, I thought I would be able to bring a little more of my Arthur in to have those choices be like. Don't give me a morality meter then. Like, if you're going to tell me that he's got already a predetermined dogma, then like, don't give me a, a, a like a good guy bad guy thing. I think there's room for wiggle in there. Well, you would. Mm. <laughs> yeah. So, what, what so, were you going to say about the list? Let's get back to the list. Let's yeah. get back to what matters here. Uh, where are we at on this? I, I'm, I'm right there with you. Move Red Dead up one. We're done. I still think move Red Dead up two. I yeah. think. Okay, we're all in agreement. We're. It, it pains me to say this. I I love into the breach. Let me, but I think let me let me help you out. We're here. all in agreement yeah. that it needs to move up at yeah. least one. I mean, I'm not, but I am making this <laughs> right. concession. I'm with you, dude. Yes. Uh, I want to go. I I want to get the best games on this list yeah, that we yeah. can get, and I I think. So you're saying Call of Duty Four is back on? <laughs> Great, uh, love it. Uh, I've written down Call of Duty Black Ops Four was okay. the move game. Yeah. Just to can we swap out Monster Hunter World for Black Ops Four? <laughs> uh, I'm okay. I'm okay with. I mean, I we have to, we have to discuss. Are we okay with number one and two? I'm 100 percent fine with that. I I'm not the greatest, but people really love it. So, I feel the same. Yeah. It's like I get it. It's Tetris is number one. I feel like at least Dead Cell should be number one over Tetris, but I think that's just yeah. Me. Like that, that's why I feel like, like we have to talk about it. I didn't have the love for Dead it. Cells, and I, 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 I think I, Tetris is great, but you know it's not the. Game I'm pretty of the year lukewarm on both. I just feel like, of course, Tetris is one of the best games ever made. Of course, Tetris is going to be good, right? But <laughs> like, no, that's not true. That's not necessarily true. There's been a lot. Oh yeah, there's been a lot of bad Tetris. No, I don't. Uh, I think I think Tetris. You're building upon a really solid foundation. Okay. So you're adding uh, a lot of music and visual panache to it. So that's amazing. You've made a great looking, great sounding, great playing version of an already great game. I think that's what you're saying. Yeah. And I think it's an achievement for what they've done. It's, uh, they got us talking about Tetris. It's very am, high. And I am okay with list. it being where it is. I'm not trying to get into an argument because I, I think there's a lot of support for Tetris being up here in number one. But I, I understand what you were saying. I think just yeah. in the yeah. nature of trying to say, I, I, just in the nature of trying to say positive things about a game that we think is number one. You know, uh, we've talked a lot. We've shitting on each other's games and stuff. Even if we don't all agree that Tetris is number one, I think we can agree that Tetris. Maybe not all of us. I don't want to put words in our mouth. Tetris Effect is a game that's more than the sum of its parts. Tetris Effect is tet- solid game. Tetris, good music. Good visuals. It's these things that all individually you can point to a lot of games that have solid basics, really good visuals. Mm-hmm. But there's just something about the way it all clicks. And it's something about, you feel it when you play the first level of Journey Mode. And it kind of just starts out, and, and I've heard so many people echo the sentiment where you just start dropping pieces. And you're like, okay, it's Tetris. And then you start rotating pieces. And you're kind of like, oh, okay, I can, I'm in a little bit in control here of the music. You start clearing lines. The visuals start changing. And, and it all just like... To me, it, it washed over me in a way where I was not thinking about anything else. You know, there were parts of Red Dead where I was holding X and looking at my phone to follow somebody and hear a story. There are parts of God of War where I was like, I'll just do a mission and I'll, I'll, I'll stop because I'm kind of getting tired. Tetris was a game that, like, when I was playing it, it gripped me. It held me by the, like, scruff of my neck and was just holding me in front of it and saying, you're playing Tetris and you're just living Tetris. You're clearing yeah. lines. You're like listening. You're chilling. It's like, I'm not a person who experienced synesthesia. Like I don't have that. Like, you know, I see the color or whatever when the music is playing or vice versa, you know, but like as, as a sensory experience, like Tetris has this just kind of intangible 
I, I don't know how to describe it other than it's just this really wild effect that, like, like you said, it grabs a hold of you in a way that, like, regular Tetris, even the best regular Tetris, I can't say necessarily has ever done for me. And I think a big part of that is just the, the Miz magic, you know, like the, yeah. the, the sense of how he likes to create these sort of audiovisual experiences around what are relatively simple mechanics. You know, like Rez is not a super complicated game. Luminez is not a super complicated game. But, you know, when you are in there, it ha- they have this way of hooking you. And I think Tetris, being by virtue of just being an incredible puzzle game on its own right, one of the most incredible puzzle games of its own right, combined with that flavor, that magic that is just sort of inherent to the kinds of games he and his teams make, I think it all just works. And it's, yeah. it's weird because I think that... In some ways, so, you know, there are similarities here with Luminous, obviously, you know, Mm -hmm. in terms of, like, how the pieces make music and the drops make music and all those stuff. Having it be Tetris, a game that you kind of already know, helps actually bring that audiovisual element and that immersion to the forefront. Because some of those things do start to fade in the background because the rules are burned into your brain by now. Um, and I think that that really works in his favor. I think you talk about the synesthesia, and, and you know, yeah, I don't, I don't see sounds either. colors. Yeah, well, I do. Yeah, so yeah. it's red. Uh, <laughs> but I do think that for someone, you know, for for a lot of the games coming out of Tetsuya Mizuguchi and, and the people that he's worked with and, and all this stuff over the years, I think Tetris Effect is actually the one that gets closest to demonstrating synesthesia for people. Whereas I think Rez was the game that kicked it off. Rez was the game where they, they used the term and, you know, I had to go look it up and figure out what yeah, the fuck it means. Yeah, like, oh, yeah. Yeah. Kandinsky, okay, you know, yeah. I understand this shit. <laughs> um, and, you know, it seems like that they've been kind of chasing that in different ways ever since. But Tetris Effect, because I think you can, that the puzzle element of it becomes that second nature and, and you can kind of focus on that and the other stuff and, and the way VR works with it. I think that stuff comes together better than it ever has, conceptually. Yeah. And I think that that helps send the message home of togetherness, the stuff that, like, you know, that's, Rez is not entirely not about that. Uh, some of the other games that, that, you know, that he's been a part of, like, that, that's a fairly common theme, I think. But I think that Tetris actually drives it home better, which is really wild. <laughs> it is weird where yeah. I could use some like positive. Sure. I, I mean, shit. I, yeah, I think of I think of Res as a bit cold, and Luminous as kind of style obsessed. Yeah, but Res Tetris is like a little cyber in yes, a way yes. that you know, and, and it it goes. It, it starts that way and eventually becomes more. I mean, that's the arc of Res, yeah. right? It yeah, starts yeah. out incredibly cold and warms up as you get to the end. Yeah. And, and the journey mode in Tetris Effect actually is not that different yeah. because you get to metamorphosis at the end. And it's like that last level of res in a way where you're just like, oh, right, dolphins. Yeah, right. <laughs> Luminous <laughs> feels like urban fashion to me or yeah, something. Yeah, Luminous doesn't but, necessarily but, have that arc. Right, but it's like a good I mean, description. Yeah, yeah like I, I look at this list and there are three games on here that made me feel something this year. And the other two made me feel sad. But Tetris Effect made me feel good. <laughs> it's like a warm, just like, sort of like comforting feeling. Yeah, and I almost feel weird about saying the reason I'm comfortable with this being at number one is not the video game part, because, like, of course they got it right. It's fucking Tetris. But they like, have gotten it wrong. I mean, yeah, yes, they, they, they could have it's, it's been gotten way wrong. It's, it's been fucked it's, it's up. It's possible. I, Recently, on this generation of consoles, it's been fucked. I would venture a guess that Hank Rogers would not allow them to make a bad Tetris game at this point from the sound of the way that they run the Tetris company. Yeah, but maybe. But, but, yeah, it's not the playing Tetris about it that makes me like the game so much. It's that feeling of, like... I mean, he calls it synesthesia. I don't know. I feel like a slightly 
slightly less pretentious way to say it is just like a state of reverie, right? You know, mm-hmm. it's just a state of being utterly lost in every aspect of the game, from the mechanical to the visual to the audio. And I think it's you know, it's, and, it's, and that happens, especially in VR. Yeah, and I, yeah, especially in VR. I think it's a it's a it feels really good. And I didn't this I did never expect it when we saw this game not long after it got announced. I was like, oh cool, this is like a cool Tetris. Yeah. Uh, uh, I, I a, felt it when yeah, I played it. I felt it. it a little bit, yeah. but then there was that element of like, wow, I reconnected with Tetris, mm-hmm. and it got me thinking about a deeper level of Tetris yeah. than I yeah. ever thought I That's would. Fair. That's the thing. It's not a novelty light show right. thrown onto Tetris. Yeah. I've been playing Tetris for 30 years throughout so many incarnations and consoles and everything, and this is the first time in three decades that I've been wanting to look up T-spins and you know back-to-back-to-back strategies yeah. and high-score strategies. And it's, like uh, realizing what the infinite spin is for exactly, because you're yeah. playing so fast you can't play without and, it. Yeah. Like I... I I guess I don't disagree with you. I agree, but you could argue that you could get that from any hard Tetris game. Like any Tetris game you got sufficiently invested in, you would have to learn those concepts. This just happens to be the one that we did. We've talked, but I don't think that's. But also, a knock, I think that's not a knock against the, the other game. elements yeah, of the game not, yeah. make it worth investing. Yeah, in. I, I think that's true. I just wanted to mention that we we've talked about it before, but not in this conversation. And so I just wanted to echo the fact that the VR experience of that game is also mm-hmm. fucking incredible. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. like, I, I, I think, but I think it's great both ways. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, I, yeah, I, I, I don't want to sell the normal. I think if it was only good in VR, I would feel less sold on it. But I've had very different experiences depending on whether I'm playing in VR or not. Yeah. And also it's a game that makes the PlayStation VR feel like a must-own yeah. thing. Which yeah. is wild. I, I, that's Considering wild. how busted that thing has been for us so <laughs> since launch, like I was like, okay, no, this is you should get one of these. You should you should yeah. get one of these. I'm, I'm and yeah, pretty sure I'm not the only one that bought a headset for this game primarily. And, and for what it's worth, it's not the only primarily. game for okay. this year not that like that solely. It's not the only game this year that made PSVR seem like a worthwhile right. thing. Yeah, it was yeah, definitely right. the one Astrobot that got too. that pointed Mod me in that direction and said, you know what, I need to fucking take the plunge on this. I'm going to play most. I, yeah, <laughs> I, I, I am. I am. Uh, <laughs> I mean, anybody who says Tetris isn't isn't a is not okay being a number one game is, is nuts and shouldn't be playing video games. <laughs> not Tetris, a real gamer. T- no, Tetris is a fantastic game. I it didn't it didn't touch me the way it didn't tickle me the the way it may have tickled some. Uh, but I am okay with it being up. I'm more than okay with it being. I'm up definitely there. much uh, more than okay with yes. it. Yes, and yeah, I think Dead Cells is, so. is a tremendous game that it's I think really like, this, it, this, I, to me this feels very close. Yeah, yeah. I could see very very close. close. I'd be happy with either. like both yeah. of these are. Uh, yeah, like the a lot of the sentiments that you guys have you know put forth. I've I've actually felt about Dead Cells. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. And being in the zone and just like you know being completely locked in yeah. and. When you're in a run, you're just so extremely invested, and you can slowly feel yourself getting better, and it's <laughs> a lot of satisfaction. In one time I was on the, the bus on a, one of the best runs. I thought I was going to make it, and I just kept riding the bus past my stop because I did not want to stop. <laughs> nice. It is a deeply satisfying game, like mechanically, the but controls yeah. are so yeah. spot on. It's precise. Yeah. Yeah. Best role of a video game of oh, oh, God. It is precise yeah. and dynamic, which is, uh, you know, a, I think a really vital combination in that type of game. You know, the idea that there are so many different ways you can approach the combat in that game, but that it all has like this really good, tight feel to it, yeah. and that is, like, that is not something that should be understated. Mm-hmm. 